I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey, the East End Revel. And I'm present, I guess. I'm here <laughs> as the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have, for our nine-year anniversary of Aldente Rigamortis, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Is that to nine years, or...? Uh, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Yeah. Uh, we are, uh, for we are covering, for this anniversary episode, Sonic.exe, the remake. So, this story was suggested to us back in 2020 on an email by Amusing Moose. Is it so, a Amusing Moose? or Yeah, it's, it's Musing capital Moose? A, and then Musing Moose. So, like, Amusing Moose but they're also quite amusing, probably. Yeah, they are a moose that is musing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so sorry it took so long, <laughs> amusing <laughs> moose. <laughs> Get the what sense else is of... new, right? <laughs> yeah, we have a bit of a backlog. Mm-hmm. Also, we need some, like, prep time or, like, some, like, some uh, hype-up time <laughs> to, to, to do some of these stories, especially the infamous ones. Mm-hmm. Um... So, uh, Sonic.exe, the remake, is by Sir JC Hyena231, the original creator of the Sonic.exe stories. They apparently went back and remade, or, like, re- re- rewrote the story. Um, now, you can't actually find this story online unless you use um, a, uh, a dead link on the Wayback Machine. It's going to go up in our, uh, in our description, so you can check it out the, uh, in the description below. But yeah, know that we had to like use the Wayback Machine on a dead link to get this one. But uh, by God, we got there. <laughs> um, so uh, before we dive into the rundown and all of our notes, which are pretty extensive, I mean, seriously, my my note my my note document is about fourteen pages long. <laughs> um, uh, let's so do our be hanging out while you do your notes. <laughs> yeah, uh, make let's... a sandwich, have a nap. <laughs> yeah uh let's dive into our initial recommendations so um i'm I'm gonna partially recommend this story (laughs) i am not going to recommend this story fair Uh uh-huh and and gamer what (laughs) your your recommendation what do you think no no (laughs) why would you think that i fully recommend this story For, for reals though yeah onto the rundown Really? Hang on. <laughs> Seriously? This isn't a bit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, well. I just had to amp it up. I had to build it. Well, let's. Uh... Hang on a second. I just need to take a moment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, let's. Uh... Let's uh let's dive into the rundown then, uh, shall we? Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm gonna preface this rundown. Um, it's skimmed, <laughs> um, like it's paraphrased. And why is uh, it the, skimmed? The For those uh, because, at home who aren't aware, because this story clocks in at about 57 pages on Google Docs when I Thanks. pulled it in. 
<laughs> just had to put a thanks right there on recording that's all yeah okay fair uh yeah this has been about two weeks in the making this uh, like or two weeks in the reading for this story just like so we had enough time to like read through the story and, and get our notes together and such for it so and also have lives yeah exactly yeah, things, yeah 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 you know? yeah some things got busy some things happened so mm-hmm. um but yeah let's uh let's dive into the rundown then um so tom who's in college with a bunch of friends and an avid video, uh, an avid gamer specifically those revolving around sonic finds a mysterious sonic game on a cd sent to him in a package by his fr- his best friend kyle who is later found dead in his own dorm room just as mysteriously uh turns out there is a killer on campus and the two leading detectives of the case, Derek and Sarah Green, a brother and sister duo, deputize Tom to help them catch the killer. The detectives also believe that there may be a cult involved uh, in the killings, but they have no hard evidence for it. Um, hmm? it yes. Is Sarah a detective? I don't think it um, is. It's just the sister. I she's she's only referenced as the sister of Derek, but like they are they are detecting. They they're like they are a detective duo. Case. Yeah, so they're taking yeah, on the case. Therefore, okay. Then again, Tom's not mentioned. On the case. <laughs> okay, well, fine. Detective. Yeah, Derek is the detective. Sarah is his sister that's helping him. Yes. <laughs> Regardless, also she like later on the story does get evidence from the evidence area. <laughs> so like she's got some access to the police station. But I had a feeling the whole time that she actually works as an investigator as well. Exactly. That's yeah. Funny. Yeah. Um, regardless, <laughs> um, getting back to the story, uh, the victims all look incredibly pale. Um, their eyes are blank. Uh, their jaws are ripped wide open with blood and their gullet has been ruptured. Like their throat and like esophagus area has just been like ruptured, like horribly. Uh, and all of their computers or laptops that they had in the vicinity, um, have cracked screens and the batteries are drained or burnt out. Um, so that's kind of the MO of the killer so far. Um, as the body count starts to tick up, uh, Tom checks out this mysterious game, which is some kind of modded or hacked 3D Sonic game with a strange Sonic-like creature that wants to play hide-and-seek with the player's chosen character, uh, which seems to be all, uh, any or all Sonic characters throughout, like, the comics, the the games, the, the, the animated shows and such. Um... But when they are caught, uh, the not-Sonic tortures and kills them graphically. Uh, Tom decides to show his friends this, putting it on a projector in a classroom after hours. And things get really weird here when not-Sonic almost reaches out of the screen to get Tom and his friends, threatening to to steal their souls. Should we just call Uh, him Nonic? Nonic, yes. So um, I didn't actually get a name for him. Like, I mean, technically, I, there is a name in the in the in the story. Or in the story, um, he is apparently X. Like, just oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sonic the cult X. Of, yeah. Oh my. Moving on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fortunately, they managed to turn off the game in time and then start questioning what the fuck just happened. Which reasonable. Um, Doing some digging around uh, in the the library and like on the computer, um, Tom discovers a theory regarding the weight of a soul and corroborates this with Detective Green that the victims so far were all slightly lighter than when they were alive. Exactly the weight of a soul, according to the theory, 21 grams. Um, 
Tom and his friends then discover that uh, another friend of theirs, uh, Alana, is missing and go looking of, uh, go looking for her. Eventually, finding their way to a computer lab in the in the campus or on campus, where the Nonic <laughs> um, comes through a rift in reality and holding Alana in one hand and zapping the power from the computers, it passes reveals that it wants to take all human souls back to its world and play with them. Nonic doesn't believe he's killing people because the souls can't die, which is what it takes back, uh, which is what it's been taking from the human bodies as it, as it um, uh, illustrates with Alana in gory fashion. When our, like when it's maw opens up in horrible, like gruesome fashion, arms begin like kind of wrenching out of the, the mouth. And then like, basically start um pulling alana's soul from her her throat uh as uh, as it kind of seems to like show its truer form in this instance um the gang escapes but as they manage to alert the campus that the killer is inside and try to spark a an evacuation of the school uh the cult seems to have gone and blocked all the exits to the school locking everybody inside nonic then begins taking the souls from everyone on campus, including all of Tom's uh, friends. Uh, Tom manages to uh, survive a little while um, and warn Detective Green, but after hiding out till the next day, discovers that they are the only ones left alive and trapped inside the school. Um, Tom flees to his dorm room, where he destroys his computer, thinking it might help like stop Nonic from like getting back into our world or like keeping him trapped in ours. Um, but then Nonic arrives to take his soul. Um, and Tom realizes that if he kills himself, Nonic can't get his soul. Uh, and it's kind of left a little vague as to whether the monster got his soul in time before Tom plunged his, uh, plunged a knife into his throat. Um, it's pretty clear. Yeah. I mean, well, it, it kind of like, it kind of left off. Like, it's like, no, and then like the, th- the thing went through and then like, afterward in the aftermath um tom's body was found along with everybody else on the campus <laughs> um and his body like while he had like a, a stab clear stab wound to the throat his um he also had the same kind of like signs that like his mouth his jaw had been like ripped wrenched open in gory fashion and um uh so it's kind of left up in the air if, if or not he was actually like successful in like removing himself from the equation or if if not it got him um uh so yeah, back to that aftermath. Um, yeah, an entire college of people are murdered. <laughs> um, the well, cult not, has gone. Not the entire one, because like most of them weren't showing up. Yeah, that's true. Like basically every, but like a still a, a sizable amount of people. Yes. Were were killed in a camp. Uh, it was. It's probably the worst college like massacre in history. <laughs> probably like between like a third or a half of the entire population. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So uh. And and no. And there's no clear evidence as to like who done it. Um, the cult has gone into hiding and the monster's gone. Uh, Derek Green is in a bar now, um, or at least at the time at the end of the story, um, but kind of kind of moping over a glass of, of, uh, of alcohol. But Sarah arrives to reveal that they have a lead to stop the cult and head off, but not before being trailed by a presumed cult member. Finn? <laughs> 
I'm question mark? It's pretty blatantly obvious that they're a cult member. <laughs> it was. It was very like, like, <laughs> like, like, really like, like, a, like a large handlebar mustache kind of thing, <laughs> like fedora, yeah. like trench coat. I don't think it's the look. I think it's yeah. them saying that they work for the cult of X. <laughs> okay, there is that too. Yeah, their dialogue that straight up says, yeah. "I am, I work with them." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is what I do. Yes. That, that's true. It's like for X. They got like, the yeah, paper. Fair. Yeah, that's fair. That that's fair. That's fair. Uh but yeah, that's the end of uh, Sonic.exe the remake. Um or at least our rundown of it. So let us dive into everyone tolerance the grammar inquisitions at this point. Um yeah. So this story is done in chapters. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, I did mention to you guys before recording that, like, maybe we should do our stuff, our notes in chapter by chapter by chapter. Did you guys follow through with that or did you guys ignore me? What do you think? Uh, you ignored me, didn't you? <laughs> Why would you immediately <laughs> assume the most negative thing? Because it's you guys. <laughs> wow. Should I just leave? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but no, I obviously did it in chapters because, yeah. Yeah, it's, it, it seems it's huge. Yeah. yeah. Mikey, did I you? I also did it in chapters, yes. Okay, thank God. We're all on the same page. Holy shit. Nine years. We're finally all on the same page for note-taking. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to start with this uh, with the prologue. Yet, in spite all of this, we still exist. So I think it's supposed to be in spite of all of this. Um, Like, just because it's missing the of. Or the the second of <laughs> for that line. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and then mm-hmm. my next one actually goes into chapter one. <clears throat> but Tom always personally thought it was Kyle's way of being adventurous, and had even poked fun of his reckless time to time, or his recklessness time to time. Um, so I think it just needs a comma going after recklessness um so because like the way i was reading that it was like and it even poked fun of his recklessness time to time like it it, it doesn't allow oh, you to his, stop there needs to be a pause there because it might be referring to like a time where he was reckless his recklessness time or from time to time like he uh like he's poked fun at his recklessness yes but if you <clears> split <throat> it apart then you can't confuse it as thinking that there is times that he's reckless and there's times that he's not yeah exactly yeah and my next one here, he thought about what to say when he texted Kyle, wondered if Kyle will finally respond to him. Welcome to my tense talk. <laughs> um, I think it should be uh, would rather than will. So like wondered if Kyle would finally respond to him. Um, yeah. And then my next one here. After that, the beep indicating that you could leave your message. Um, I think it should have been, again, this is a tense talk thing, um, indicated that you could leave your message. Mm-hmm. And th- that is the end of my, my chapter one. But before we get too far ahead, um, uh, Mikey, do you have anything for the prologue in chapter one? I have stuff for chapter one. Okay. For three weeks, Kyle hadn't spoken to him. And now he wanted to play this game disc that most likely didn't couldn't even do anything. Uh, I feel like it, there's a missing word there. 
like most likely didn't work. <laughs> um, I think it's or didn't I, and couldn't do anything, as in I, saying it didn't work and it couldn't work. But yeah, we I, need something. No, hang on, yeah, because I I remember reading that and like the way I understood it was like uh, I need to find that. That where's that? Is that the very end of the story or the end of the chapter? I don't know. Shit. Um, because I do remember like the way the way I read that initially, it was like. It doesn't say anything about the work. It says for three weeks, Carl hadn't spoken to him, and now he wanted him to play this game disc that most likely didn't and couldn't even do anything. Okay, so yeah. Yeah. The do anything is the replacement of work. Yeah. So saying that it most likely didn't work and couldn't do anything, like that is sort of doubling down on the same but there's thing. No, but... but there's no and there. It's just didn't, comma, couldn't. I, I think yeah, it needed it to be a dot dot dot. I think it needed an ellipses, honestly, because like the way I read it, it was like didn't or wouldn't work or wouldn't do anything. Like well, it was even so, then you yeah. still put in or so it needs. Something. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it, I think the or yeah something. yeah <laughs> either a work or as gamer said and or as Kulta said or yes. <laughs> Everybody got that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, not speaking to him or anyone else for that matter for weeks, and now this. Uh, I feel like this needs another comma. Yeah, like, like for that matter, or like, and then comma, and then or weeks, maybe. For weeks. Oh, yeah. yeah. For weeks, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it's just the, there's only one comma after weeks, mm-hmm. so it's anyone else for that matter for weeks. There's no comma to break it up yeah Um, and then next we have tom had thought about going around campus to ask if anybody who knew kyle noticed if he was being strange three weeks prior but he decided against it as he began to consider the possibility of getting no leads out of it Kyle wasn't exactly Mr. Popular in college. (laughs) Little run on. (laughs) Bit of run on, yeah. And should have been broken up uh, at least a little bit because it just. uh, Because he's going on about how he wants to. He was thinking about talking to someone to see if someone had been strange three weeks prior. But yeah. then deciding against it because who remembers things from three weeks ago? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so it just it it needs to be cut up a bit. Like um, he, he doesn't even need to mention that the possibility of getting no leads out of it. So we could just have Tom had thought about going around campus to ask if anybody knew Kyle. Ugh. That's that's a weird question. Anybody who knew Kyle noticed. Mm. Yeah. To ask anyone who knew Kyle if they noticed. Yeah. 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 yeah if they noticed he's being strange prior, but decided against it. Yeah. Period. <laughs> he, ta- <laughs> like he, he talked himself down in uh, in 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 play. <laughs> I could do this, yeah. but uh, effort. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, that's the end of my grammar inquisition okay. for chapter one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, gamer. <laughs> okay. Tom had just returned to his dorm room where he lived alone after finishing up his lessons for the day. 
I kind of feel like this would flow better if it was all switched around. Otherwise, it kind of makes it sound like he lives there all alone. Like, only after finishing his day? Yeah. Because the finishing the day is directly connected to the alone part. But if it's flipped around, the I... whole thing, it would be like, after finishing up his lessons for the day, Tom had just returned returned to his dorm room where he lived alone. Yeah, I would have also gone with like Tom had just returned from his dorm room after finishing his up, finishing up his lessons for the day. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess it makes it makes better sense with like Tom with the Tom part and then where where he lived alone like together. So yeah, yeah, I think yours is be- yours is a better change. Yeah, mm-hmm. less retooling. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. Next is like a weird paragraph. At the end of one paragraph, it says, I'm going to go to his place tomorrow to see what's up. Good idea, Mike explained. If he hasn't been responding to your calls, then he should at least give you a good reason for it face to face. Then it jumps to the next paragraph. Right. Tom then picked up the phone to order the pizza for him and the guys. Like, it's the same scene, but it's jumping paragraphs. Yeah. Which is something that happens a lot in this story like i stopped counting yeah, yeah. there's, yeah. there's, a, couple, there's a couple of things in the story where i just like it, yeah it there's a, seems like when they were writing when they get to a certain word count they just jump down to the next paragraph regardless whether or not it flows better where yeah. personally for yeah. me i feel like you should keep it all together when it's the same scene or like at least the same mm-hmm. thing is being talked about indeed and this one did something happen to kyle no that couldn't be the case if he was found in a ditch somewhere it could have at least hit the news I feel like that should be it would have at least hit the news, not yeah, because he's he's saying like, no, if that happened, it definitely would be on the news instead of like it might be on the news, or it but could the way have that he's saying it news, sounds yeah. more definite, yeah yeah the would the would suge- uh it, it it would have hit the news suggests that like he's like that's how it works, right, <laughs> like that kind of speculation, yeah, yeah, all right, next one, this is. When the detective goes to Tom's dorm room to question him a little bit about it, and it says, Tom was growing more worried and confused. Uh, Almost three weeks, sir. Then it ends the quote there. Then there's words right after that says, um, listen, what's going on? And then there's a single quote. So it's almost like the whole thing. But him saying, um, listen, what's going on? That is actually Tom saying that. So that middle quote doesn't need to be there. It should just be the one line. Yeah, that's really weird. Because the way that the writing of this is, it almost seemed like it was swapping to uh, Detective Green saying that. Yeah, yeah, it was, which isn't the case. Yeah, no, not one hundred percent. Also, like, just I'm going to bring it up now because, like, it, it pops up a little bit later in my 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 grammar inquisition. But um, I really hate how the the, the dialogue is structured in this. <laughs> like, just I have, smushed, a, I have a later note on that too. Yeah, like just just smushed together. <laughs> And not yes. like mm-hmm. take a like like take a sp- or a space down every time it happens. Mm-hmm. Like that being said, yeah. the scroll bar would be three times as long. But it would it would matter. It would still be like it would be just as fine because it would be like they'd be quick dialogue bits. So it'd like be easier to read. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I shall move on. Okay. Yeah, this is another quote that transcends paragraphs. Um, I don't think I do this too much. I'm just going to do this this other time. Um. As he did so, he continued to speak to Tom. We had not, or sorry, we had a call not too long ago today about an unsanitary, unsanitary odor going on at dorm room 231 at uh, Kyle Scott's dorm room. 
that it jumps out of the next paragraph. The door was locked from the inside, so somebody had to bust it down to see what was causing the smell. Like again, that's the same sort of thing as before, where yeah, in the middle of talking to Tom and it's jumping into a paragraph. Technically, like maybe at this part, it like it jumping into a new paragraph is like a new scene. Like they started walking. And then the camera shifted to them walking down the stairs, and then he's saying this new quote. Like maybe yeah. that's what's trying to emulate. Like it's a slight shift in perspective every time. Maybe. I don't. I, it it just kind of seemed like this. The like either this is like a maybe this was an error during this when like from the the website when it was structuring, or like the author's just afraid of very long dialogue, <laughs> like monologues. <laughs> I don't know. So they they cut it, they cut it they cut it and. Um, and then, like, have it continue in the next paragraph. Yes, yeah. but when you do that, you can save it. If the start of the next paragraph started with, as they went down the stairs, yeah, uh, the, he continued, the door was locked from the inside, blah, 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 blah. So, like, mm-hmm. you at least give something visual different to the previous scene. So there's a reason to jump it down. Yeah. If, like, your scene's going on for ages and you have a huge wall of text and you want to break it up, right? Yeah, because you're developing the scene. You're you're giving the the audience a um, uh, more of a visual of like a uh, visual construction of the scene mm-hmm, in their minds. Sure. Yeah, and that is the end of chapter one for me. Okay, <laughs> on to chapter two. <laughs> no, we're on to chapter one. No, sir. Oh no, chapter. Yeah, sorry. Yes, yes. You're right. <laughs> I. <laughs> it's it's fine. <laughs> this is fine. Sitting in a room of fire. Please continue. <laughs> okay. Uh, just like tails. Uh... Um, I should have read the signs the minute he stopped responded to my calls I know this is dialogue but, and emotionally stressed at that but it should be uh, the minute he stopped responding to my calls Yeah, I mean if this was part of the scene where like he's flustered or whatever yeah. then I can see him slipping up and that would be fine but yes I also agree Yeah, and then this one's um, this next one here um, he had asked Kyle if he wanted to watch a movie with him at his dorm room, but Kyle declined, saying that he wanted to try this new video game he bought online. Uh, I remember asking him if he wanted to see a movie with me after a party, but he said no, and that he wanted to try out some new game he got off eBay or something. But that was it, really. After that, I haven't seen him in three weeks. I feel like this could have simply been the dialogue that he tells the detective rather than repeating the information he recollects twice. (laughs) Repeats it once. Uh, No, but yeah, he he recollects it and then repeats the same thing in dialogue. It's like, we just need the dialogue then. (laughs) Yeah. The only way that this sort of thing would work is if it's like him remembering what's happening. And then when it cuts to the dialogue, he says something different to prove yeah. that he's lying to him. But yeah. he says the same thing. So yeah. Yeah, he like I I could have been like if he was like trying to conceal something, but like no, he says the exact same fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's the end of my chapter two. So Mikey. All right. Um, he still couldn't well register what he had seen what felt like minutes ago. Uh, so the well doesn't make sense in there. It it kind of does, but I it, it doesn't need to be there. Like he couldn't yeah. well recognize. Like yeah, he couldn't. Like, I don't like the wording of it, to be honest. Yeah, it is. It is kind of odd. Yeah. Like the rest of it. The rest of the the rest of it is bad. <laughs> so for me, also, I changed yeah. the end to 
just a few minutes ago because I didn't like yeah. the the feel of what felt like minutes ago. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. Sorry, it might. It's specifically the he had seen what felt like minutes ago compared to he had seen just a few moments ago or minutes ago. Yeah. It kind of that out. makes. Yeah, that makes more sense. Uh, then the next one. Uh, he felt his eyes welling up, his voice breaking. Um, I would have said he felt tears welling up in his eyes. I mean, eyes bulging out of his head. I mean, welling like yeah. <laughs> you could feel his eyes welling up. Like that is a phrase when it comes to crying. Like you don't need to necessarily say that the tears are welling up. Like, but yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> uh, I'm, be, I'm being I'm being pedantic on this. <laughs> Yeah. Based on Google, you were wrong. All right. Well, fair enough. <laughs> and Google knows everything. Yes, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Wikipedia is a, is a uh, is a reliable source of uh, information. Yeah. How can how can how can a million college students be wrong? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one here. Uh, a job much easier said than done. Clearly, if they still had no leads. However, Tom felt he could trust Detective Green on this. Uh, so I feel it needs a comma after done. So yeah. a job much easier said than done. Clearly, if they still had no leads. However, Tom felt he could trust Detective Green on this. Yeah. All right. And then my next one here. Uh, Tom had already concluded that the X Mark CD disc Kyle had sent him was the very same game he had bought before his disappearance. Though why he sent it to Tom before his death, Tom couldn't well figure out. Uh, so it's a bit long, and that well at the end, I didn't. I really like. don't like that well. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I kind of like it, but like that's fine. That's. A... <laughs> I don't, I don't it's like, well, it's, I, 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 I very well couldn't. Out. Yeah, and yeah, but it's it's definitely like a, an an affectation um, of like the person like who's writing. It's like, well, I very well couldn't do this thing. <laughs> yeah, but even yeah, you yeah. doing that, you started going into an old timey accent. Exactly, and that's, which makes yeah, that's it sound the... like it's a ye olden time thing. Meanwhile, we're talking or, about a kid that's modern day in college. Or they're yeah, or they're just really English. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't I well think it would work better at the, the man at the end. <laughs> yeah, so we couldn't figure it out well. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I'll stop. I'll stop poking fun at it. It's just like yeah. <laughs> All right, and that's my end of my chapter two. Okay, gamer. Okay, as he, Sarah, <laughs> and Tom got out of their chairs, Derek handed Tom a piece of paper. I feel like it needs a comma to break it up a little bit, specifically between chairs and Derek. Yeah, so wait, as he, Sarah, <laughs> as he, Sarah, and Tom get out of their chairs, Derek handed Tom a piece of paper. Instead yeah. of getting out of their chairs, Derek. <laughs> chairs, Derek. Yeah. My favorite, my favorite Ikea uh, furniture. <laughs> oh, you got chairs. the chairs, Derek? Yeah, I love the chairs, Derek. <laughs> I'm sitting on a chairs, Derek, right now. <laughs> wow. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, and this next one is actually just me saying that the dialogue should be broken up with someone says hi, someone says something, then describes what they're doing, then jump yeah. down to the next line with someone else. Like, 
it is it is most for the most part it's understandable but there's definitely like it would be so much easier to like read if it was just like every 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 different like different different piece of dialogue from a different character was just like the next line like next line down <laughs> like because yes. it, it is it does like cause a lot of flubs or like a lot of like you're having to like work a little bit more at it to like figure out who's talking i was dealing with it until this point <laughs> but then i read this quote and i'm like i have to write write this down this is a problem so <laughs> yeah i'm I just got... gonna read this as <laughs> yeah. it is yep and and let you the viewer decide <laughs> yeah or maybe i'm just dumb and i don't get it but i i eventually understood but in first reading it was a little bit of a struggle so here's yeah. quote hey roger spoke putting a hand on tom's shoulder you all right man probably dumb of me to ask but you're still upset about what happened to kyle mike asked tom merely nodded yeah i say we all are roger replied <laughs> see <laughs> yeah no i'm like i like because I'm, I'm like well i'm like I, I don't have i didn't have the story in front of me but like i was like watching that like because it was all sentence, all one sentence like first it's like the one guy then it's like then you thought it was this the guy just continuing but no it's this dude it's like oh okay yeah. this guy's talking it happens talking. like twice <laughs> yeah it's like it's because it because it does it like it says who's who's talking the in uh, uh on the front of the dialogue and then a new dialogue happens and then we get the the person who's talking after that so like we have to like and it it's really squished together so it's hard to tell uh when the quote ends and when it, when the next one begins cuz they they one ends and then immediately starts with another quote so yeah when you have quotes touching each other from different people yeah. talking it's hard to know cuz like you start reading the next line it's like okay what voice am i using exactly I don't know who's saying this yeah because like when it went, hey, Roger spoke, putting his hand on Tom's shoulder. Are you all right, man? That made sense because mm -hmm. the hey could have been a lip seat out because he's continuing. So that's Roger saying that. Yeah. But then it jumps into saying probably dumb of me to ask, but he's still upset about what happened to Kyle. So and was that Tom saying that? But no, that was Mike saying that. Or that could have also been like Roger or the the the, the first guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, having it down would help them. Yeah. And that's the end of chapter two, grammar. All right, on to chapter three. Tom shared. Uh, Tom stared at the icon. The way it looked on the desktop looks more like a tiny black cracked fissure in the form of an X. Maybe replace um, uh, that. Uh, replace the uh, so like the way it looked, or no, the way uh, the way it looked on the desktop looks more like a tiny blah blah blah. Maybe replace that uh, looks with was, because it, right now it's also wrong tense. Um, and, but you also don't want to have like the way it looked on the desktop looked more like like you don't want to have like double looked. So like maybe yeah. change it to a was like a or was more like a tiny black cracked fisher. Yeah, um, variety in your descriptors is always handy. Yeah. So my next one here. Um, it was pretty good attempt, but Tom couldn't shake the feeling that there was something wrong with the way it sounded. The playfulness of the voice didn't really help neither. Um, I think it should have, uh, it was a pretty good attempt <laughs> and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm kind of on the fence as to whether neither should be either. <laughs> Yeah, like it didn't really help neither, like or neither. Um, but I think it should be. It really didn't help either. Mm -hmm. Um, that makes sense. Yeah, 
And then the next one here, Tails was in a city, one completely devoid of life, and appeared to be somewhat in ruins, giving off a kind of dystonian kind of feel to the whole overall place. That needs to be dystopian kind of play, kind of feel. Sure, because dystonia I, is a thing. It's a is dystonia a thing? Disorder. Really? Yeah, dystonia oh. is a neurological movement disorder, apparently. I don't think dysto- I don't think that's supposed to be it then. Yeah, it, I don't think the city has that. No, I think it's supposed no. to be dystopian, <laughs> like dystopian. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, also, like when I got to this point, and it's like when I got here, it was like, wow, we're finally at the game, and that's great. But there's still so much more on the scroll bar at this point. Oh my god, you have no idea. And they're like, there's this whole city he's gonna explore. Like, yeah, man. but I was like, nah, like I have to keep moving on, and yeah. guess what lies ahead? Only one way to find out. Must keep on moving ahead. No time for guessing. Follow my plan instead. Trust me in what you can't see. Take my lead and I'll set you free. Follow me. Set me free. Trust me and we will escape from the city. I'll make it through. Follow me. Okay, you're next. Wow. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Is that a Sonic song? Yeah, it's a Sonic song. It's serious. <laughs> oh my god! I, I it's like wow. Okay, moving on. Yeah. It's the one from the Game Grumps uh, animated one. Ah, that explains it. Okay. Yeah. Um, if anything, it seemed like he was looping back to the same district, the same buildings. The further tried to go away from them, I think it needs to be the same buildings. Uh, uh the same buildings the further he tried to go away from them. Yeah. Uh, hang on. I'm like trying to say the same buildings, the further he tried to go away from Yeah, Okay. Uh, I was kind of getting caught on like the same buildings, the further. Uh, yeah. Okay. I think, I think it just needs to be that have that. He tried to get away from or to go away from. Um, but I'll move on yes. to the next one. Um, by the the time tails had entered the district that had plaza <clears throat> that had plaza in it the fountain be- the fountain being dry and one building nearby bent and on the verge of collapse tom had seen something nearby so i think you need to remove that uh the second the <laughs> at the beginning there like by the time tails had entered the district um maybe he was worried and he's stuttering Maybe, uh, but not, no, <laughs> the I district that. <laughs> I read right over that. There's a couple of times where it like there's double things. Um, but yeah, so by the time Tails had entered the district that had a plaza in it, not oh, yeah. that had not that the had plaza. plaza, yeah, <laughs> or maybe that's where the thought goes. If it just had pizza in it instead of plaza, that would make sense. Or maybe the the that was at the beginning need to be between, <laughs> had the plaza in it. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, the right yeah. amount. They were just putting the wrong spot. Yeah. Yeah. So either either add an A or add a the. <laughs> and then remove and then and then remove that that second the from the beginning of the story. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh next one. Sonic's eyes were normally green and conjoined together in every game he was in. And from what Tom had seen, this Sonic's eyes were split apart, like Tails' eyes, with the irises being pitch black instead, like classic Sonic. Oh God, it's the original design of movie Sonic. <laughs> uh, it kind of no, is. It kind of is. Uh, but he's got the, like the blue arms, even. 
Yeah, I, I know, and has no like doesn't have like gloves or uh, or or shoes. So it, yeah. it is just it, like and I. It's ugly now, Sonic. <laughs> it's ugly Sonic from the from the original movie concept. Uh, I'm assuming this was written after, or sorry, before. Um, I forgot to check. Um, I know it was. I know this was pulled from Wayback Machine, like from 2017, I think. Um, so maybe. <laughs> 2020 is what it says. Oh, 2020. Okay, then yeah. Um, yeah, the, yeah. That's where. That's where. Like, where. Um, the. Uh, uh, where the Wayback Machine like archived it. Unfortunately, you can't go into the history of the of the website. Uh, like it doesn't. Uh, they didn't archive the the history uh, page. Yeah, for so this that story, isn't necessarily so. when it was dropped. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did try looking for that because I was curious. Like, huh? When did when did this come out? Um, It'd be so good if it came out before though. And it's just yeah. ugly Sonic. It's just ugly Sonic. Ugly Sonic was the was inspired by Sonic.exe. <laughs> I, I mean, have I you seen? Well, did you ever? Did you ever see there? There. Okay, quick aside. Did you ever see there? Somebody tried like took the original like Sonic trailer, and like mock like like tweaked it and like photoshopped or like shopped it in like After Image or After Effects and stuff like that to make it Sonic.exe <laughs> the oh, movie. Really? Yeah. Nice. So yeah, I, I saw like back when when the first Sonic movie was coming out, I saw like somebody tried to make like customize the trailer to be Sonic.exe. So. But moving on, um, the actual thing here, <laughs> like there wasn't me just commenting about movie Sonic. Okay. Um, I think at the end of that sentence, it's supposed to re- say like, um, so the Sonic's eyes were split apart like Tails' eyes, but with the irises pitch black instead, unlike classic Sonic, right? Uh. Because as it is, it's like like they were <laughs> with with the irises being pitch black. Oh, unless it means the iris as like or pitch black like the the, the classic cartoon Sonic. Yeah, classic. Oh cartoon shit, Sonic my bad. From like the Genesis, just has white eyes with black dots. Damn it! All right, well I'm not gonna remove this one, <laughs> but <laughs> this flub. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay, my bad. Uh, I'll move on. Sorry. <laughs> um. Tom immediately made Tails run from the creature as it continued to transform. As he did so, he saw the look of terror on Tails' own face. Uh, I kind of wish it had said Tom immediately turned Tails and ran from the creature. Uh-huh. Ah. <laughs> Joking is like turn Tails. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, turn tail and run or turn Tails and run. Um, mm. Joking aside, I also think it should have said and as he did so he saw the look of terror on tails's own face because as it is it's like like uh like they turn uh, run run from the creature as it continued to transform comma as he did so he saw the look of terror on tails's own face so i kind of just wish there had been and uh before the as yeah i could take it or leave it but it works with uh, okay cool uh next one here as Tom moved the camera to observe the inferno all around him, he could see the trauma and despair on Tails' face. Refusing to come more toward the flames, no matter how much Tom made him move. Uh, so first off, this, this doesn't really come through with my uh, the pronunciation, but despair is supposed to have an E instead of an I at the beginning of it. So... And in the story, it's just like it's D I S P A I R, and mm-hmm. yep. despair is supposed to be D E S P A I R. So, 
Um, I also, wrong with that, but I didn't bother to look it up. Fair. Uh, also, um, I kind of wanted to say uh, so, like uh, despair on Tails's voice, uh, Tails's face, and then refusing to move closer to the flames, rather than refusing to move, uh, refusing to come more forward. The fire, yeah, the, it does seem more forward. The flames. Way. Yeah, because the way it is, is like yeah. refusing to come more forward the flames, no matter how much Tom made. Like, okay, yeah, just needs to meet, like, move closer to the flames rather than. Yeah. 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 And my next one um, the eyes are now just tiny black pinprick dots, and the smile was just a wide black curved line, like someone had drawn it on there with a marker or crayon. Welcome to my tense talk. The eye, the eyes were now just tiny pinprick dots. Um, just to kind of ma- again cha- make it so that it's it's being this is being recalled to us from the past, technically, or in past tense. Um, and the next one here, uh, Tom would have perceived it. Uh, yeah, Tom would have perceived it as harmless if not for the overwhelming terror he had been experiencing thus far and could see tails was on the verge of tears as he cowered before the strange being. So perceived is spelled wrong. Um, the way it's spelled in the story, it had it's P E R C I E V E D E D. And the way perceived is supposed to be, it's P E R C E I V E D. Yeah. The damn E I is an I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which did cut, catch me off because uh, I was I always go by the, uh, the the rhyme. It's like I before E except after C. I was just gonna say that, but this yeah. is just after C. So yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So like that's 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 how that's my go to rhyme for like figuring out which one it is. What that's only like uh... wait, is it I before E except after C or I before E except after Z? It's C C C. Okay, good. <laughs> and except in. Uh, words like neighbor and way. Yeah, yeah, it's English, man. It's complicated. We're not necessarily experts, but like we're doing the best we can. <laughs> uh, but I'll move on to the next one. Tom saw Tails shake his head no desperately, and he could see Tails was trying to form words himself but was too scared to speak. So when I first read this, I thought it was supposed to say Tom saw tails, shake his head now desperately. Um, but now that I'm reading it again, I'm realizing that it's like Tom saw tails, shake his head. No, desperately. And the, so the yes, way it's, it's the way it, it's, it's in there. It, it kind of like, maybe there should be quotes around. No. So that, you know, that it's, he's shaking his head. No, <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even like capitalized no. Word. Yeah. Or maybe even like capitalized no. Like all like all caps no. But yeah. yeah I um, guess you, you just have to do something, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I just because like the way I, I I was reading it, I was like not getting it until I just read it now for the sh- for the show. And I was like, oh, that's supposed to be no, not mm-hmm. a different word. <laughs> um, but I'll move on. He watched his tail's yellow fur begin to blacken and burn. His eyes become bloodshot, his neck bleeding more as he screamed in agony and terror. 
So Tenstock, um, he watched as Tails' yellow fur began to blacken and burn. Uh, welcome to my Tenstock, and that is the end of my uh, grammar inquisition for chapter three. Also, Mike. I was going to bring up how <clears throat> Tails isn't technically yellow yellow. He's it's more like, like an amber color, but he's not orange. He's more yellow than orange. Yeah. So I let it slide. Mm -hmm. And yet I brought it up here now anyway. And now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey, your chapter three grammar positions. <laughs> I'm good. Okay. Gamer. I'm bad. Here we go. Damn it. We <laughs> <laughs> do have a lot here. <laughs> All right. So we're in chapter three, right? Yeah. Make it sure. Yep. I have to do a lot of scrolling. Okay. Uh, Sonic EXE? Tom read the name again to see if it was correct. He felt a small twinge of disbelief creeping up within himself. Really? The quote-unquote really wonderful never-before-seen video game Kyle had found and spent weeks ago playing had spent weeks playing before he died was a Sonic the Hedgehog game? Tom felt his anger rising, but he suppressed it. He couldn't bring himself to curse his friend for such stupidity. And who knows, new paragraph, maybe Tom was being too quick to judge the game ellipses. So, new paragraph jump. Yeah. Obviously, but first off, why is Tom being so judgmental here? Like, Tom himself is a Sonic fanboy, and he's judging Kyle for getting a Sonic game. Well, it is established that, like, early on, that, like, he, he prefers the official Sonic material and not all those, like, hacked things from online. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Um, it, still... Also, that that is an actual thought more than a grammar thing. <laughs> yes, I know. It is. Yeah. But the main grammar part is... The oh, joke. yeah. That's but also, <clears throat> the quotes in this are kind of weird because like, there's him quoting, saying Sonic EXE. Like, he says it out loud. He read the name again, blah, blah, blah. Uh, disbelief creeping up within himself. Then there's a colon, and then it says, really? The quote-unquote wonderful, never-before-seen game like, I guess that's him thinking about it again. Although, yeah. long story short, there is descriptors and there's thoughts, but they're not separated. They're separated here by a colon, which I only just noticed now, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. Yeah, that's kind of uh. weird. That's very odd. Mm. So if there was some yes. um, separation, like, even if it's italics, I'll take italics over nothing. I'll say that. <laughs> And then we move on to the splash screen of, like, turning the game on. The, well, actually, I don't even know if this is a grammar thing or not, but fuck it, I'm here. Um, the black screen changed as soon as the song ended. Tom saw on the screen a background of a sunny blue sky with white clouds floating by slowly to the left. On the center, in front of the clouds, was a, the title Sonic in the familiar title text in most Sonic titles. The captions press enter flashing below it. So there's nothing here that actually describes the graphics fidelity at all. Yeah. I've read Sonic EXE. I've seen games made about it mm -hmm. and all that. They're always in a 2D Genesis style. So I went in assuming mm -hmm. that. Yes. But without any clarification up front, I assumed this is just Genesis style. However, it's not. No. But it does tell you. It takes paragraphs down the line to figure that out. Yeah, because it does eventually get there. And like, 
I mean, it, it is a, it is the menu of the game, so like it that could be just like classic Sonic, and then it goes into the actual like character select, and then you find out, oh no, it's more Regardless, like yeah, it doesn't say. That's true. It does say eventually, but it does take a while. Yeah, but in what you're just saying, the original could be Genesis style. That could be true, but it doesn't say that it is. So mm-hmm. after reading paragraphs down into the actual gameplay, when we see the visuals, then I had to rebuild yeah. what I just saw before, where you yeah. can actually lead with the way it's supposed to be. Because this yeah. going into this, not knowing from this splash screen, this could be 16-bit like it was on the Genesis, which I originally mm-hmm. assumed. Could be 3D, like early 3D, like Dreamcast, or a higher quality 3D, like a modern game, which it eventually does. Or this could be hyper realistic for all I know. It could literally look like anything. Yeah. But because it doesn't say, it kind of bugged me. But the clarification up front would be like a line saying, Tom saw on the screen a well rendered 3D background of a sunny blue sky. That makes it sound like, okay, this is nicely done, but it's not stupidly realistic, you know? It's yeah. possible. It's not weird at this point. Yeah, fair. And then that would set up the rest of the game so you know it's not pixel graphics, you know? Yeah. Unless the the menu like unless it's set like it, it goes in to say like, oh, it is like 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 the original games, like pixel graphics, and then it goes into a 3D game after that. <laughs> if it does that, fine. But yeah, tell but me. But it needs, it doesn't need to tell you. If yeah. the intro yeah. is 3D rendered and nice, fine. You hit enter, then it goes in with character select screen and Genesis style. Say it's Genesis style. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with it jumping. I just want to know what I'm looking at. <laughs> Fair. And speaking of the character select screen, the character select screen. Um, it doesn't say. I'll move on. <laughs> the only true correct correction would be to tell me what it was before. But then we'll move on to the gameplay. Basically, like even with the clarification that does give with the gameplay, I was still a little confused up front, but I assumed pretty early what it was. Uh, the sc- it says the screen faded as Tom saw he was playing as Tails. Tom looked at the screen in confusion. Didn't he just pick Silver to play as? Why was he playing as Tails instead? Already, this game was giving off very weird vibes for Tom, but he- his curiosity remained steady. The game's graphics were 3D and looked very good too. Though Tom couldn't tell if the graphics quality was similar to that of Sonic Unleashed or Sonic Generations. Okay, great. That gives some clarification. Finally, it- yeah. Mm-hmm. refers to a era of Sonic games, but like it could be like a game that was revealed exactly one week ago today of this recording at Summer Games Fest 2023. A, ga- a new game coming out called Sonic Superstars, which is a 2D side-scrolling co-op Sonic game, but it's all 3D rendered. So ah. this could still be a side-scroller, but 3D. It says it's a 3D game, but that 2D side-scrolling 3D game is a 3D game still, right? I think you're getting a little oh, caught in the weeds. No. <laughs> okay. It, it What you're thinking of is called 2.5D. Yeah. It's not. 2.5D <laughs> can be a 2D pixel... It could be pixel graphics that just let you jump into the back, like um, one of those Mario games that do that. I forget. Um, shit, I can't remember off the top of my head. But that's what 2.5D. It's giving the illusion of depth when there really isn't because the entire game is actually 2d pixel graphic a side-scrolling 3d rendered game is a 2.5 gameplay style movement but the game itself is rendered 3d so it's both (laughs) i guess but regardless like i said before it references sonic unleashed and sonic generations which are 3d 
behind the character move around action games. So I immediately went to that. But there really isn't a word to clarify that. I guess third person action game. Yeah. If it said it like that. Yeah. Like I control, I started controlling third person platform in the camera. (laughs) This is a 3d action game. Like a third person action game, like Sonic Unleashed. (laughs) You okay? I just, I, I, I have my browser covering the, the, the chat, the, the. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I was waiting for that to show up on recording. <laughs> for those at home, I, I found a creepy, ugly Sonic picture zoomed up uncomfortably close to his face and just dropped it casually in the Discord. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> <sighs> That's haunting. Oh, that good. <laughs> All right. Okay. Did you? Yeah. Hurry up. Okay. Um. But yeah. Considering it's a side scroller and all that, like, even when it starts talking about him exploring the city and stuff later on, that still could be, like, maybe it's a Metroidvania kind of game where you like jump around platform, still exploring a city. It be just saying 3D isn't really enough. So if it was 3D, third a uh, third person 3D game like Sonic Generations, blah blah blah, then that would be good. Yeah, you wanted more detail. Mm. Strangely enough, this story that has a lot of really minute detail needs more details. It needs <laughs> in, in where in where it's appropriate. Random detail and more specific detail. Yeah, like where it's appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I will move on. The way it all looked reminded him of the third segment of Speed Highway from Sonic Adventure, except made far more bigger, more open, and, of course, decrepit. I feel like the more is not necessary, so it would be except made far bigger instead of far more bigger. Yeah. So far bigger, more open, and then the decrepit part. I I didn't like how it said, and of course, decrepit. I well, because it, it mentioned earlier that it was like dystopic, like ruins and stuff. So, or yes, yeah, yeah. But I just didn't like the orientation of it. The way okay, that fair. I rewrote it is is um, speed highway from Sonic Adventure, except made far bigger, more open, decrepit, of course, and silent with no music. Oh, okay, I flipped it around. It just kind of felt better to me personally, but that's just me. Mm, fair. Then we get on to okay. So that was gameplay. This is back to. Um, the intro screen when he like presses enter and then um then the sonic voice talks to him mm-hmm. tom pressed enter as instructed and the title faded into the sky background with a computerized blip sound then a voice spoke up tom had jumped startled from how sudden the voice came from the computer and then it goes on to describe the voice and blah 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 blah, blah. personally at first i didn't really like the flow of this because it's not normal. Like normally you'd get the voice dialogue up front, then give descriptors. That's usually how you would be doing these things. Mm-hmm. But then I got to thinking. Because like when it goes on to describe the voice, it does it for like two or three cents. So like it yeah. takes a while before you actually get to hearing what the voice said. But because of that, you get a very clear um description of what the voice is going to say before it even says anything. So as soon as you read the dialogue, you read it the right way. So I actually like that. Like, I, 
at, at the start of this, this was a grammar issue and I didn't like it, but I felt like I would leave it in here too because I liked the revelation that it did in me, where it's like, even though it was a little long-winded to get the proper description out, and I had to keep waiting to see what he was jump-scared by this whole time, I still liked it this way. Yeah, because it describes what the jump scare is, bef- like the lead up to it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, a correction that would fix the flow a little bit would be to put Tom's reaction to it after the dialogue, saying him jumping at the startle and stuff after actually hearing what it said. Yeah. Because like, you mm-hmm. go press enter, there is a sound, he jumps, then the sound is described for a long time, then you hear the sound. It, it, personally, I would like it so when the reader reads the sound, then he reacts because he's reacting to what words were said. Yeah. And then my last one for this chapter. Um, Sonic's arms were... Com- this is in the gameplay again. Yep. Sonic's arms were completely blue and he lacked gloves and shoes. His hands and feet blue as well. The color of his skin on his belly, ears, and face appeared to be an odd pale color. Then in the next paragraph, the more Tom looked at Sonic, who kept walking ever so leisurely with his back towards Tails, blah, 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 blah. Um, and it goes on. But my point here is, how was he able to see the face and belly? Meanwhile, this entire scene was described as Sonic walking away. Yeah. And then later yeah. on, <laughs> there's a slow turnaround face reveal, which would have revealed his face for the first time. And yet, we're already told the color of his face and belly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so the scriptures are great and everything. It's just the skin part stuff has to just be down at the face reveal. Just have it be the silhouette of him from the back. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's it for chapter three. All right. On to chapter four. Chapter three was a bad one for me. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> that's why Mikey said, uh, here's one and I'm good. Or did yeah. you have any? We had nothing. Like, yeah, you had nothing. Like, yeah, I'm good. No, I'm bad. I got lots. <laughs> yeah, no, that was... Yep. Yeah. You made up for whatever uh, Mikey didn't have. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Moving on to chapter four. Mm-hmm. Uh, the memory of seeing Tails' body be bur- or <clears throat> get burned alive and then that Sonic doll head's horrid smile was still fresh within his mind still. Don't think you need that second still. Um, like again, getting that mostly come at night, mostly sort of repetitiveness. Yeah. Um, but that's iconic. I know, but it but doesn't need to be like, yeah, it doesn't need to be like, was still fresh in his mind still. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, or maybe he has a still in his mind. Fucking knew you were going to do that because I was going to do that as well. And I, 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 damn mouth. I, I like, because well, I, 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 because I, I thought the same thing, but I like held my tongue about it. And then, no, Mikey's just like, hang on a second. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all were thinking it. I'm going to say it. <laughs> going to see what we can brew up in that, in that mind still. Still. <laughs> anyway, moving to the next thing. <laughs> um, murmurs and whispers were all around as everyone watched the teacher tried to calm Rachel down. You mean the uh, watch the teacher try to calm Rachel down, not tried. Yes. <laughs> and the next one. Um, this is a twofer. Uh, 
He tried to imagine the murderer, an insane individual that got his thrills just randomly killing anyone he wants and somehow giving the cops the slip every, time, every step of the way uh, up until now. So it should be wanted, not once, and should be every step rather than ever step. Also, there's nothing, mm-hmm. there's nothing about teeth in that whole quote. Hmm? What? You said it was a twofer. I said, oh, fuck you. <laughs> I said a two for one. Oh, I see. Oh. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> I'm trying to get this done. Like, I'm trying to get the, I'm trying to get the grammar position done. No, we will. Be, we're gonna be here forever. God, I'm so sorry, <laughs> listeners. Um, this confused Tom. Because a computer battery wasn't supposed to go down, go down when the computer was turned off. Remove that second go down. (laughs) Uh, Next one here. Are you really so desperate to catch this guy that you got to scrape the bottle of the barrel or something green? I think you meant bottom of the barrel, not bottle of the barrel. That was absolutely (laughs) autocorrect. Yeah. (laughs) Goddamn you autocorrect. (laughs) Yeah. Next one. All right. Green began calmly walking around, examining the scene and the corpse. So this one's more recent than the last one, obviously. Judging by the state of things, she died sometime around 1030 to 1130 p.m. last night. What was she doing here? Tom asked, standing next to Sarah as they watched Derek. Again, uh, and this is basically just like this is my example of like the mushed together sentence like dialogue uh and again like it's mostly legible but like it just really would have benefited um like tabbing down okay. a line yes mikey <laughs> uh we have to go back to the bottle of the barrel because it's dialogue yes i know <laughs> but so it's how there's... the character talks <laughs> fine so the guy's an idiot got it <laughs> He's, he's like Drax, like he doesn't understand shit. Like he kind of yeah. gets it, but he doesn't get it enough. <laughs> Metaphor. Kinda. <laughs> uh, next one. Um, well, I mean, uh, this again, this, I'm sorry, this might be dialogued as well, but fuck it. <laughs> well, I mean, we don't want to draw to any conclusions yet, Derek responded. I think it need to be don't want to draw too many uh, too many conclusions rather than too any conclusions. But again, it's dialogue, so maybe it's just the way Derek talks. Um, I mean, I don't hate it the way it is. Really? Don't want to draw to any conclusions. All right, fair. I'll, I'll accept that. Yeah. Draw, I'll move on. Draw any <laughs> conclusions is how it would normally be. Yeah, too many. That's what I said. That's what I was saying. Like too many conclusions, rather than we don't want to draw too any conclusions. They literally all sound the same to me. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. (laughs) I move on to the last one. My last one for chapter four. Uh, In every single one of the murders. Oh yeah. Okay. This again. Dialogue. Some of my are dialogue. Okay. I'm just gonna have to do it. Fine. Um, cause like I was willing to give mo- most of the dialogue a pass, but there are some p- times when it like, when it fucks up where it's like, okay, that's clearly a, t- an out of story typo, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like this one. 
uh, in every single of the every single one of the murder we've investigated, we've also noticed that the victims' computers are also damaged in some way. So in this one, it's like in every single one of the murders that we've investigated. Yes. Uh, or it might just be a dialect thing. Maybe, but eh. <laughs> this is also not a transcript. Like yeah. recorded from an actual audio log. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would definitely correct this in my writing if I was doing if I if I saw this in my uh, in in my round of editing. Hmm. But uh, that that is just me. Uh, anyway, that's the end of my chapter uh, chapter four grammar inquisition. So, Mikey, these tense for evil. Hold on. I'm good. Okay, gamer. So one thing I'm noticing is like this is just nothing to do with the story directly. If anyone is getting editing done, I feel like you need like at least three people to do it. Because <laughs> like all yeah. the things you went through, I didn't get a single one. I, I read over all of those. That that's why it is important, like when it comes to editing, like this is a, a brief disclaimer. This is actually really appropriate gamer. Um like write something. Take a couple of days or a week off, a week from it. Go back to it and and edit it yourself. Then, yeah. if you're if you're uh, and then like because you because uh, when you when you take a, take some distance away from something you've written, you'll go back to it as like why the fuck did I write like that? Like you, your mind does kind of like clear your RAM of like things that you've written sometimes. Yeah, for sure. And bearing that, like yeah, get one or two other people to read your stuff because again, different opinions, like different different perspectives help um help fix uh problems that you might miss or that or an, or one person might miss so yeah there's been several times we're going through this we're like i noticed something weird but you guys didn't and vice versa you know yeah and again i want to clarify yeah we are not like professionals <laughs> Hell no. but we are people like i like for the most part we like reading and we like like we like to see things improve so like even like like somebody like us, like if you have somebody like read your story, like we're we can pick up things as well. So like, yeah, for sure, yeah. Okay, and then on to me though. Yes. Yeah, I got none. Okay, on to chapter five. Uh, I've only got <laughs> I've only got one in this one. So, um, Mike exclaimed breathlessly, looking at the strange sight of the of. <laughs> Looking at the strange sight of the room Sally was currently in. So I'm pretty sure that's supposed to say looking at the strange sight of the room because it's missing the N in strange. Yes. Or the <laughs> looking at the strage sight. <laughs> well, that is strange. That is very strange. No, it's strage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, must be Italian. Yeah, sounds like it. Uh, <laughs> must be Italian. <laughs> uh moving on to the chapter oh, oh yeah sorry do you guys have <laughs> chapter five <laughs> you're <Yes>. right <laughs> no oh, okay we. we're like almost an hour in guys uh yeah <laughs> so it yeah like mikey... it's like twenty two thousand words long mikey go yeah. all right eventually tom found one after wandering through the room and so he had it opened, and then he found Sally entering another room, one that for some reason disturbed Tom even more. It was another large room, 
except it wasn't all distorted or deformed like the previous one. So this is its own paragraph. Yep. And it doesn't explain what one is. What, but what was the one? previous sentence is explains that it's a door. Oh yeah. Yeah. This, this is definitely a case of what Gamer was saying earlier with like it just like it, it goes into an, a separate paragraph even though it was talking about something connected yeah. in the previous one. Yeah. This whole thing yeah. is so many mini paragraphs of like yeah. one or two sentences where they could just be clipped together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially since most of the time paragraphs are supposed to be at least like four to six sentences long. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that's all I have. Okay. Gamer. So this is um, after the monster Sonic uh, comes out of the projector. Yep. Tom, what the hell kind of game did Kyle give you? Vicky demanded to know, desperate. I don't know, Tom responded defensively. Whatever that thing is we just saw, that is definitely not Sonic. <laughs> yeah, no shit, man. My <laughs> yeah, no shit, Tom, I say. like. <laughs> yeah, no shit, I say in my actual thoughts later in my notes. <laughs> yeah, like, who cares if it's Sonic or not? Shouldn't you be more concerned that it's real? <laughs> Yeah, I am also glad somebody else comment like called that out in the story. Like, <laughs> yes. yeah, no shit, because like every time somebody in the story said, like that was definitely not Sonic, <laughs> not my Sonic. Yeah, man, it's just <laughs> it sort of pulled me like out of the tense moment that yeah. just happened. Yeah, the like, story. I, yeah, it, it should be them remarking on how this actually happened, not that it, it is really actually Sonic or not. It's like, what does yeah. it care that it's actually Sonic? Yeah. So, yeah. so correction would be something like, whatever that thing we is we just saw, it was definitely real. Even though yeah. it shouldn't be able to happen. Like, it shouldn't yeah. be able to be real. Yeah. But also, he did just tr- see something that's traumatic and freaked him out, so maybe he's just recovering right now. It's like, that wasn't Sonic! Not my Sonic! Not my Sonic! Yeah, Yeah, he's, like, coping. I'm giving a very light pass on that. Like, I'm okay with it, especially since, like, the comedic bit of it after, which is actually really good. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah. To keep it as a more tense tone without a little bit of... If you want the ceiling, it's great, but if you want to keep it tense, then just have them remark on how it's... That shouldn't be able to be a thing but we all saw it yeah which he does bring up later like paragraphs after this actually but still mm. that's and, it for my notes on that okay uh, and then on to chapter six uh his voice falters when he sees the look of worry on her exhausted face she looks at the trio his voice faltered when he when he saw the look uh, the look of worry on her exhausted face. She looked at the trio. <laughs> Again, welcome to my tense talk. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> uh, and it keeps going. Are, are things that bug us. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, he starts running. His friends immediately following him. He started running. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's so uh, weird because, like, I've like started like writing random shit. And I've caught myself in this, like when I'm like trying to. Yeah, it's designing. it's a very common thing. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't even notice it happen; it just does. Yeah. Then you have to like think about actually putting it in past tense, and when you write it that way, sometimes it just seems wrong. But yeah, because it's right. 
yeah, it's 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 a thing like you have to decide, like make a conscious decision at the beginning of a story. Are you doing this in past present? Uh, are you doing this in past tense or present tense? Like, how yeah. are you writing the story? Mm-hmm. But on to the next one here. Um, Tom whispered as he and his friends slowly snuck into the room, searching every part of the room for any sign, any sign of for Vicky's friend. So I feel like it should either remove the second any or emphasize it with like all caps or even ellipses. And then so like uh, the uh, searching every part of the room for any sign, any sign of Vicky's friend as well like get rid of the four and replace it with an of um or even like uh searching every part of the room for any sign dot 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 any sign of biggie's friend yeah i but. like that because that um allude, that makes you like think that he's referring to like body parts yeah exactly because like i went into this like expecting to find a, a corpse like when they went yeah. into that that computer lab so like as a reader yeah and we do we do get a corpse it just takes a little bit <laughs> um Moving on to the next thing here. Um, do you think that Freak went and look? Um, do you think that Freak went and took his soul too? So first off, um, so the do you like the do the the word do at the beginning there doesn't have a capitalized D and it should because it's a sentence or it's the start of a sentence. Mm-hmm. And secondly, uh, I think you mean her soul since this is regarding Alana, at, who was previously established to be a girl in like all the all the previous dialogue and, and content so yeah it's a simple mistake but I'm, I'm just i'm not like throwing anything at it it's just like yeah mm-hmm. uh but that's the end of my chapter six grammar acquisitions so mikey all right um the one that i have has dialogue <laughs> oh really sir <laughs> How dare you! I think it's uh, the way the ta- the character talks. So, yeah. Ooh. Ready to but, go. but the the my problem is the principal wouldn't talk this way. Uh-huh. But it's the um, way they would because <laughs> it's dialogue. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Why don't you read the sentence and we'll yeah. see. If we let uh, let us and the listeners be the judge of your ter- of your of your your error, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, because of these recent kills these new rules will be put into effect as of right now oh man those Um, gnarly kills bruh he's got like a three kill streak now yeah yeah so I mean you'd probably say because of these recent deaths or or killings maybe yeah yeah but But yeah (laughs) (laughs) and i was getting ready to like roast you and be like oh how far one has fallen from whatever the fuck but like yeah you're right yeah no oh yeah it it definitely that's definitely like dialogue that like that that's like a teenager like writing what what the principal says like it's like due to the recent kill streak bruh yeah (laughs) the recent kills he now has a uav so he knows where all of you are <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god! Now just imagine like on the campus, just like whatever, some, whatever somebody dies is like kill tastic, like over the over the speakers, kill crapping, <laughs> killing harmonic orchestra, yeah. K- K- Kilimanjaro. Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. God. 
those are real kill streaks from the <laughs> Perfect Dark Zero game, by the way. And then Kilimanjaro's from Halo. Yes, which is also ridiculous. Yeah. Also, oh man, you know what they really like at some point in the story. Well, it wouldn't have made sense because so- the because X doesn't actually like think that he's killing people, but it's just like, yeah, gotta kill fast. <laughs> <laughs> gotta kill <take> fast. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have the same ring. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> All right, so, so that's it for my chapter six. All right, gamer. <laughs> uh, no. Cool. On to chapter seven. Uh, I've only got two. So um, by the time they had reached a classroom, Tom's heart plummeted as he heard Mike scream or Mike screaming far behind them before abruptly stopping. I think you meant abruptly stopping. <laughs> yep. Uh, the next one here. After Tom and Roger threw open set of door. <clears throat> Sorry, I got I got to read this properly. After Tom and Roger threw open set of double doors as they entered the cafeteria, the doors suddenly slammed shut and locked themselves, preventing or and locked themselves, preventing Vicky from following them. So the through there is not the right through. It's like to pass through rather than they threw open the doors. Uh, And Mm -hmm. secondly, it should be um, after Tom and Roger threw open a set of double doors as they entered the cafeteria. The doors suddenly slammed shut uh, and and locked. Don't need the themselves. The, the themselves kind of confuse it because it could be the double doors, but somebody could construe that to be Tom and Roger. Um, so, Man. yeah, that's that's my, my, inquis- my grammar inquisition for chapter seven. So, Mikey, these stands for evil. Uh, I'm good. Gamer in yellow. I'm bad, but I actually right. don't have any. <laughs> oh, okay. Then <laughs> <laughs> on to chapter eight. <laughs> uh, the creature probably had taken all the souls of everyone left in campus by now. Don't you mean on campus? That's that's usually the the term for uh, like when you're when you're on campus. It's not when you're not you're not in campus. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose so. Um, well, but campus one. is one building, after all, you know. Oh, don't even! I I'm gonna have some words about that. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many words about that in my actual thoughts. Okay, cool. <laughs> we'll we'll get to that. <laughs> We're dealing with grammar acquisitions first, though. <laughs> um. So my next one here is with that they both hang up. I don't. I think you mean they both hung up. Yep. And the next one. When he turned around to look the other side of the stack, he felt his legs go numb and his heart break. So I think it should be when he turned around to look on the other side of the stacks. And then the next one here. Tom let out a long, drawn-out scream of pain, sorrow, and agony, not taking his not taking off his ear. T- not taking off his tear-filled eyes off what had remained of his final friend, an empty shell of a corpse. No! Empty shell of a corpse! 
my one my last true friend sorry um that that was just like in the moment i just like i had to throw that out there but um her name is amy to shellcroft <laughs> yeah exactly um but the actual thing also my other my other gag bit here is uh i should hope he doesn't take off his eyes <laughs> Yeah, that's what I thought I heard you say. <laughs> yeah, so it's really just like there's two offs there, and what the first one should be removed because that it's like not taking his tear-filled eyes off of what had happened or off of what had remained of his final friend. Yeah. Um, and even I would even put it like at the end of like final friend, Roger, now an empty shell of a corpse. Like mm-hmm. just solidify the visual. Of Roger, who do we even get a visual for him? <laughs> uh, not really. Like, yeah. I, honestly, it's just like I inserted like uh, just a random, like randomly generated group of friends. Fair. <laughs> Except for Kyle, like we we get Kyle because he's a redheaded kid and yeah. some of that, and then like Tom, we get like is like a brown haired like kind of white kid. So yeah, Mike plays football, so he's probably small. Yeah, yeah. Again, again, we got the jock, the the probably the uh, the blonde uh, girlfriend that is Vicky. Yeah. And then Roger's just Roger. He's the guy that's there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, the other, he's the other dude. Yeah. Um, but I'll move on to the next thing here. Um, <clears throat> on his screen staring back at him was Knuckles the Echidna, except his red fur was a dim, almost rust kind of color. His purple eyes or his purple eye color was instead green. And he had a dis- he had a dismal look on his face that looked like he found relief in years. So that's all one sentence. It's a bit run on, but more importantly, uh, I think it should have been um, that looked like he hadn't found relief in years. Because like talking about he's finally found relief because he's finally been able to see Tom again. Maybe, but like the way, because the way it starts is like, and he had a dismal look on his face. Right, it is dismal. that looked like he had uh, that looked like he found relief Uh, maybe that looked like he found relief after so many years maybe but his face wouldn't be dismal Uh, at that point right maybe yeah also quick question why did you think Kyle had red hair does Kyle not have red um, hair he has short blonde hair yeah. Ah shit. Okay, my bad. I I it's you know what it was? Cuz by that by this point in the story as I was reading it, when it when it said that Knuckles the Echidna who's now Kyle, I realized that uh, I I suddenly just like kind of inserted that like oh, this is Kyle uh so Kyle must be a redhead. Hence why he got uh, chosen to be no. Knuckles. Yeah, no. Well, I did the, the same the... thing honestly in regards to like his fur being a slightly different almost ginger sort of color. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, well, the, there are no redheads in this story because redheads don't have souls. That That's is true. very true, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Going off of South Park logic. <laughs> uh, so, Gamer, I guess you're half safe <laughs> from Sonic.exe. My beard is not safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do have GBS, Ginger Beard Cinder. <laughs> uh move, moving on to the my last my last note here for uh for chapter eight um he watched in horror as the false sonic creature that had been tormenting him these past weeks walked into view smiling that wide sharp fanged smile 
as he came closer, comma, closer still. I feel like that comma should just be replaced with an and. So it's like, as he came closer and closer still. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'd be down with that. Yep. Mikey, do you have anything for chapter eight? Uh, I have one. Okay. Uh, Tom watched as the creature childishly flailed and snarled angrily, smashing and knocking down several furniture in his tirade. Um, Several pieces of furniture? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's it. Okay. Gamer. No. Cool. On to chapter nine. Um, Derek's eyes widen as he looked at the letter, then at her. Widened, not widen. <laughs> Past tense, not present tense. Yes. Uh, next one. <laughs> Final one. <laughs> With that, Derek grabbed the letter, and then they they heads, <laughs> and then they they headed straight back to the office to look into it. Remove that second day. Mic drop. I'm done. <laughs> I still have notes to do. <laughs> ah, damn it. <laughs> Pick that mic back up. Uh, all right. Speaking of, uh, yeah, Mikey, do you have anything for chapter nine? Uh, I'm good, but I feel at this point I should mention that I do have a conjunction junction. Oh, my God. Okay. For the in- well, before you go, <laughs> Gamer, do you have anything for chapter nine? I do not. All right, Mikey. <laughs> You know what? I'm and, and also separated stop... out by chapter. Oh my god! <laughs> it's gonna sound like he's like sitting down at like a poetry slam or something. It really like, is. <laughs> chapter one, and then he says sub chapter two. Then you know what? Like it's all short as well. Then you know what? I, I think we gotta do this then for the uh, for the intro bit. And next stop, conjunction junction, toot toot. And yet. We have a lot of flaws in spite of our apparent brilliance. But then comes another question, one that's also a frustrating topic among humans. Are we alone? Or maybe they don't care much for us, see us like insects, and thus don't pay us any mind. Or maybe someone wants us. Chapter 1 it was a Friday, and the weekend had started. For Tom, this was always a perfect opportunity to hang out with his friends. It was from his pal Roger, who had messaged, Yo, man, we still on tonight? Tom texted back, Oh, for sure, dude. Been looking to play some more Smash Bros with you. But eventually, Kyle just stopped responding altogether. It was locked. It was a small package with a note attached to it. It started off pretty normal. A hello, a how are you, a regards to their friends and such. It was just his name. It looked completely brand new. It didn't have a side that had a cover describing the game, or uh, on both sides, it was just that reflective plastic side. Upon, uh, except upon closer examination, 
Tom could faintly see lines faded into both sides. It wasn't like someone drew these lines with a marker or carved them into the plastic of the disc. And why not? But that anger started to subside after a while in the water, before being replaced by a new feeling. Concern. It was like Kyle had completely lost his mind as he wrote it. The way it kept going on about how great the game is and how jittery the handwriting seemed. It wasn't one of his friends. It was a man. It looked like it hadn't been taken care of in weeks. It was dark. Several places of uh, several pieces of furniture had been knocked over. Mold was growing in some areas. The food in the fridge was rotting terribly, and the overall room just stank something awful. It was Kyle. Chapter two. But no. It had been a week after Kyle's body had been found, uh, had been discovered by the police. It appeared to be in somewhat decent condition, if a little dusty. It had been turned off. He remembered it had been off since the last time he saw it in Kyle's room. It seemed like it was taking a very long time to get to full power, and there were times Tom had to remove the charger plug in order to keep his own fully charged. Chapter 3 It didn't seem to have overheated or anything, so he assumed it was one of those kind of games that required a restart before installation was complete. It was the theme song to the very first song the Hedgehog game, except it only played the first few notes twice before ending. It was a strange voice. It sounded like a young man's, at least somewhat younger than him, except it sounded off. It wasn't just the fact that it spoke in a friendly, almost childlike manner, but Tom could tell by just listening to the voice that there was something not right about it, like it sounded fake. It was pretty good attempt, but Tom couldn't shake the feeling that there was something wrong with the way it sounded. The playfulness of the voice didn't really help either. It wasn't like he was being watched, but more like something was out in the ruined city looking for him. But then when he opened one door and ran inside, to Tom's surprise, he had ended up someplace entirely different. It seemed rather surreal. It then responded in a condescendingly sing-song kind of voice, a much more noticeably audible growl on the last word as it stared down at him. It had to have been made by someone other than Sega, 
because there was no possible way that thing actually talked to Tom. Could there? Chapter 4 It became clear to Tom from the conversation that Green and this cop did not see eye to eye. It really did seem like they hit a dead end. A killer had been able to invade people's homes without leaving any signs of an entry or, in fact, any trace of his existence. And three, the computers were ending up broken during the time of murder, with their screens cracked and their batteries dead. It just seemed too ridiculous and perhaps too horrifying for Tom to think about. Chapter 5 And then, once again, that creature's voice. It looked like a long hallway lined with many doors. It was another large room, except it wasn't all distorted or deformed like the previous one. But that wasn't what Tom or the others had noticed. In the center of the room, suspended what by what looked like strings was what looked like a red fox. It was a disturbing-looking room, far more surreal than the distorted room from earlier. It also started to heat up at an alarming rate. But withdrawing his hand from it, he looked up at the projector screen. His heart momentarily stopped the moment he looked. And then the creature began to transform again. Chapter 6 Because of what he had researched, he wanted to call Green about the autopsies to see if it was true. So he dialed up Green. It felt like Tom's brain was going numb. He was looking at his own laptop like he was looking at the monster that he had seen once again. It was all starting to make sense now. There was a killer going around brutally murdering people and somehow getting away with it. It ached as more unanswered questions formed in his head, and then he began to harvest a very interesting thought. It re had remained shut down since the creature tried to grab him and his friends back in the anime club room. It had certainly grown noticeably larger this time. He was sure of it. A large, dark, cracked, X-shaped fissure. It was empty, quiet. The lights turned off, and all the computers turned on, and the screens all glowing brightly in the dark room. Chapter 7 It knew his name, but then the creature's tone changed to a more annoyed, matter-of-fact one. It was Alana. And then he tossed his head back in laughter. But then the hands came out. It was now or never.
but then his relief began to diminish the minute he began to notice the commotion outside, not dying down. And then that voice again, that teasing, singing child's voice. It was dead silent all around. Chapter 8 It was Detective Green. It was done. It had fully charged. It was a voice. It couldn't be. It was an odd sort of melody. Faint, distant. He couldn't tell if it was supposed to be somber or melancholic. And then he raised a hand, and then the screen began to distort and deform, reality being torn and twisted as the creature began to climb his way out. And then, as soon as the creature lunged in to grab Tom, he dodged out of the way and then pulled the bookcase over the monster, causing it and all its contents to topple on top of him. It's true. He wanted to save his friends, but, but Tom Miller knew from the moment he first saw this creature that it wasn't some hero or savior. He wasn't Sonic at all. It was just some monster pretending to be him. Chapter 9 It was the letter given to Tom by Kyle. Finn. Wow. <laughs> I just I just gotta say that like re like listening through it, um, that sounded almost like the like the like the, the notes I would take for uh a like Delta Green or Call of Cthulhu game scenario where you guys where you guys are investigating like a monster or like a series of murders on like a college campus. And like then the monster is revealed, like come come coming through like various devices. <laughs> it was revealed that he was Detective Green all along. <laughs> yeah, Detective Green, and then like he was fully charged. Like so, Derek, so, so Detective Green is actually a RoboCop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And early on, like it didn't say who Kyle was. It's just like Tom texting with Roger, and then it starts referring to Kyle as well as if it was Tom. So it's almost like. Tom is like a split personality situation. Yeah. Like he takes on that name. And then when Kyle dies and he's found uh, in pretty good condition, apparently is the way it refers to like no dust on him or anything. Cause it refers to dust after that, but then yeah. it immediately refers to a room. So it's like Kyle is like, he became a room. Like yeah. his death was him turning into Kyle scape the room. <laughs> yeah and then and then like the creature like uh like when they confront the creature in the in the computer lab it's like it was actually alana as she like and, and then she like but it was just like the creature like masquerading as alana yeah <laughs> and then the hands came out <laughs> it's amazing what happens when you pick a bunch of random or not random you pick a bunch of sentences from the story that start with words that they probably shouldn't like it's ends or buts because there's always better words to eat. And you put those together and form a story with sometimes hilarious results. Yes. And that's what my or, Again, oddly oddly familiar results to like running a session of like a call of, uh, like a horror game or something. Mm. Yeah, that's a challenge. Get a creepy pasta, 
get all the front its ands or buts only them and make a story out of it oh man rearrange it all you want but that's all the options you have yeah i'm not gonna lie i was really worried that like we were gonna be here for like 40 minutes <laughs> just listening to him yeah. like congrats guys whoever's listening to this right now you've made it through the gauntlet of a two of, of a of a nearly hour and a half um grammar inquisition <laughs> <laughs> this concludes side A of Aldente Rigamortis's uh, nine-year anniversary episode. Turn to side B. <laughs> now that we've separated the uh, wheat from the chaff, <laughs> welcome to side B. Welcome to side B, otherwise known as the actual thoughts of Sonic the Sonic.exe the remake. So, I'm going to start with the, uh, uh, and I assume we're going to do the same thing that we did with the, the previous one, like go chapter by chapter? Yeah. Yep. yep. So, I'm going to start with the prologue. Um, this is a story of such forces existing outside our world. A nameless darkness, a faceless evil that hungers for humanity. As you read the first chapter of this saga... You'll be taken into a world of paranoia, mystery, and madness as you follow the adventures of a single young man who inadvertently thrusts himself into something unexplainable and discovers parts of something that utterly defies all reasoning within him and forces him into a desperate struggle for survival. This is the first chapter. Of Sonic.exe. Dun dun dun! I really thought you were gonna go into like a uh, um, oh, what's the freaking how's that go? Like oh, God damn it! I, I had it and then I lost it because you. Ah, what is it? It's like a Twilight Zone sort of like intro thing. This is the first chat, yeah, but only in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> only in the Sonic Zone. In the Sonic Zone. In, mm. in the Green Hill Zone. In the Green Hill Zone. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, so on the one hand, I can't help but giggle a bit about how the serious cosmic horror take this is trying to go for with the opening bit here. Like, reading it, I like, I, when I started reading the story, I, I just fell into, like, reading it like that. Like, yeah. how I how I just read it. Um, but then I realized I'm reading a Sonic.exe story. <laughs> mm-hmm. That said, I do think this the premise that is promoted here in Sonic.exe in this specific remake um, would likely fit as game fodder for something like Monsters and Other Childish Things, where the whole premise of that game and its toolkit setting is that your kids with monster friends that are often Cthulhu-level cosmic horrors that just think you're awesome and just want to hang out. And like, they, they disguise themselves as childish things to hide among people and, and like, and like the real world. Are they actually like friends with the kids? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. In monster and other childish things, you, you're, you're a kid with a monster friend who is, who, depending on like how you want to like, um, want to set up that relationship. They are either like, yeah, they're best buds with you. They're bros with you or they're, they're, you, or in some cases, in some, some games I've listened to, they are like parasitic life forms that are just like per uh masquer- yeah just masquerading as as like their friends and really they're just using them as like siphoning their energy and like or like there's something they're getting off of from the kid that is uh like psychically or something um gotcha. and yeah you can take it either like a saturday morning cartoon or as like 
DW traumatization of like childhood uh, nightmares as you want. Um, and yeah, so this idea of like an eldritch horror taking on the guise of a video game character or a pop culture character isn't necessarily as bad as I initially thought it might be. Like when I when we first did the first Sonic.exe, it was definitely like, wow, this is like really dumb. But like now that I've like had some years to like get into like monsters of the childish things and such like that, and like various like other similar kind of like game systems and like settings and stuff. I'm kind of digging this this core idea that Sonic.exe kind of like portrays here. And I mean, it like legitimately like if you check out Cool Rat from the Road Trip campaign supplement for Monster of the Childish Things, they share uh, him and uh, Cool Rat and Sonic and and Nonic or X do share some very similar kind of like vibes and motifs. Like Cool Rat is a villain in in, in the Road Trip games that like he's he's a monster who wants a uh, who wants to have a, a a kid friend but he there's something wrong with him where he can't form a a permanent bond and so he like ends up kidnapping tons of children to play with him in like this underground like uh facility under a under the amusement park that he owns he's basically the michael michael jackson of monsters <laughs> okay um and it's really creepy but like also like like it's also like really fun but like yeah it kind of has the same kind of vibe as as x here um at least as i was reading the story um and i guess this is also to say um i went into the story giving it an open mind i've also been revisiting various monster and other childish things actual play podcasts of late so here's my connective tissue time moment (laughs) um like I, we dove into this story while I was getting into like Monster Another Childish things, and then I'm realizing, man, I could really use Sonic.exe as fodder for a Monster Another Childish things thing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but that is the end of my prologue uh, notes. So, Mikey, do you have anything? Ah, uh, yes. Wow. Yet, in spite of all this, we still exist. We're still here. We're only human after all. all. Don't Don't put blame on me. (laughs) Some people got a real problem. Some people out of luck. I forgot how good that song was. It's so good. Yeah. (laughs) So is that your your, your thought there? Yep. Okay. All right, gamer. Do you have anything for prologue? Um. I have a, it's not technically prologue even, uh, just referring to, we talked about this off recording, how we did Sonic.exe slash round two before. Yeah. And it has the same characters in it. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. I, d- I just didn't realize that. I didn't remember. Yeah. And Derek Green is also the detective mm-hmm. and all that. I think the main characters may have been different, but it's cool I to think... see them reimagined yeah, I... and all that. I'd have to relook it, it guys. It's been a couple of years. So, mm-hmm. and I did not go back to check out our episodes for that. So. <laughs> or I go back notice, to those. I did notice one thing though. There is a Shannon Goldman that is referenced in round two. And that is referenced at the end of this. You're right. It is. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So that's pretty neat. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they were all written by the same guy. So oh, I'm sure they are. Yeah. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Notes. Let's see. I'll just hold page up for a while. There we go. 
Uh, well, first off, with the title, yeah, it's not dot exe. It's Sonic exe. There's no That's dot anymore. True. Yeah. Not that it really matters, but <laughs> just something I noticed. Yeah. Um. No art in this, but that's acceptable. Actually, if you go to... Um, or is there no art in this because of it's only as good as the uh, it's not, art yeah, you get? Yeah, it's not there. However, if you go to Sir JC Hyena 231's uh, DeviantArt account, which uh, Amusing Moose did send me a link to, <laughs> but yeah. it's just it's just art that he's done for his creepypastas. Awesome. Um, so you can actually really check nice out... When he does their, their own art. Yeah, and I will say like there is actually some pretty decent like accurate like cartoon art of like Sonic.exe or or sorry X um yeah. like uh, basically like about to grapple Tom. So nice, that's cool. Yeah. I'm gonna have to look that up later. Yeah. Yes, a a pre note I have here. Um, a pre notable agreement that I'm gonna go over here. Um, so the first note I have is basically it kind of set the tone for me to start reading, and prepared me for what's about to happen of me reading these millions of words. Um, and that's the tags. The, the first tag yeah. is Sonic. <laughs> the second tag is, Mother of fuck, this page is long like my penis! <laughs> the third one is file extensions. Yeah. Then, stupid is as the main character does. Uh, bad English. Wall of text. Wall of shit. What the fuck is this shit? Vidya games. <laughs> haunted Vidya game. Dot exe shit Senekudesu Pasta trying to be good when it's suck enough to be a troll atheist and hyper realistic. Um wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some tags on this. Most of which I don't feel are fair for it, honestly. Yeah. No, I there's a couple that are yeah. I mean it certainly needs work, but it does not like, okay. Yeah. Yes, motherfuck. This this page is long, like my penis. Damn right. But hell yeah. Some of them, <laughs> like it's not a wall of shit. Yeah, I mean, like, this is not freaking Spyro. <laughs> no, this is not Spyro.exe. Yeah, which is funny because that was definitely inspired by Sonic, the original Sonic.exe. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Like when I first when I when I started reading the story as well. Um. The first part grabbed me. The middle part was a slog. And then it got me it got me back in at like chapter seven or eight when when like shit hit the fucking fan. Like yeah. honestly, my biggest issue with the story is the detective work. <laughs> like so is the detective work. I it was so boring and like nonsensical to me. And I'll get more into that in my actual notes. Mm-hmm. But okay, like it was just like this makes no fucking sense. I, it was really like making me check out a lot of the time when it was coming when when they were investigating and doing like their their uh their police work and stuff like that. And then once we got like the kids like finding the like like watching the, playing the game and then like the monster comes out of the projector and stuff. And then when it comes out of the computer lab with um, with Alana, I was like, yes, I'm back in. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but I shall move on. Okay. So the word count on this is twenty five thousand nine hundred nine words. Yeah. Or um uh one hundred and forty two thousand nine hundred and sixty one characters, goddamn. So like literally ten this is ten times the length of the the length of most stories that we do. And yeah. re- like just looking at this and seeing how long it is, I was hoping that it was gonna be ten times as good as most other ones. <laughs> but then I'm like, let's be real, this is Sonic. I won't hold my breath. But Honestly, it is kind of better than a, a, 
large handful of stories we read, in my opinion. Kinda? (laughs) (laughs) But that's... It's fine, we'll get there. And then I have a a legit question. Do we know the reason this was taken down? Um, Well, assuming how... uh, I need to pull up the... Uh, the actual link, because because uh, I think it's it, it, I I don't know why it was pulled down. It might have just been like the whole wiki was pulled down, like that whole that whole wiki type okay, was pulled no down. Training wiki. Yeah, so it might oh, just be yeah. pulled down from there for some reason. And I think like the the admins probably like they they saw this for some reason and decided like that this was garbage. Um, hence why they're using it as a um like don't you like this is the uh, like example they have for a a bad story. Because it's not even on like the the creepost.wiki site. It's like on the crst.fandom.com slash wiki slash sonic.exe. Yeah. So yeah, it's on the creepypasta staff training wiki. Hmm. Um which does that even have a does that website even exist anymore? Um yeah, it, as far as I know, it's uh actually I'm able to Well either this. way. Yeah. I'm just kind of curious why it yeah, got this, taken yeah. down if it got taken down because of like rules or whatever that they have on their website fine i hope it yeah. just wasn't taken down just because people were shitting on it though because like I, looking I, at the yeah. tags it's making me wonder yeah also if you go again like i i'm, I'm curious even like because i didn't unfortunately i didn't double check this i should have um i wonder if if uh sir jc hyena 231 posted it on deviantart like as a document because you can do that you can you can post stories on deviantart yeah because they are a piece of art um but like yeah like i don't i i was i was going into this like knowing that i'm about to read a story that is used by the by the creepasta staff members as training i assume for like what not to do but like reading is like i mean yeah it needs a lot of work but it's not like shit (laughs) it's not it's not it's not like like heinous shit (laughs) it's just read far worse stories we we truly have and like, if anything, I think this might actually have been an improvement of the original Sonic.exe. Um, he says not. Is. He says not really recalling. Like not, it's been again. It's been too many years since I've seen since I've read the original. But, <laughs> but like, yeah, this one wasn't bad. Not not like like super bad. <laughs> I mean, we're still going to criticize the hell out of it, but. Yeah, we're still at the prologue. I know. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. We're yeah speaking of, we'll get on with it. So yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I was, very first line, started reading it. Why does mankind exist? Then I'm like, is that why the story's so long? Is it going to be recounting the birth and evolution of mankind as a whole? <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, it did not. <laughs> it got close. <laughs> yes. However, my next quote is actually in chapter one and such, so I'll continue from there later. Okay. Well, yeah, that's a good segue to chapter one. Handsome, dark neck length hair. Oh, okay. Dark <laughs> neck length. <laughs> handsome, dark neck length hair. Always liked wearing a vest over his turtleneck. And of course, a kind hearted intellectual with good grades and only a few friends. Okay. So for when I first read this, um, I read it as like handsome, dark neck length hair. Like I read dark neck as in like, as one word because, burnt. <laughs> but well and and the vision that my knee-jerk reaction when i when i read it like alongside with like the vest and the turtleneck i was like i just imagined that a dark neck is what you get when you mix a redneck and a beatnik college kid 
uh-huh <laughs> like because of the the whole vest and the turtleneck and then like it's just like that's my knee-jerk reaction to what a what a, what a, a beatnik wears well, is like the turtleneck wearing, and such. if he's wearing a black turtleneck his neck is dark that's fair yeah that being I'm, said yeah it's is this grammar should, should this it, it might, no, no this is this is this is hair that's dark this is not grammar because uh this is like my own personal like whoops <laughs> on it oh, okay. but i'm bringing it up because it's a funny <laughs> Yeah, but you I, made I thought, the accidental oops because of a grammar thing, technically. I guess. I mean, the only, the only, because like they're not close together. Like the only thing, the the reason I um I, I hiccuped on it was because uh neck uh neck length um was was cut and like length ended up on the next tab on the next line down. Oh, I see. So yeah. it just when, said dark neck at the far right of your screen. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, I'll move on to my actual actual thoughts here. <laughs> Um, Tom loved video games and was a bit of a Sonic the Hedgehog fan like a lot of other people he liked the newer games but also didn't mind the classics he never played any of the hacked games that sprung up on the internet for t- from time to time and never saw any reason to do so so the last part there I feel like was a bit forced foreshadowing about like you know he's going to end up with a hacked version of the game <laughs> kind of thing yeah um, I, I actually might have gone with uh uh so like after it says um like he was a fan of this of the cla- even the classic games and some of that uh what Tom didn't care for were those hacked and modded games that were popping up online um and then like yeah there it just should be some reference to him talking to a friend about not wanting to play like non Sega games because like he's really aggressive about it for no real reason. Yeah, it's kind of odd. Um, also, like I, I will bring up later, I think, but like I kind of wish he'd also mentioned here that like those other people that were like Sonic fans were also were he just straight up said like 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 a lot of his friends, so that we get clarification that because like his friends t- uh, are clearly like Sonic fans, like the way they were talking later in the story, but they never bring up that they're like they, it just kind of comes out of the blue, like they, they just know this like deep deep cut information about like various Sonic characters. <laughs> Like oh man, she, like he's like rings come out of Sonic. Who's blue? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Welcome. I'm, um, I'm, I'm move on to the next thing. Please <laughs> save me. <laughs> I should have said that. Maybe he's not in there. Tom thought con- uh, conclusively, and he couldn't have gone to class. It's Saturday. Fuck sakes, man! Groaning in frustration. He decided to head back to his own dorm room. So this is when like Tom goes over to Kyle's dorm and like knocks on it and gets no answer. Admittedly, my college experience was limited. My college dorm experience was limited to like, I think two or three weeks as like part of an orientation thing. Also up in Canada, it might be different down where this story was supposed to take place, but Tom should maybe check in with the front desk or like the floor lead, which is the, the person they usually assign to like deal with like to troubleshoot uh with issues on the uh that students have on various floors um on this whole situation because like at the very least like he could find out if if uh if Kyle signed out uh for some t- for for some time or even have the 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 staff of the the dorm rooms do a wellness check <laughs> yeah for sure like he doesn't he just goes back to his dorm it's like oh, I guess he's fine it's been 3 weeks I haven't heard back from him like I'm sure he's fine meanwhile mm-hmm. Something bad has happened, obviously. Cut to a shot of his <laughs> dead body flies all around it. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> and it continues, I think, in the, uh, later on for this. Um, 
Uh, he talked about why he was absent, uh, explaining that he found the, this great gr uh, this great game he bartered from someone online, and has been spending several days playing it. He said it was a video game that nobody had ever seen before, and that he figured he'd share this so-called wonderful game with Tom. Oh my God, I've seen this movie. Stay alive. You die in the game. You die for real. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this is like this? this is straight up the in, the, the start of, of uh, this is like basically like one for like, not not exactly one for one, but pretty close to the intro to how like a Stay Alive starts. Like college friend, uh, a friend from college dies, and the the main uh, the main protagonist gets a mysterious game that the char the character was playing before his death. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, it's very similar. Nice. <laughs> he even has a group of friends that like watch him play the game or play the game with him and they all get killed off like throughout the movie. <laughs> Neat. Yeah. So honestly, like stay alive is a, is a perfect like creepy video game, creepypasta like movie that we should mm. probably review sometime. Um, but I'll move on to the next thing here. Um, he couldn't even talk to Tom himself if he really wanted him to play this so-called great game. Nope. Tom wasn't going to play along with this. Not this time. Credits. Man, that was a really short remake. Fuck. Yeah. Still got <laughs> so much to go. Looks down at all the chapters. Because <laughs> like, the, like, it's like, no, I'm not going to play this game. Not this time. <laughs> and credits. <laughs> I mean, like, you could say that if he never plays the game, none of this would happen, but it could have also eventually. Yeah. Oh, or like as he's walking around the school, like people are dying. So like other people have, like are playing the game or like the cults giving them the game. So like, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, next thing, though, mm -hmm. the next day, Tom sat in his dorm room thinking about what could have what could have happened to Kyle. S Seriously, it's been over three weeks now. Get someone to check that room. <laughs> Do a wellness check for Kyle's dorm room, for God's sakes. Yeah, I, I had a real problem with that. <laughs> Same. And it, it just and it just continues, like, with my next quote. We had a call not too long ago today about an unsanitary odor going on at dorm room 231, Kyle Scott's dorm room. Yep, there it is. I'm honestly surprised we didn't get a mention of the odor when Kyle's, uh, on Kyle's floor earlier when Tom went down to check on him. Like, yeah. I... Yeah. I, I didn't even need to it didn't even need to be sourced to the that was clearly coming from Kyle's room. We could have just gotten this like nice like bit of like him going like Tom going down to Kyle's uh floor and like smelling some kind of a funk about the about the floor. Um yeah. just a hint at like there's something somebody dead. <laughs> but, but maybe like as he came down the staircase, there was like garbage beside him. So yeah, exactly. And then that it's that. That would have been the good cover up for it, yeah. But like that needs to be mentioned in the story so we can have a little bit of like lean into this. Cause otherwise, like this is just like like they're apparently they weren't the best of friends if they aren't checking on each other like this. Like I'd be worried if I yeah, like didn't hear from one of you guys on if I we were at college and some of that, and I didn't hear from one of you guys for three weeks and like didn't get any kind of like where you were going or anything like that, I would kind of be concerned after a while. Even after a freaking <laughs> week. A yeah. solid week when you apparently talk to the person all the damn time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Like, I feel like what they should have done with this is Kyle is just 
a guy that's sort of a loner. He's not really friends with anyone, but like Tom sort of knows him, but he hasn't been showing up to class and and like people are kind of wondering where he is. So they asked Tom to go check on him because he's the only one that sort of knows him. Yeah. That but, would make more sense that like this time period situation. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my last one for chapter one is um, by the time they reached the corridor that had Kyle's door, Tom could see several police officers, students, and a few reporters. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll buy the police being there, but it's bullshit that the reporters and even the students wouldn't, would be allowed on that floor. If someone was found dead, <laughs> they'd yeah. likely like the students at, at the very least, the students would all been evacuated from the building. Like everybody on every floor would have been evacuated. And the reporters would at best be down in the lobby area of the dorm room of the dorm building. Now, later on, we find out that every fucking door building in this, in this, on this college are like connected or like within the same building, which I, I'm sure that exists somewhere, but like my own personal experience, that's not how, how colleges work. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like the, the, the reporters would not be on the same floor, like right next to the crime scene. Like they would have that entire floor, cordoned off like with police um so yeah i'm calling shenanigans (laughs) Mm -hmm. um but uh yeah that's into my notes for chapter one uh so mikey um let's see well my actual thoughts uh go into why tom is a bed friend yep Um, he had known kyle personally for years for as long as Tom remembered, Kyle was almost never busy for him and practically hung out with him almost every chance he got. However, for the past three weeks, Tom had not seen or heard from Kyle. He hadn't even seen him during classes. Yeah, like, red flag. <laughs> he, he let three weeks go without like, even going down to his dorm room you they both are living in the dorms it's literally like a floor away maybe yeah, yeah it's really not out of his way <laughs> yeah really not because of it was like three weeks i really thought that he lived like an hour away or some shit yeah if, if it like, was like a, if it was like, like at a house long. like being rented yeah but mm-hmm. not a, not and not like, the dorms of the college sorry yeah and mike had to i believe like tell um tom to go check on him yeah didn't he bring that up being like you should probably check on him he's like yeah i guess i'll do that it's like he wasn't even already yeah. thinking about it yeah, yeah. tom uh, equals my, <laughs> yeah and my next hope here is tom never bothered to look into kyle's personal life but it'd be amazing if kyle actually did find love and i'm like if it was actually as close to Kyle as it says, he would know right away mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> if he found someone. Yeah, he's like, talking about him like Kyle is, is his old best friend who moved across country. You know, he talks to him on the internet or some shit every once in a while, but that's it. He, he doesn't like go into details, but he knows him like he lives right there. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're right yeah. next. They're, they're they're a floor down or a floor apart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like they're best yeah. friends, but they have no idea about each other's personal lives. It's like no, that no that yeah, terrible friend. 
And then there's this thought process of what if he was studying for extra credit? Uh, and I'm like, well, if he's missing classes, then he's losing the credits that he would regularly go for. So why would he be studying for extra credit? Yeah, there's yeah. no point. <laughs> <laughs> I think it could have been better if it was like, well, maybe he's changed cor changed courses. So like he's not to going to the same why he never sees them. Yeah, he's not going to the same classes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But he is he should be going to the same classes because they yeah, hadn't yeah. seen him during classes. So. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Anyway. Um, and then if he was found in a ditch somewhere, it could have at least hit the news. And it's like, well, false. Like, uh, there's a yeah. lot of stuff that doesn't get reported on in the news. <laughs> I guess that's true, too, yeah. Also, depending on the identity of the person, they might only end up as, like, Jane Doe or Joe or uh, or John Doe. So, like, they might not even have the name for the person <laughs> in the news. Yeah. Um, and then uh, a quote we brought up during the uh, grammar revision um, Tom had thought about going around campus to ask if anybody who knew Kyle noticed if he was being strange three weeks prior, but he decided against it as he began to consider the possibility of getting no leads out of it. Kyle wasn't exactly Mr. Popular in college. And I'm like, correct. No one would remember a guy from three weeks ago. You should have done this sooner. Yeah. <laughs> Reno, ask the, the person that knows Kyle better than anyone else. You! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chapter one. Tom is a terrible friend. Kind of. Yes. Um, you do. I, I have a quote that's not about him being a terrible friend. It's wow. about the um, school administration being horrible. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, we had to call, had a call not too long ago today about an unsanitary order going on at dorm room 231, Kyle Scott's dorm room. The door was locked from the inside, so somebody had to bust it down just to see what was causing the smell. Um, why didn't anybody go to college administration? or talk to a janitor or someone who has a master key for the dorm room and just unlock the door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, unless like when they did that, like the door was still like closed, like, like kind of um, like something was like, maybe the oh, fridge the was like toppled over. Exactly. Yeah. 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 If you want to have the busted down door, you can do it. You just have to make it realistic. Yeah. 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 And then we've already touched on like, Tom, for some reason, didn't notice the stench coming from the room as he was there just recently. <laughs> like, the day before, and then suddenly the odor yeah. kicks in the next day. <laughs> like, yeah. Dude, don't give Tom a hard time. He's Warforged. He doesn't have a nose. He can't smell. Okay. <laughs> I'm Move on. Warforged in our, in our current Eberron game over on One Last Die. <laughs> plug, plug, plug. Thank yeah. you, but also let's move on. <laughs> but also black here. <laughs> All right. And then 
we get Detective Green, who says, well, you're his best friend, and it's probably better if you see for yourself. <laughs> no! <laughs> but at this point, there's no reason for the detective to know that Tom and Kyle are best friends. Yeah, that's... Like, who told him that? <laughs> Like I, I maybe maybe the administrators down on the in the lobby, like when when the detective asked if he, if if uh, like he hung out with any people, like maybe like they could have said like oh yeah you hung out with uh with um with Tom Miller for uh, like uh, the most and like maybe that's it, but like that's not enough to say like oh like you guys were like best friends like yeah yeah uh and then it's his job to find out facts exactly but. This is also the worst detective ever, considering that he just goes ahead and lets Tom see Kyle's body. Yeah. Because Tom is technically a suspect being his best friend. Yep. And it's an ongoing investigation. (laughs) Yeah. But then he just gets deputized. Yeah. Effectively. Effectively. Yeah. I got a whole thing about that, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. Um. So, with this, the, the end thoughts for chapter one is that Tom is a bad friend, and I don't care if something supernatural gets him. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, on to Gamer then for chapter one. Yes. I, you guys got... 90% of my chapter one things, but cool. I have one. So it's talking about um, Tom's room and stuff. He's looking at a photo of Kyle. Then he like turns to look at his shelf, which has like all of his video games and movies that he owns. And it's saying like Tom loved video games. He's a bit of a Sonic of the Hedgehog fan, like a lot of other people. Meanwhile, it's like a shot of a wall that's exclusively Sonic games. And like the wall is absolutely covered with posters and figures and swag of all Sonic. Yeah. That'd be hilarious if it was like that. It would have been better if that, that was the case. And then, also, I was like... I'm a bit of a Sonic fan. His whole I'm a bit of a Sonic can't fan. see nothing that's not Sonic on it. Yeah. Also, like, I, I even the have... Smash Brothers that he, he plays... Yeah. You can be Sonic in it. That's probably yeah, why that, he has it. <laughs> that that's yeah. I was gonna say like well, and that should I think that I feel like that maybe should have been also added as well. Like some notice like like Tom was obviously gonna play his favorite character, Sonic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I have left from chapter one. All right, on to chapter two. Well, it's unlikely a video game could have killed Kyle. Derek shrugged, straightening his coat, looks at the audience slash reader, breaking the fourth wall. Winks. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like Julie, like that's my my reaction. Like when I read that, it's like wink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moving on to the next thing, the laptop he saw in Kyle's room, he gave it to him as a graduation gift. For some reason, he felt it wouldn't be right for that thing to just get tossed. He stood up from his seat. I'll be right back, guys. He ran down the empty halls hoping the laptop was still in the room. Why wouldn't the laptop end up in evidence? Especially if the police <laughs> think that this is a homicide? Hell, why would everything in the room not be in evidence, for that matter? This is a fucking active crime scene. 
<laughs> but no, they've got like they've got Consuela in there. <laughs> they got Consuela in there. Like, no, no, I clean. Like, <laughs> I they got... a very simple and realistic answer for you. Okay, this college is in Dublin. You're absolutely goddamn right. <laughs> this yes. This, There's this, a lot this, of derping going on. I'll this be is honest. the this is Derpling uh this is Derpling College. Yeah. Derpling State College. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Well, I'm gonna continue yelling at the story for that uh stuff. Yeah, so that's fine. Yeah. Uh so next thing here. Um Hey Mike, are you and Roger still on for later today? Mike responded. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Mike responded for sure, man. By the way, did you get that laptop? Tom replied, "Yeah, it's only cracked and it needs a, a recharge, but other than that, it's still good, in good condition." Cool, man. Mike texted in return. You know, for a story that gives us a ton of minute details, it's weird that we don't get Tom telling his friends that he's going to go get the laptop when he leaves the cafeteria or when he returns to his friends from class. But then his friends mention the laptop later on in a text. Like. Maybe they just assumed he went to get it. Cause they brought up the laptop. He's like, Oh shit. I'll be right back. Maybe. I don't know. Like, cause like the previous like co- quote I did, like there like mm-hmm. is basically when he like, I'll be right back guys. And then runs off, not telling them that he's going to go get the laptop or anything like that. And then they just seem to know that he has the laptop. It's like, I kind of wish like we got a little bit of something like some corroboration with that. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. even also, like, oh, right, the laptop. I can't let them take it. <laughs> <laughs> also, again, just hammering home how much I hate the uh, the the squished dialogue. Yeah, it makes sense <laughs> because that was such a like a good example of like that being mixed up. Mm. Uh, but mm. I'll move on to my my next thing here. Um, he had given thought about finding and confronting the bastard that took Kyle's life away. But ultimately, he decided to let Green and his sister find the murderer. A job much easier said than done, clearly, if they still had no leads. However, Tom felt he could trust Detective Green on this. Apparently, you don't trust him enough to give him the fucking laptop, which probably has some clues. He doesn't need clues. He needs evidence. <laughs> I guess. Uh, and I'm going to just continue with this. Like, I'm going to continue on this train of thought with this. Tom had already concluded that the X marked CD disc Kyle had sent him was the very same game he had brought. He had bought before his disappearance, though. Why he sent it to Tom before his death. Tom couldn't well figure out. Maybe give it to the cops. Again, for, for evidence, okay. I, I I know I know okay. it's going I know it's going to happen, but it's like it's like right there, man. Like, okay. Come on, okay. okay. So all right, uh, yeah, yes, Joe Pesci. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. Yes, but like the whole thing that the reason that he doesn't like talk about the game to him at all is because like he seems like he would be a a freaking idiot if he just brings up well maybe the game killed him you know yeah no but like the t- like he, the laptop again the laptop and like all the like any of the electronic devices should end up with the cops before like yes. uh, for like electronics forensics <laughs> yes but in regards to the game specifically like he would have no reason well, he, no there is a reason that... sorry not to cut okay. you off there is a reason 
He was given this mysterious package with a letter from from Kyle shortly before he discovers his death. It may not seem like it has any corroborate any like connective tissues, but that's for the detectives to decide. That's yes. definitely some kind of evidence that the detectives probably would wouldn't mind having. Oh, I'm sure they would, but... especially since at the very end of the story we get that we find that letter crump that uh, they they found that letter in Tom's room crumpled up and like saw it as evidence <laughs> for sure. So, but to yeah. Tom as just a dumb college kid, he's like, "It's just a game. How's this going to help them?" Even though he knows it's going to help them. Yeah, yeah, that's the other thing. He absolutely knows it's going to help. He them. does. Yeah, <laughs> he really does. And and for somebody who says he trusts Detective Green on this and is going to let him like figure this out, he's not going to give him any of the like any clues that he may have or evidence that he may have to help with the the case. Yeah, Tom is a terrible friend. <laughs> I mean, it's straight. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, so like when he's talking with um, when Tom is talking with his friends and his friends yeah. all saw it. And they're like, what are we going to do? Tell the cops? And they basically say, like, they're not going to believe us. Like, that's how they get away with not giving that to the cops. I guess. I still hate it. <laughs> oh, me too. But, like, okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like, All what right. else would you do, you know? Like, that's a rational thing to think. I, I guess, yeah. Something that... that is not believable. And you have no proof. If, if, they, if they took a picture of it or a video or some shit... But even that, that can be faked these days, you know? Yeah, I, I guess I guess it's like more of like it's 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 leaking, leaning on the, the idea of like denial or like or like rationale or like, like trying to rationalize something unbelievable. Yeah. The only way that that game would be able to be used as evidence is if he brings Green in like and plays the game in front of him and has him witness it, which is what he should have done. Yeah, but he didn't. So, Mikey, do you have anything for chapter two? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? We I... may have gotten everything that you were going to talk about. Uh, well, uh, first quote here. How did he not consider the possibility that his own friend had been dead for three weeks? Uh, yep, the story is pointing out just how bad a, to- a friend Tom is. How bad a Tom friend is. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get you on that. Also true. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. How bad a friend Tom. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and then another one. A pleasure to meet you, Tom. Sarah Green said. Sarah. I did. I will. A- a- I will. I did <laughs> not write this story. Uh huh. I am not a hyena. story. <laughs> I am not hy- Sir J. Hy- J. I am not Sir J. C. Hyena two thirty one. Oh yeah, you're stumbling a lot on that, man. That's weird. I had to scroll up to find like out the nervous. name. <laughs> I will stab you all. <laughs> For those unaware, <laughs> uses Sarah's a lot in the stories, and it's become a gag. Yes. So he uses them more now because it's a gag. And we all have fun and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no, no, I got, I got, I got to do the Sonic X. <laughs> oh yeah, this is that Kefka laugh from uh, from Final Fantasy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right. So the next um, actual thought here: the the detective revealing that there is a serial killer. 
uh, that this likely wouldn't happen, at least not as quickly as it did, because, I mean, it's an active investigation. Yeah. Yeah. Specifically the reveal (laughs) of it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Tom's a bad friend. Derek's a bad detective. (laughs) What's going on? Yeah. Um, My next quote. The only damage it seemed to have is that its screen was slightly cracked in a couple places. The cracks were only minor, but Tom wasn't sure if the screen was still functional. Uh, Most laptop screens are notoriously fragile. Um, Well, basically, they're like TV screens. Yeah. And uh, as we know, um, if uh, going back to the Wiimote, if you throw a Wiimote at a TV, it's going to break it. <laughs> yep. And you, you usually get dead pixels where something hit the screen um, or the screen doesn't work at all. Yeah. Like, like it just annihilates it. So. A couple slight cracks to me says the screen is done. Based on the laptop screens that I've worked on. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. You are a little you bit. You are an IT wizard, so yeah. Yeah. Alright. And then my next quote. The weekend came again after that. That Friday night, Tom was alone in his room on his computer. Studying while Kyle's laptop was still busy charging up. It seemed like it was taking a very long time to get to full power. And there were times Tom had to remove the charger plug in order to keep his own fully charged. Right now, Kyle's laptop was at 11% power. Not enough to do much on it. Um, Speaking of IT wizard... (laughs) for this yeah so number one why didn't he get the charge cord when he got the laptop so he had two charge cords (laughs) Uh, quickly run in there and steal it though yeah well he he ran in there to steal the laptop so yeah and then talk to the the woman that was in there yeah yeah the woman was helping so i was like oh did you see the charge cord oh yeah thanks and then bam (laughs) yeah Maybe it already got. Maybe it already like been pitched or something. But like, yeah, yeah. Um, a laptop batteries, depending on charge, can take like twenty four hours to charge, but it doesn't take that long. And depending yeah. on the year, um, well, like assuming older ones take longer to charge and all that. Um. Well, or older ones, the battery is usually dead. Also. A lot of newer laptops, you can have them plugged in um, with no battery. Like, it'll just take the power straight from the cord. Yeah. To be able to turn it on. And then the other thing is that laptops don't typically show battery percentage unless they're on. So... For him to say, oh, yeah, it was only at 11% power. Like, how is he able to get that information unless he turned the laptop on? 
Well, when you plug in a dead laptop, how do you know that it's charged enough to turn on? Do you just turn it on? Okay. So when you plug in a dead laptop, it will likely be able to turn on right away from the charge it's getting from the cable. Yeah. Yeah. And then it boots up and it will once it's booted up, it'll tell you what the percentage is and if it's actually charging the battery. So now, on the other hand, if it was a phone, a lot of phones, if they're turned off, like the Android phones, and you plug them in, it will tell you what the battery percentage is without having to turn on the phone. Yeah, yeah. the whole screen will be replaced with just a battery hey. indicator thing. Yeah, iPhones also yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just one of those things where it just... To me, it didn't make sense how he knew the percentage of power and why he wasn't able to turn on the laptop with just the power cord connected. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't own a laptop like the writer. He has a yeah. smartphone. I, I think, yeah, I'm, there's a couple of things in the story where like I think the author probably should have done some more research on various yes. things rather than just like assuming this how things worked. Mm-hmm. Definitely one of those cases of like research. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's the old story. Write what you know, right? Yeah. Or write yeah. or or research what you want to write. Yeah. Well, yeah. when you research it, you know it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the end of my chapter two. Okay. Gamer. Chapter two. <laughs> After that, he was brought. Okay, this is um after finding the body and and showing the body and all that. Yeah. After that, he was brought to the police station by Detective Green, who told him to wait in the interrogation room, promising him that he wasn't in any kind of trouble. Uh, Tom had been sitting in this dark, quiet room, looking over the polished table ever since, and he was never heard from again. As he was the prime suspect <laughs> for, as he was the prime suspect for Kyle's murder. Yeah, I kind of just saw that like zooming out and then like the <laughs> door closing and then credits. Yeah, and then like Der Derek like closes the door, it's like and Sarah's just like so he did it, right? It's like, yeah. Yeah, I think there's a close there's a there's a cold this is a uh uh open uh, shut case. Open shut case, thank you, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This next quote we kind of talked over a lot about him not seeing the signs and all that about yeah. his friend. Like Hindsight's twenty twenty and all that. Yeah, like, that's for sure. Like this sort of thing might not. It, it sounds ridiculous when we talk about it. How like three weeks and you don't check on the guy, but like this kind of stuff is like happened before. You know, no, yeah, just, you all of a sudden you just find out someone's dead. You know, like yeah, and like on the more like serious side of it is like suicide and stuff of like that. Like that's why I was yeah. saying like do a wellness check. Like that's why I was calling for the guy to do a wellness check on like on him because like. Yeah, and and again, you're you're absolutely right. You can't always see that happen. Like you 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 always like like when when it happens, you're like, fuck, why didn't I see the signs? Kind of thing. Like I I yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like it would be it'd be easier to digest if he was still like seeing Kyle, but like Kyle was acting weird and he wasn't seeing him for very long. Like he was still mm -hmm. around, so he 
believed he was alive, but he felt he was acting weird, and then he eventually finds him dead. I feel like that would work better. Because like, yeah, like maybe he, you see yeah. them in classes and like pass them every once in a while, but he was like never coming to hang out and stuff like that, and then he goes over and actually checks on him, you know. Yeah, like I feel like the three weeks was t- way too long. Like, cause and then suddenly, cause as soon as like we they find the one body, bodies just start dropping. Yeah. <laughs> start playing drowning pool immediately. Yeah. But yes, I shall move on. One thing I don't get about the um, laptop situation with the charge, I I don't understand why. Tom wants to charge Kyle's laptop up to 100% to turn it on. Like, he could turn it on at 11%, theoretically. Like, he yeah. did turn it on, and it worked. But I don't know what his obsession was with getting it charged more than 11%, that he couldn't just do stuff on it regardless. And, like, yeah, when he's that, charging that... it for ages, and it's not moving up at all, I don't know why he keeps trying. Yeah, it, like... Yeah, it's very very peculiar. And like even when it later on when it says it's over 50%, he doesn't turn it on there. It's just something he's constantly doing, but he doesn't have a reason to turn it on. It's not like he knows something's on there that he needs cuz he has the disk. And he mm-hmm. has it installed on his laptop. So it being charged doesn't really do anything except for the very end when it's like 100%. <laughs> yeah. Charge. And then he turns it on and finds the. And then that's uh, when Kyle. Was... Yeah. Uh, Kyle Knuckles. It, uh... Can't Kyle Knuckles. Yep. Knuckles. Knuckles. Which is how you should be saying that, anyways. It's how it's spelled. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Also, also bringing that up makes me wonder if Tom just goes into the game on his. Uh, laptop would he also encounter Knuckles, or is it like Knuckles is, it... is on Kyle's laptop because he was like absorbed through that laptop or whatever? Or maybe that's like the that's world. the window for like that's the only window that um that Kyle Kyle Knuckles know, knows where to where how to like contact. Yeah, like he, he can't he hasn't found um like the window that opens up when uh, when when Tom uses his his laptop so. I wonder if the game that they're playing actually has online capabilities. Because, like, Maybe. that's the only way that it would be working as, like, something that you can connect to and see the changes in that world constantly. If he's taking all of these people and turning them into <laughs> video game characters by the end. Or it's the game is another actually dimension. just, yeah, it's another dimension. And the game is just a, is just like the, the medium in which we can perceive the other dimension. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I think, I think, I think you're going a little too mundane on it. It's like this is clearly supernatural. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, it, there's um, there's an old game called um, Fantasy Star Online Two, and it kind of does this in a way because, like, the it's, game it itself, sucks your soul out and puts you in the game. To, no, um, <laughs> but <laughs> the game itself is a game in the real world of. Like Fantasy Star. Like, oh, okay. When you connect to me as a person la- loading and playing the game, people in the world, the universe of Fantasy Star, do the same thing as well. They have in a the game. <laughs> yeah, in the fiction, there yeah. is a game called Fantasy Star Online 2. And people connect to that 
and they play the game that we are playing in real life. And the game that, in that game is its own universe, and they live their own <laughs> lives normally, and they know about the other universe of people that connect to the, their universe. <laughs> oh my god, my fucking head. <laughs> yeah, my head hurts too. <laughs> but it's that same sort of thing, just horror, though. Huh, interesting, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to try Fantasy Star, honestly, like any of them, but... Yeah, I played the demo of one of them ages ago on the Xbox. It's anime as fuck. That's all you need yeah. to know. That, that's fair. Yeah. So yeah, I'm actually done with Chapter 2. Never all right. So, on to Chapter 3. Uh, I'm going to start with this thing here. Uh, so, the, this is regarded with the, the graphics being 3D and like it looking like Sonic Unleashed or Sonic Generations. When I got to this point, cause unlike you, Gamer, where you're like, uh, like it's so very confusing, like in your in your grammar and um your grammar acquisition i honestly just took this as like oh cool it's a it's a, a remake or a rebooting ver- of the version of sonic.exe just like the story is a remake of the original story from yeah. sonic.exe it's a modern reinterpretation of it in yeah. both game and writing form yeah so i thought that was kind of that was neat indeed um and then my next thing here Deciding to deal with it in the morning, Tom got up from his desk and went straight to bed, not even bothering to close his laptop or clean his mess. Tomorrow, he would talk to his friends about the game and maybe continue playing it. And this is after he like just dealt with like the whole tales thing and how horrific and like the horrificness of that and stuff. Yeah, I kind of wish it had it had done something a little extra in the story where it showed that there was some kind of influence the game had after you play a bit of it that makes you want to keep playing it. Cause otherwise it's kind of weird that like Tom is just kind of like, after seeing all that horrible stuff with happened to tails, he's like, I'm going to go take a, take a rest. And then I'm, I'm going to show my buddies this cool. Like it, you were horrified earlier <laughs> and now you're like, I'm going to play this game some more later. Maybe if he was a, um, if he enjoyed like horror movies and horror video games a lot, maybe then he would be more desensitized to it. Yeah. Like yeah, I viewed him as just his whole thing is Sonic, like yeah, because that's all they talk about is Sonic and Smash Brothers. Yeah, but so, um, yeah, yeah, I, I just kind of like maybe like a little, just a little bit of a, like a hint that like maybe either yeah, like what you said, like he's into like horror, horror and gore and stuff like that, so that actually kind of appeals to him, like it would me, <laughs> or like again, show like there's there like that there's some kind of influence that it it uh, it has on on the player, but um. That's the end of my uh, chapter three. So, Mikey. Um, my chapter three quote is Tom was rather surprised at how the game guessed that Silver was his favorite character. But he rationalized that it could have just been part of the overall gaming mechanic. To which Marshall says, really? You're surprised by this? And not the fact that Detective Green knew you were best friends with Kai. <laughs> yeah, like the, the game yeah. thing is just the like, game just makes no sense. matter who you pick, the game tells you, oh, that's your favorite, is it? Like, yeah, especially if it says it, that on it, everyone. Yeah, okay, mechanically, mm-hmm. it could even be like the game, see, like, you, 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 the, this is the first time you've chosen that character. It's like, oh, that must be your favorite character. Like, that's yeah. just a, that's just a, that's just a basic mechanic of the, of, of a game, yeah. not even this game. Specifically. Yeah. But he was surprised by that. <laughs> yeah. And not of the detective being sus. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of other yeah, things yeah. you should be surprised about. This is yeah. not one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And that's the end of my chapter three. Okay. Gamer. Okay. That's grammar. Whoops. Down there. Okay, so I've grouped a handful of notes together because they're all talking about the same thing, the installation of the game. Yeah. So part one, the installer percent. After several minutes, it was at 1%. Realizing it was going to be a while until the game had fully installed, Tom decided to order some takeout and watch a movie. So maybe it's just me, or maybe it's Maybelline, but if I was installing something and it was taking more than a minute to move past 1%, I'd cancel it, not leave it running for hours. Yeah. Also, I'd have checked to see how much data is on the CD. If it's a small file size, like, then that's even more reason to cancel it quick if it's not working. Now, maybe it takes a long time to install because I, I, there's some. It's uploading a virus. Accessing the laptop <laughs> is where yeah, I wrote or, down. Yeah. Which is basically what's happening. Um, yeah. So, in regards to the timer's function, I understand why it's taking a long time. I, like with the meta knowledge of knowing that there's some like alien entity that's doing shit to his computer, but to Tom, he should be like, "This isn't working. I guess it's broken. Cancel." Mm-hmm. And if it was like a finalized, published thing from Sega, then he would probably give it more leads. But it's a burned thing on a random CD that's weird looking. You know. Yeah. There's so like, many red flags. Especially if it was a CD, it's probably got like what max 700 megabits, <laughs> like not even a gig to well, it. And then it was, as in the, the generalization yeah. of could also be a DVD which has about like four to five gigs, like the capacity. So yeah, it's it, a flat it, donut that holds data. It's a CD. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way I'm seeing that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'll move on. The installation uh, basically blacks out the CD, and he says, "Surely this." His computer uh, didn't experience an error or a virus installing this game, did it? It's not like you just installed a weird bootleg knockoff game of unknown origin on an unmarked CD that is physically messed up with an X marked into it. No, there'd never be a virus on that. No, that's totally normal. Red flag number two. (laughs) Moving on. He reboots his laptop. There he saw it. Sitting at the very center of his desktop, was an icon that appeared to be a black X. So new shortcuts on desktop always go to the top left corner and then go down, snapping over only one column at a time until it finds an empty spot on your desktop. It's not going to put it in the very center of your screen for dramatic effect. I get it's there for focus, but it pulls the immersion out for me. Fair. And again, there's some weird supernatural shit going on. So if... Nanak wants to put that in the middle just from dramatic effect. I can't say that he shouldn't. <laughs> I'm just imagining now, like on his side, he like like the 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 the, um, the the shortcut pops up where it's supposed to, <laughs> and then you just see like the mouse cursor like go over to it and drag <laughs> it to the center. It's like, there yeah, go. looks better there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so silly. He'll see it now. But that's the thing. If he's purposefully installing this game, he's wanting to play it. So I know, but like, it, to see yeah, it. yeah, it's but being it's being him, there for dramatic. Yeah, the dramatic effect is just silly. Yeah, but I shall move on. In regards to the property shortcuts, or sorry, the the short the 
the properties of the shortcut. He right-clicked to check the properties. He was rather surprised to see there was literally nothing there. No type of file, no description, not even describing the location, size, or even the dates when he was created. I wish there were properties in here. Because if there, if any of these things happened in regards to the installation, they are all red flags. Yeah. Like, I, I get that we need to have Tom use this program to have the story happen, but why would you, you being Nonic, why would Nonic make all this set up to be as sketchy as fucking possible? Yeah. Like, why hide all that information? Put in useless, just, like, fake information in there if you want. It's, like, making it so plainly obvious that you should not be clicking this throughout every single stage of the installation, yet he does it again. Yeah. Which, to me, I think has clarified what this creature is. He is a Darwin demon. He is cleaning the gene pool of people <laughs> who are actually dumb enough and willing to run this file. And that's why he just, like, harvests so many souls in Derplin State College. Damn right. That's why he's there. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, hunting season's on. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yeah oh god so i did that voice wrong it's like hunting season's on all right <laughs> yeah uh, totally oh god okay but that's i'm done with the installation it can rest now okay moving on uh obligatory video game creepypasta note about the character not turning off the game when they say they fear for their own life mm -hmm. moving on this game was Clearly not approved by Sega. Sure, they threw in a creepy message in Sonic CD to scare away hackers, but there was no way they would develop a game like this, let alone release it to the public. And then later on it says, it had to have been made by someone other than Sega because there's no possible way this thing was... Oh, this thing actually talked to Tom. Could they? So I know at this point he's freaking out and trying to rationalize things because this is like after he's spooked out by it and all that. Yeah. Like in the outro to it. But I think it was clear it wasn't made by Sega the second he saw the disc. Yeah. Yeah. And as soon as you booted the game up, there were no production credits or anything in the intro. I, I'm glad he quickly comes to the realization that this is just some fucked up fan game to him early on. Um because like all of it, including the no way to actually talk to Tom bit, is doable first off, in a mundane way as an actual game. Yeah. Because the whole sequence that played out, the whole sequence of him playing the game played like a scripted series of events. Events. The animator could have eased, like, in regards to the um, the character looking at Tom, the, the person, like, looking at the camera, the animator can easily just make the character look to the player's camera. They were essentially in a cutscene at that point. And even if they weren't, they can make it so the character is locked onto where the camera of the player is to make it like constantly follow you as you move around. They do that in horror games. They have the character always look at you no matter where you go. Yeah. And all the dialogue is all scripted stuff that's not specifically catered to him or random enough that it would, wouldn't actually make sense, you know? Yeah. And like, considering it's a new game, <laughs> the idea of like faces changing and like the blood and the transformations and stuff, that's all doable too. Hell, in Sonic Unleashed, Sonic turns into a werehog. That's the whole yeah. point of that game. <laughs> yeah. So even the transformation is very possible. 
So one thing that would push this over the edge is to make the character's vocal dialogue say Tom's name. Because then that would yeah. be like, okay, this can't be possibly programmed. There's some weird mumbo-jumbo going on, you know? Um, <laughs> Hello, Tom Miller. <laughs> would you like yeah. to play a game? But like, even mm-hmm. that is getting closer and closer to being doable for real. I know, like His yeah. PC probably has his name set up under his user. And like these days, there's an AI, there's AI you can take and like put text to, and it'll just say it out in a somewhat acceptable way. And considering the way that Sonic's voice is uh, described to us, it sounds good, but quote unquote not quite real, which is already yeah. how AI sounds like. Yeah, there's, there's a reason why we've moved away from like, oh, a, like there's a there's a spirit trapped in this doll's body, i.e., Chucky, to, oh no, we've created a smart doll, i.e., Megan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The ghost in the machine is 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 real, and it's it's coming at us real fast. Yeah, it's getting a little scary. Yep. <laughs> that's real life horror right there. Mm-hmm. But that's the end of my notes for chapter three. Okay. Uh, well, then I suppose on to chapter four. So I'm gonna start with this. The for chapter four, I'll start with this um, this quote here. What is he? Some kind of Yandere fan of Sonic's? Look, it looks like Amy's got the competition. Vicky scoffed. Oh, please. Like Amy ever had a chance with Sonic. Quite frankly, I think Fiona's a better choice for Sonic. Mike looked at his girlfriend with a quizzical look. Who? We're breaking up. um i kind of again this is kind of i said this a little bit earlier i kind of wish that um tom's friends were it was established earlier that tom's friends were like all sonic fans too like it says they're they're into the game or they're they're into games as like mentioned with the smash bros and stuff but like not as big as like sonic fans as as tom at least like it's never established until like now where we get deep cuts um is this like vicky's reveal that she's like the deepest sonic lore fan out of or, all of them or like it would i think it would actually work better if they uh, it established early on that like they were all part of the of a sonic club like kind of similar to the anime club except like more specific mm-hmm. yeah um and then the next thing here <laughs> i see green muttered all right i'm on my way over there I already know where your where your room is, so I'll pick you up there and we'll check it out, okay? All right, see you then, Tom said. I really like... Uh, it, it really feels like Detective Green is kind of sus here. Like, yeah. I... I for for a, I I I don't know if I was like confusing like what happened in the previous version of the story, but like I was like, is Detective Green a cultist in the in the original story? Because <laughs> like he's getting a little too like, oh yeah, I'm on my way. Don't worry. <laughs> like don't tell anybody. Uh, glad that you called me first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is pretty suspicious. Yeah, it made me really suspicious of him. Uh, also the fact that like, why would they like take Tom, Tom with them? <laughs> yeah, a, a civilian and effectively deputize him like suddenly like like shouldn't they be doing this like all like without tom like alone like doing their job and stuff i uh, did say that they're like low on manpower or some shit yeah and and i also know that like we we wouldn't get part of the story for that but like realistically i don't even think the the that's necessarily honestly i feel like most of the story like you didn't need the the detect like like tom getting pulled into the detective investigation he could have just had his investigation with his friends 
on on campus, like trying to solve it themselves, or like trying to solve it on their side while the while the while the uh, detectives were doing their thing, uh, like off in the wings. Well, yeah, because um, like also this story isn't told from a first person perspective. It's, yeah, it's not even focused on Tom specifically. No. It doesn't have to be, considering the end spoilers. It jumps to not have Tom as the main character. Weird. So. Yeah. This could just flip back and forth between Tom, between following Tom and between following Green, yeah, as they're exactly. investigating this in their different means. Yeah. So Tom but, being brought in specifically isn't necessary. So I'm agreeing. With you. <laughs> yeah. But the way the story is, like, while it doesn't it doesn't focus, like Tom isn't. It's not like first person perspective. It does focus mo- like it does center around Tom up until the last chapter. So. It does, but it doesn't have to. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly. We both agree. <laughs> What world are we living in? <laughs> um, so the next thing here, um, hoping to find answers through Kyle's laptop, he returned to his dorm room and plugged the charger into it. Oh, hang on, is this the yeah? Didn't did he not do that earlier before getting picked up by Detective Green? Like, I'm pretty sure he char- he he plugged in the laptop earlier to charge. But apparently he's going back to his dorm room to plug it in to charge it. Uh, maybe there's like some time difference that we're not referred to. Well, uh, up. the the problem is he keeps switching his charge cord between Kyle's laptop and his laptop. Yeah. So it it the water gets muddied when, and you never know what's actually plugged into what. Yeah. No, that's fair. Okay, and then I have this thing here, and so this is this is when the the uh, the next death happens, and then like there's the the uh, they're in the atrium, and uh, uh, the uh, Detective Green uh, addresses the cra- addresses the st- the staff and students in the in in that in that atrium. Even though you are all asleep, or even though you are all sleeping, eating, or and are being educated in this establishment. Like any other ordinary college, the fact still stands. A killer is still out there, and you are not—you are all not safe. If any of you see anything suspicious, go to any of your teachers that are nearby straight straight away. Whoever this killer is, it's likely he'll come back to continue his work. But know that you have the law on your side. We won't rest until we found until we've found and apprehended the murderer. I cannot promise you the guarantee of your safety, but I will promise you this. As long as the law exists on this planet somewhere, somehow, this man will be brought to justice. And it will certainly, and it will be certain that he won't hurt another innocent human being ever again. Thank you for your time. But I'll do it, Ray. Thanks. I mean, I mean, Derek. (laughs) Uh, Seriously, like that is the most that's the most terrible speech to calm people down in a crisis. Yeah. <laughs> the fact and the fact that like right after this speech, Tom is filled with confidence for Detective uh, yeah, Green. Yeah, because the plot says like, so. Yeah, and I'm just like <laughs> like how? Did you did you actually listen to the to the same speech I just read? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it really is. It's just like uh, I still love this. Like, we won't rest until we found or apprehended the murderer. I cannot promise the you the guarantee of your safety. 
like, yeah, like, I mean, yeah. and it was it, like to me, it's like, and at that, as soon as like, it's like, thank you, and then he like walks off, and as soon as that, like, he walks off, and the and the uh, the dean or the principal shows up, he's just like, everyone just starts screaming and running. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably what would happen. Yeah. Oh god, it was just so ridiculous. Like the the school should definitely be closed to this point. They don't. Was it like the next day after finding Kyle's body? Yeah, basically. Oh no, it was uh, the weekend, wasn't it? I also kind of had a hard time following the timeline. Yeah, the timeline gets a little iffy, but like in pretty short order, a bunch of yeah, within a week. Like, there's another yeah, death. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, by, by by the second death, they they definitely should just like evacuate the, the college and like uh, like send people home like that. Th- yeah. This is ridiculous. This is honestly the dumbest like set scenario. <laughs> like, I- I'm sorry. Like, I know again. I know that this is like a thing. Where it's like, oh well, like, uh, like one one. I could see like them staying open and just like memorializing. But like once they realize that there's a killer in their campus killing people, especially somebody in in a class, is like, no, yeah, they straight up need to like. They're not isolated in like the mountains, or it's not Hogwarts where it's like off in the wilderness, like. Yeah. Well, send the kids home. <laughs> well, they are isolated in that they're all in one building. <laughs> oh my god! We'll get there. We'll get there. We will get there. <laughs> and yeah, it's one thing if the the deaths were like different, but they're identical, so it's a serial killer. Like, yeah, yeah get the yeah, fuck out. Yeah, get the fuck out. Like, the, the, this 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 atrium meeting should also have been like, all right, we're going to um uh, uh we're we're calling people we're calling uh in uh. Uh, buses and stuff like that. We're sending you guys all home, <laughs> or like, or, yep. or or sending you guys to hotels or something like that to stay away from the school. Because clearly, and yeah. And here's the thing: I get that if that happened, there wouldn't be a later part of the story. Mm-hmm. But you can work around that. Just like when this uh, assembly is going on, and he's saying that he's closing in the school, they all go to leave, and they're barricaded in. And then we get the the final thing where everything in college dies, like every single person. Yeah, so it's just weird. basically yeah. there's ways to make your story work with realistic choices while still not hampering your your the like actual flow of the story and the things that you're wanting to have done. They just might have to happen earlier, sooner rather than later. Yeah, but uh. That is the end of my chapter four actual thoughts. Um, Mikey? Uh, let's see here. Uh, this chapter sort of brings home the fact that this story seems to be written by someone who didn't do their research. Yep. Um, because, like, everyone knew the English teacher, or it seemed like it. Yeah. Um, the principal holding an assembly? Um, yeah. That's something that would happen in high school, but is highly unlikely to happen in college. Yes, Um, I did actually look it up. Um, You there, uh, colleges can have principals, but yes, yeah. When you think of college or university, you don't think of a principal; you think of the dean. (laughs) Yeah. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that. I think I just it turned into high school for me. Yeah, it it really. I, I think honestly, this is this is definitely a case. Yeah. And I'm sorry if I'm stepping on your toes. If I am, stop me. <laughs> um, this person probably is a high schooler who wrote this, or at least like that's what they know, and so they kind of treated college like 
similar to high school is is my guess maybe yeah th- they treated it like high school but with dorms like that yeah which i think th- i mean there are acad- there are high schools uh, like like preppy kind of high schools that do have dorms uh, or like there's high school level schooling out there that does have dorms i believe but yeah like I think public high school to the knowledge was high school high school plus dorms equals college and that's what was used for this is what yeah. Mikey's getting. Yeah. 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 And uh, there's a, a quote here from the principal. You may all return to your dorm rooms. Uh, all right. <laughs> like, uh, just, beca- just because you're in college doesn't mean you have a dorm room. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, I, yeah, yeah, no, there's, there's, there's uh residency outside of the campus. There's, you know, your home that you can drive from to and from the college. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And also in college, no one cares if you play football. <laughs> yeah. As quoted, plus I'm the class football champ. <laughs> from yeah. The, yeah. Uh, friends. <laughs> like. Uh, although yeah. I think one of the responses was, we don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's used to people caring from high school. Yeah, I, I yeah, it's it's definitely a case he of... He has like, in the character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a case of... Also, I'm not going to lie, when you said, like, mm-hmm. in college, no one... I thought you were going to say no one uh, can hear you scream. <laughs> so I believe how you're going to go with that. In college, no one can hear you scream. <laughs> Because your essays do it in one hour. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So my next actual thought here is in regards to Detective Green's speech. <laughs> uh, and I have the, the first quote here. I just want to say that I deeply apologize for the recent couple of tragedies that have taken place. I shouldn't have done like uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, unless he's the killer, he shouldn't be apologizing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like it's that kind of thing. Or like, I'm sorry, like the, the, what, uh, like, the, like what happened to you, or the kind of thing. It's like my condolences, but yeah, it's, it always sometimes comes out like awkward. Like, why are you sorry? You didn't do anything. Well, I mean, he yeah. gets into it a little bit, basically apologizing mm-hmm. to say like I said I would protect you kids, and then I didn't. So yeah. because Moore got killed, he's taking it as a, as his fault. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rightly so, because he didn't leave anyone at the school. <laughs> like there weren't any officers just like hanging out at the school. There was that one cop at the uh, at the crime scene of the teacher. That was it. Yeah, but yeah, after. <laughs> yeah, no, I that's meant, true. Like during normal operating hours, they should have had a few cops just walking around school. I, again, let's be honest. By the second killing. They should have evacuated this entire college. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it should well, not have lasted this long. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then uh, the next quote uh, from his speech. But I will promise you this. As long as a law exists on this planet somewhere, somehow this man will be brought to justice. So he's an alien detective? Hmm. <laughs> 
from a different planet? <laughs> Why would you say planet? <laughs> yeah, it's, very, it's a very weird speech. Like, does not fill me with confidence, and it's just kind of awkward. I mean, fucking Nanak isn't from Earth. He's, yeah, he's so aliens dimension. exist, so it's entirely possible that he is just a good alien working for the Supernatural Task Force. Yeah, yeah. De- de- yeah, Derek, Derek Green is actually a Supernatural Task Force agent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, that explains it. Because, I mean, how else is he letting his sister join in on the investigation? Yeah. There's an entire division else... of Sarah's. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how he's able to let Tom be part of the investigation, even though he's a civilian. Because yeah, I mean... he has supernatural task force powers to let people look beyond it. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, in Delta Green, um, uh, Tom is what we would like to call a friendly, uh, somebody who is not actually in the conspiracy, like as an agent, but is somebody that the uh, the agents can like use as a as an asset or a resource while in the field. <laughs> so, but wait, Derek Green, Delta Green. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, my next actual thought uh, is uh, that uh, I learned something. Oh, I didn't actually know of Fiona Fox from the Sonic Archie comics. Yeah, I never I didn't really follow the, the comics. So that was a new yeah, one. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I had to look I had to look her up to see what she was what, what she actually looked like. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Next quote I have here. The the next was his battery. His battery was originally a good 95% when he played the game last night. But now it was at 36%. This confused Tom. Because a computer battery wasn't supposed to go down. Go down when the computer was turned off. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe he accidentally put it in sleep mode? Like, that's a lot laptop. of power consumption for sleep mode, though. Yeah, like, it's definitely it's it's got something like go, like going on in the background. You put it into yeah. like nightmare mode. Like, yeah, he was not well, having restful sleep at all. He was in like, sleep paralysis mode. Yeah, sleep paralysis. Yeah, the laptop sleep paralysis. <laughs> yeah, we got aliens in the story, and now computer sleep paralysis. <laughs> Had to work it in somehow. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, all right. So now, the next quote I have is in regards to Officer Craven. Oh, yes. uh, he's obviously a cop that does field work. Like he's out in the field, not sitting at a desk pushing papers. Yet. Tom, Tom at one point says, uh, at least he's out chasing the bad guy instead of sitting around at his desk annoying everybody around him. And I'm like, but he, he is out in the but field. He's standing at a door. Yeah. yeah. Also, also yeah. How, how does how does Tom like what does Tom know about this guy? Like Tom knows nothing about this dude. Like he's just no. like yeah, just like yeah, yeah. Tom knows nothing of this police officer yet. He insults them 
and apparently hits it right on the nose. And I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> it's like he just rolled he rolled a luck check really well and just like on his baseless accusation and insult. <laughs> yeah, considering it brought up like the desk thing, like I was thinking, was he sitting at the teacher's desk inside or sitting in one of the schools, uh, one of the uh, like the kids' desks area, like when they went in to investigate? But no, because he stopped them outside, right? Yeah. So yeah, he's like he's just standing there. Yeah. So a better way is like he could have swapped the insult around to be like, at least he's chasing the bad guy instead of standing around like a glorified doorman. Yeah, that would have been that good. would be more apt. Because yeah. he's literally just mm-hmm. guarding a door, which is important. I'm not throwing shade nope. at anyone guarding a door in a situation like this, but if you need to be a dick to someone, choose the proper dicking to dick the dick with. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Richard also. Yeah, that is true, yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh, so my next quote here. Tom did not want to imagine the possibility of there being any supernatural forces at work, despite the rising amount of evidence to the contrary. To which my response is, I'm not saying it's supernatural, guys, but it's supernatural. Yeah. (laughs) And then uh, my next quote here. The classroom for the anime clubs still open right now. Why don't we link Tom's laptop to the projector and we can watch the game on the projector screen? And thinking about it, I don't think there was many clubs in college. Um, At least the college experience I've had. Um, And the the whole anime club thing... um, actually reminds me that of an anime I watched way back when where they actually had like an anime club in an anime. (laughs) So I'm wondering if this guy that wrote this story was a fan of anime and said, oh, there must be an anime club in college. (laughs) Sure. Uh, Actually, my my with my college experience, uh, we did have an anime uh, club. (laughs) there you go um yeah did you have a room dedicated to it or did you just go around to different rooms and such well we'd go to the uh we'd go to the one of the uh uh, we had a a, we could like rent out one of the classes that had like a projector like and like go down and like actually like check out the screen stuff so i actually had a good visual for this scene specifically (laughs) but you didn't have a specific Ah. room like this room is only used for anime club yeah no there's not yeah there wasn't a dedicated like anime room but there was like a couple of rooms that we could uh we could rent out like after hours basically mm-hmm. to watch stuff hmm. so yeah my college like oh it was like we had yeah well, there was a, a pretty healthy uh uh anime a- anime club at the time so nice yep all right and that's the end of my chapter four all right well gamer <laughs> uh first quote is i'm assuming uh this is like before they actually started playing they were talking about it are you going to play more of it later? Maybe we can watch you play it on play it and uh, to see what it's all about. Oh no, Vicky interrupted. I'm not going to watch you. You guys play a game where Sonic is killing his best friends and shit. That's not like him at all. 
like again, it's like with the whole situation <sighs> of like you guys will not sully the great name of Sonic. I will have no part of it. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, really, like not my Sonic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need that as an a t- angel I, I need... <laughs> sent to us from heaven. I need that as a T-shirt now. Just like not my hashtag, not my Sonic. <laughs> yeah, like the way that she talks about this, and also the way that the others respond, it almost sounds like they're they. They're all characters in the Sonic world talking yeah. about playing a game that was made about the real life Sonic. Yeah. Like this game just besmirches Sonic's good real name. I, I, it also, I feel like it would have, this would have actually made more sense if it had been established that these guys are all part of the Sonic club. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like specifically, like there was a, yeah. there's a club that, that this group of friends has started because they're all fans of Sonic. And so they all like watch like Sonic media or play games of Sonic and stuff like that. Yeah. Cause again, there's also yeah. gaming there, there, there were like some like little like niche clubs that like, again, from my college uh, experience, it's not the same as everybody's obviously, but like there were like little, mm-hmm. like little clubs that we we'd form um, for like, that we'd like go and like watch stuff after hours. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah making me think of that, of um, them being in the Sonic world. Like, what would they be? Would it be like Tom the Cat, Mike the Rhino, Vicky the Mouse, and like Roger the Dog or something? God damn, that's actually really good. <laughs> yeah, Mike would be a Rhino because he plays football, and Tom the Cat because Tom. Cat. Tom the Alley. Tom the Alley Cat. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's so lazy. <laughs> that too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Then um, a little bit later on, he's like talking about the laptop. It's still at eleven percent, even though he like keeps charging it day after day. <laughs> he's, like, he's been trying to charge this laptop for days, and it hasn't moved a single percent. Stop trying. Yeah, like, it's like I assume that I originally assumed that these percentages were some sort of a counter, and it's like when it gets down to eleven percent, he will uh, Tom will die. Like when his own laptop gets down to eleven percent, because that's what. <laughs> Kyle's was. <laughs> you die in the laptop. You die for real. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's kind of how I thought it was because like charging was doing nothing. But it, spoilers, it does not have anything to do with, to do with that directly. And the whole obsession over the charge percent, I don't think really paid off. No, like it unnecessarily took forever to charge, and like it being lower didn't really mean anything. Yeah, it's filler, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Then this next note is basically like we briefly talked about it i don't know how i feel about tom being directly brought in to do the detective work because the story isn't being told in first person so yeah. it didn't he didn't need to join it could have yeah. easily just like had tom do his thing with the scooby-doo gang and then have green do his thing with the uh police procedural and just mesh yeah. the two together yeah i i definitely agree um i do think like the story like it is told it, it is from tom's perspective even though it's not first person because you can do that with third person but it, it this would have benefited had it just like been like to- like talking about tom's stuff and then like we occasionally go back to Derek. <laughs> like we kind of especially especially by the end like when we get that ending bit where it is all from the perspective of Derek. Mm-hmm. um and then so like yeah i do agree like with you though we could have definitely had some like scenes that were just like from Derek's perspective um in third person like we just we like cut away to another scene kind of thing yeah for sure yeah and like in regards to um tom and everyone thinking like oh the game can't possibly kill people right (laughs) it's it sounds silly but like Mm -hmm. maybe the game is mundanely just simply programmed to induce seizures 
so the killer can just waltz in and do his dirty work. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that is that is something that that has happened um, in the past. Mm-hmm. Not like yeah. to this malicious intent, but like there are yeah. like games that like have caused seizures and such. So, well, simply the game is just so compelling, like such a compelling distraction to the victim that the killer can also get in there with them, completely distracted by this weird game that they made. Yeah, it's almost like um, a, a mundane mimetic uh, mimetic effect. Like it's not like a supernatural mimetic virus thing that like brain fuckles you, but it's like something that is. It just gets you into the into like the groove of something so like immersive that like you ignore the rest of your uh, out, uh, outside extremities like kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like when I'm playing a video game, like getting really immersed, and then my niece cultist walks into the like sneaks into the room and just like, hey, I was like, Gah! yeah, just that, <laughs> but also with a knife. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's, tried, she's done that a couple of times too, but well, oh, okay, I shouldn't be uh, surprised. He doesn't have to worry until she comes in with a chainsaw and a hockey mask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's just Halloween. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> niece Cultus is becoming Wednesday Adams more and more every year. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. But yeah, uh, I shall move on, though. And um, in regards to the Scooby-Doo part that I mentioned, yeah, these the kids basically did become Scooby-Doo, the gang, you know? Yeah. Basically, Although it's a without plot armor. <laughs> yeah, like Scooby Doo Gang or like the Monster Squad or the Goonies. Like they, they, it, it became very much like one of those like eighties, nineties kids groups that are like trying to solve the mystery. Except they don't have any plot armor. Like I said, <laughs> they just like it's, as soon as I said, like no, I don't think he's going to risk it. If anyone's now aware he's been targeted, he's been targeting this college. Chances are he's going to lay low for a while. I'm kind of hoping he shows up so we can catch him. Wouldn't it be sane if the four of us actually caught this bastard ourselves? That'd be cool. Okay, I just I just realized something. Not to go back, keep going back to it, but it's like they thought they were the Scooby Doo gang. Turns out they were just a bunch of kids from a uh, a group of friends from a slasher flick movie, like Stay Alive. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Who like are there to get killed off? <laughs> but yeah, this is like this is, is the, the first, first. Yeah, like this part is the first thirty minutes, and then. Them getting picked off and killed and so that is like the last like is the rest of the movie. <laughs> yes, or them. This whole story is the first thirty minutes, and the rest of the movie is Green chasing down <laughs> everyone else. Yeah, after the the massacre of everything. Yeah, but either way, that is the end of my chapter four notes. All right, on to chapter five. So I got this quote here. <laughs> I haven't decided on a new game this time. I've had a bit of a busy day, so instead of instead, I'm just gonna drop someone into a new room for you. Feel free to explore. Nobody's going anywhere after all. So, um, this is like when they're like in the like they're all in the the room with the projector and like playing the game. Um, and like this happens, so it's like this is the dialogue that happens. It's like, and then the doors to the classroom were audi- uh, were audibly locked, <laughs> which would have been a really cool scene. <laughs> it's like. And showed like maybe a little bit more of like a like a, a little bit of a weird set like a creepy setup for like you know Sonic.exe like having some kind of influence on reality, or even the the cultists just like stalking the the, the group and then like locking the doors on the kids yeah. while they're uh, while it they're there. Mundanely, but either way, if that happened, it would put like the the creepy part yeah. a little too early. That's before they they even really yeah. were playing the game at that point. Yeah, no, that's yeah. true. Yeah, and. and yeah. And as it is, it's uh, foreshadowing. Yeah. Because th- at that point, the cultists are barricading them in. 
That is actually true. <laughs> they they was do. The same day, yeah. Uh, I think it was, yeah. I think. Um, maybe, yeah. <laughs> uh, and th- and then we get this part here. <laughs> um, uh, uh, weren't we just in that funhouse? Weren't we just in that funhouse room not too long ago? This is getting goddamn freaky. I don't know if we should keep playing this, guys. Vicky said, an obvious hint of fear in her voice. And so we get to another dumb trope in video game creepypastas. And I feel you guys, like my co-host, can agree on this. Why are they weirded out while they're playing this game and it's like changing? Like levels can change and physics can alter based on like trigger mechanics in games. Like that's an established fact in real life. (laughs) Um, Like I literally just finished watching a video this week uh, of... uh, uh, a, a doom a really cool doom mod that somebody made for a creepypasta s kind of arg thing called uh my house and it's got some crazy cool like mechanics to it but like no one's freaking out over like oh this can't be real like how can they do this and stuff like that no they're 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 getting creeped out by the actual story that the the, the mod is trying to tell not that's what vicky's trying to get across it's not this can't be happening oh no it's this is i don't like watching this this is creepy I don't... like the same way that you would someone would oppose to be the same way that someone would be opposed to watching a creepy movie. I don't know. I, I kind of got the, the, uh, the, the impression that they're more freaking out over like, how can they be like in preview in like, like how can the levels be changing and stuff like that rather than like them just getting a weird, like feeling of the story. Like uh, maybe it's just me, but maybe I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> um, but uh, I'll move on to the next thing here. Um, Tom was on the alert by this point. The last time he was in the ruined city, he stumbled across that sonic creature. Thankfully, his fear subsided as it felt like the creature wasn't there or wasn't here this time as he explored it. Suddenly, those fears immediately shot back the minute he heard the clown-like laughter again, echoing across the silence of the city. The sudden abruptness of the laughter making all of his friends jump. So for me, like reading this part, like where he's like, he's getting all kind of tense. Then the tenseness is going away. Then he gets freaked out again. And it's like, there's jump scares. And then there's mood whiplash. <laughs> like, I felt like it happened way too. Like, you like, it's like, uh, it's like, I'm tense. All right. I'm calm down. Oh God. <laughs> Like it was like it was too it was like it happened all too like the 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 tenseness then the calmness then the then the then the jump scare thing kind of happened all too quickly for me like there should have been a little bit more of a a little bit of a, more of a delay of like him being calm and like having letting his guard down before like they got the jump scare. Mm-hmm. But um, then the next thing I have here, um, the creature then began to reach a hand towards them as if he was planning to grab them and Tom could see his hand was black ending in long, sharp claws. Tom, turn it off, turn it off. Roger screamed. And as everyone was backing away and screaming in terror, Tom began to see why. Um, so this is like when the, when he, when the creature's like almost seems to be coming out of the projector screen and like Tom has to go and like turn off the, the, uh, the laptop and such. Um, I was getting okay. some, it, some major it vibes, like, specifically from like the newer it movies that it came out um because there's straight up a scene where pennywise um takes control of a projector they're using to like look at like images and photos and and maps of of dairy and such and literally come bursts out of the projector screen 
to like to scare the living shit out of the kids. <laughs> mm. Um, and and actually, this is that is another example of an eldritch entity wearing a facade of some childhood thing to get at its victims. So I, it kind of made me wonder if this author has read some Stephen King or at least like watched some of the movies. Um, though then again, chapter like chapter three of it, then. <laughs> uh, actually chapter three is actually in production currently <laughs> oh is it okay. yeah uh but yeah no like and again like this isn't a stephen king specific like trope like this is a trope that yeah. is, like happens all the time like in horror and stuff and it's cool but it's just like i i literally like jumped back to that scene where uh from the the newer it movie where like pennywise comes out of the projector <laughs> mm-hmm. so uh and then this part happened um so this is after like he turns off the um the projector the giant black clawed hand that was in the room with, with them was gone. Silence. So it just kind of like, uh, as soon as he turned off the screen, it like faded away, like rather than like, but I think it would have been kind of even like creepier if it had like severed and for a moment was like still in the, uh, in, in the room with them, like trying to get at them before it like finally faded away. That just to kind awesome. of, just to show like mm-hmm. that it was getting closer to entering our world. Like it was like that it was dangerously close. And have it actually mm-hmm. interact with stuff. Yeah, like maybe like flick around. Like I mean, most, uh, again, based if, if this is like a college room like I'm used to, it's it, the tables are probably uh, probably not uh, movable, but like the chairs might be, or like some of the, or like, like or moving some things around, like some of the, some of the stuff that isn't like bolted in place around at the front of the, the class. Mm. Um, like maybe the teacher's desk kind of gets like shoved off to the side or something like that. Um, or like papers go flying, or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, even if it just falls and like lands on the teacher's desk and like knocks, <laughs> just like and just like falls down and like starts twitching and then, or like disappear, like kind of disappears behind the the desk and then starts crawling like a like a wall master <laughs> from Zelda. Uh, but my next thing here, <laughs> whatever that is, whatever this is actually harkens back to what you said. Uh, you've been saying, uh, gamer. Whatever that thing is that we just saw, that is definitely not Sonic. Yeah, no shit, man, Mike groaned. Thank you. I have literally thought the same thing every time someone in the story has said, that's not Sonic. That's definitely not Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, I'm glad that somebody in the story also like voiced my my thought here on this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did bring that up in my grammar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did. Sorry. It's okay. Um. Then the next thing here. Uh, anyway, we should probably head back into our do- into our dorms. That was a weird game, Tom, but it was fun hanging out with you <laughs> during it. <laughs> Roger said, "Yeah, you too, man." Tom responded, "See you guys later." A- Ow! That that actually hurt when I first read that. Like, oh man, we just rolled sand checks as a demon tried to get us through a projector. Anyway, it was really fun hanging out, man. I'll see you later. <laughs> Like, if it happened to you, you would absolutely do it again. I mean, shut up, but yeah, you're right. What are you talking about? But, like, it's like for like people that aren't me, I expect a normal reaction. Oh, I see. Like, not just like, oh man, that was terrifying. It was fun hanging out though, Tom. Let's uh, we'll still have to do it again sometime. (laughs) It's like that would be me, but I don't think that's right. That's a normal response. Yeah. (laughs) um uh like if i was actually in that situation i don't know if i don't necessarily know if i would actually be like oh man that was terrifying well i mean the the experience otherwise was fun but like except for the life-threatening aspect (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, if there was a little bit of extra put on it, it's like it was cool hanging out, even though we almost died. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, something a little bit more awkwardness. It's just like, yeah, just super chill. Bit. The way they said it, yeah. Uh, and then the next thing here, um, after signing in, he looked through the books first on his way to the computers. After a short browse, he stumbled across probably one of his fav- most his more favorite books, Beneath the Layers of Reality by Jack Cranley. I tried to find this book online, and as far as I know, it doesn't exist. Nor yeah, does same. nor does the author um, as a as like a physics writer or some kind of writer at all for that kind of thing. Um, right. I was genuinely curious about this book because I was like, this seems kind of interesting to me, and kind of sad that it. I can't find it on Google, in a Google search. So if it does exist, if somebody like if the author or somebody like listens to this and like, oh yeah, that actually like I actually know where that is. Like, please let me know where I can find it because like, like what is this a reference to, <laughs> or is this just a yeah. fictional book that the that the author made? Um, and but moving on to the next thing here, Tom looked through one same details as. Oh, right, so this is in regards to when he's like looking through the um, through the uh, the newspaper articles and such mm-hmm. on the desk. Uh, so. Tom looked through one. Same details as what Green told him. People found in their homes, mouth ripped open, their esophaguses torn apart on the inside, their laptops damaged in some way, everything. I don't think that a newspaper article would necessarily go into like graphic detail, like sh- like giving them like exactly the, the details of like how the person was killed, like yeah. mouth ripped open, their esophagus torn out. Like, I don't think I, that would definitely come across as like insensitive. Like you definitely yeah. like in with in terms of like newspaper articles. Yeah, to get that sort yeah. of information, he would have yeah. to like see what the police have on it. Yeah, that's more that's publicly available. Exactly, that's more something that you would be in the in the police archives or in like a police uh, database rather than um, the newspaper. In fact, actually, I think even um, in again <laughs> referencing Stay Alive, uh, there is actually a similar kind of investigation part of that game or of that of that movie. Where the character, ha- uh, because of like how where uh, they're they're interning at like a law lo- uh, law firm, so they're able to um uh, like hack into or access illegally, uh, police records, and that's how they're able to find out that like there's a bunch of other people that have died in a similar vein, as their as their friend in the game uh, when they were playing the game and such. Yeah. So, but that's that's more of like that that made more sense because like he's from a law he's a he's interning at like a law firm kind of thing, so they have. Technically, they can get access to like police records and stuff. Mm. Um, and in this story, was he looking at physical newspapers or was he Googling stuff? I think he was at a computer in the library looking up newspaper articles. Okay. Because, yeah, I don't even know if those articles would have been released, like, unless the police put this information out there to like raise awareness or something. It, I don't think it would be that uh, the, the, the killings would probably be out there in a newspaper article, but. The the details, the gory details would not be uh, would not be mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And the next thing here is something I had to Google as well. And I'm annoyed that I did because it's stupid. Uh, (laughs) um, When he Googled souls, he found an interesting article called the 21 grams experiment, a scientific study back in the early 1900s, theorizing how human souls had mass. So I discovered a new thing while reading this story and like looking it up. This 21 grams theory was a real thing. Someone postulated. Um, There's a whole Wikipedia article. You can actually check it out on it. Um, Mm -hmm. And among like other sources and stuff. 
Though I got, I just got to say, despite being a clearly bogus like fringe science test, uh, it, it works for the story for for a little bit. But it was the uh, the test which which were both um, uh, accused of selective reporting, um, i.e., the guy only used like six people in his test to to get this like didn't have a large group uh, of people to uh, for testing on this and had animal cruelty um apparently the the doctor duncan mcdowell uh, duncan mcdougall killed 15 healthy dogs to prove animals don't have souls wow oh. um so aside from it being bogus like again having select being accused of being sel- having selective reporting and animal cruelty t- uh, tied to it and such this guy checked for the weight changes at the time of a person's death to prove that his hypothesis but if there was any weight change wouldn't that have been from the person's bowel release which is something that does happen when a body dies yeah so like it's not the soul going departing the body it's it's your poop <laughs> like it's it's well, all the waste it's all the waste in your bowels that's likely that's likely yeah. um evacuating <laughs> you would have to weigh them directly before and then after death with whatever clothes and whatever they're wearing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. So like, I'm, I'm guessing he like for the, for the six people that he tested, I hope, I don't know the full details. Um, but like, I'm assuming that he probably went to like a hospital where somebody was like terminally like, like ill, got their weight measurements right before they died and then waited for them to actually expire. And then got another weight test. Maybe, maybe well, we don't know the details. And no. it's a stupid theory to begin with. So yeah, I just like to say, uh, fuck this guy and his stupid theory. <laughs> uh, it was in the 1900s. Um, so like, I, I, I have to go back to the Wikipedia article to find out the exact time that he was doing this. But. It was before people like actually cared about a lot of things, though. So yeah, I, well, I get apparently... why this would be okay back then. Yeah, apparently he didn't want to like he um uh he wanted to use. Um, like deathly or like sickly or deathly, like on the on the on the verge of death dogs, but he couldn't find any, so he used fifteen healthy dogs, um, supposedly. <laughs> yeah, so not a That's great time. Real horror. Yeah, <laughs> he's learning that that stupidity. Uh, but uh, I'll move on to the next thing here. It's actually my last one for chapter five. Um, mm-hmm. His blood ran cold the minute the the minute he heard the announcer's voice unnerved and slightly shaken attention all students there's been another murder all students report to the atrium immediately and so they're gonna start evacuating students from the school now right because there's been now like three or four murders at this point right right no 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 they 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 don't they're stupid it's derpland welcome to derpland state But uh, that well, concludes my chapter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, okay. So this is um, the high school in Durpland where they kill off the people that have an ounce of smartness in them. Oh, okay. It's, 20, <laughs> it's not 21 grabs of soul. It's 21 grabs of smarts. Oh, I see. <laughs> it's a gifted school. Yeah. Quote, unquote. <laughs> God. Oh, God. It's terrible. <laughs> Final, oh. final, final girl at- academy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, um, that's the end of my chapter five. So, Mikey, you're up. 
All right. Um, so my first quote here um, basically emphasizes how Tom is an idiot. Uh, hey, does does that X look bigger to you guys? Tom asked quietly. And I'm like, his friends weren't there when he played the game the first time. Yeah, they don't How have would they know? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> It's really stupid. Yeah. Um, and he can ask that, but they should be like bigger than what? Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's okay yeah. for him to ask it because he's like getting weirded out by it. But again, make it realistic. Have people react realistically to it. Indeed. Hmm. All right. And then uh, my next quote here. Uh, he didn't want to admit what he had experienced was something supernatural, and that there wasn't a rational way to explain what had happened. Again, I'm not saying it's supernatural, guys, but it's supernatural. <laughs> I've just got crazy hair. <laughs> and, a, and, a really, and a really dumb suit on the whole time. <laughs> and that's the end of my chapter five notes. Okay. All right, gamer. And that's the end of my chapter five notes. Okay, on to chapter six. <laughs> um, he felt his heart pound in shock as realization began to run him over like the world's most harshest sledgehammer. That is a very unique and strange analogy. <laughs> Maybe steamroller would work better. I think that's what it's supposed to be, but like we get sledgehammer. <laughs> yeah, either. What did it say? Roll him over? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, realization began to run him over like the world's most harshest sledgehammer. Yeah, maybe knock him over like a sledgehammer. Yeah, knock him over. Yeah, or run uh, him over like a steamroller, or even like a lawnmower. <laughs> like sledgehammer just doesn't doesn't fit in that analogy. <laughs> it's just really weird. It, it's yeah. like not even like a cool nonsensical uh, like line like uh, from like. Like how Wesley Snipes like made improved uh, some really cool lines from like the Blade movies. Yeah, just very odd, <laughs> very odd uh, choice of of uh, of words. Well, it's just because of the run over thing, which immediately yeah. means it needs to be a vehicle. Yeah, it is very very peculiar. Um, moving on to the next thing here. Uh, do you got any evidence to support that? Not just yet. I'm operating on a hunch. Tom had his eyes deadly set on his laptop, closed and sitting quietly on his desk. There's a, there was a certain point pretty early on in the story where I just checked out uh, or like turned off part of my brain to accept that Tom would be so easily deputized for this case. Like we've been mentioning it a couple of times in the story, like in our conversation here, but it's just like, yeah, there's definitely a moment where I just, and this is not the same, this is not the moment, but like there's a moment earlier than this that I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> Tom's deputized, whatever. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. just really bugged me. <laughs> Tom has to be shoehorned into every scene. Yeah, because how else are we going to get the plot? We certainly can't have like a scene yeah. change or a character uh, perspective change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but I'll move on to the next thing I have here. Uh, it seems like less and less students are coming to class. He gestures all around the cafeteria, prompting Mike and Tom to look around. Tom was rather surprised he hadn't noticed it, but indeed, the number of students present in the cafeteria seemed to be seemed to have reduced. Tom did a head count to confirm it. 
so again this is kind of harkening back to what we've been saying about the high school thing i so based on my experience um like this story doesn't quite understand how college works <laughs> um mm. i was i was willing to let it go at first like with the principal thing instead of a dean uh the way it brings up students in class and and head counts in this cafeteria like students like in in college don't have all the same classes they have multiple there's yep. different courses going on so like the the kind of uh traffic that you get in in the uh in the lunch in, in the cafeteria area um at least in my college was constantly in flux um based yep. on like when people's classes or courses were going on and such and like if people even had courses or classes that day so yeah it definitely feels like this person was is is relying more on their high school experience rather than any kind of college experience. Um, mm-hmm. And again, and not like to say that, with, yeah, sorry. like with the cafeteria thing, it almost feels like prison in a way where it's like <laughs> it's lunchtime. Everyone has to be here. They can't yeah. be anywhere else. Yeah. But like, yeah, because like we like again, go. I'm I'm just basing this on my college experience. Like we we had this like large lunch area that we all did. So my my group of friends would meet at sometimes. And like yeah it it did get busier around lunchtime like around like noon mm. but it was like that basically in again it, it fluctuated based on people's like cor- courses so mm. yeah very peculiar um but that is the end of my uh, actual thoughts for chapter 6 so mikey all right um my, my first note here is an assembly again <laughs> Um, <laughs> another one every single time there's a murder here maybe they should yeah. ki- kick everybody out of the school for their safety <laughs> uh, alright and then we have quotes from the principal <laughs> firstly all students are to return to their dorm rooms by 6 p.m. every evening, and they are to stay there. And my response is, again, the author doesn't know how colleges work, as some classes in college start at 7 p.m. and end at 11 p.m. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm very curious, because, like, 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 because this, 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 like, unless, unless this is, like, an academic experience that this person has had, or uh, like, or is this something like this experience is different, maybe in America or like another part of the world where this this person's from? Like, but yeah, it, it's very bizarre for 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 us who are like went to colleges in in Canada. It's just like it's not how that works, <laughs> based on our experiences. Yeah, um, and at this point, I'm uh, was beginning to think of this whole situation as isolated so maybe the college is on a cruise ship oh like... god it's like that one sh- <laughs> that one show <laughs> fuck what was that show called do you know do you do you know what that show remember it, that the show was called i think it was called breaker high you're absolutely um... right it was breaker high oh my god and it, it was yeah because it was like one of like the first like shows with ryan gosling in it <laughs> ah man I loved Breaker High, like back back <laughs> as a kid. Like that was such a fun show. It was so dumb, but fun. Yeah, yeah but but that yeah. would explain why these people aren't leaving. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> exactly. That's why that's why their dorm rooms are like why everything's like locked up locked down at the end. It's like they can't leave. They're on a fucking cruise ship. <laughs> the, so, so Derek's actually like part of the like he's actually like working with the Coast Guard when he's trying to when he's trying to arrive. Survived by boat or helicopter every time. Oh my god. See, like that would actually be be cool. Like that was actually like incorporated in the story like that's why the college is like all enclosed and stuff is because it's on a cruise ship mm-hmm. oh my god why why didn't we get that why didn't we get breaker high the creepypasta and also there would be no need to board up the school because like they're not going to go anywhere <laughs> yeah just no killed the, yeah they they just killed the engines and like destroyed all the the lifeboats yeah or removed all mm-hmm. lifeboats boom done that's how you isolate yep. a, uh, okay. a a full college mm-hmm. <laughs> My God! Thank mm. you, Mikey. <laughs> right. Then uh, the the next quote from the principal here. Secondly, all students are to be taken to their classes by a teacher. No exceptions. Uh yeah. That's... The this seems like it would be one of the hardest <laughs> rules to enforce. Yep. Um, like, even if you assume that there's 30 uh, people in a class for one teacher, that teacher has to go around to all the dorm rooms and be like, knock, knock, it's time for class, and <laughs> just escort a bunch of people <laughs> through the hallways. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I think we know, I think I have this idea now why, like, uh, how why X was able to like kill all the campus ca- like people like so easily like in like a smorgasbord? It was because some of the, <laughs> most of the teachers were like take me, <laughs> like this is bullshit. Just end it. <laughs> the teachers that like the staff were just like running to X to have their souls taken. <laughs> all right, yeah, and and then my my next quote here is uh when tom is uh talking to um detective green because he has a theory yeah and the question is was there anything in the reports about their body weight and i just cringed and my thoughts were why yes there was it says here that the coroner weighed them before and after their death and there was 21 grams missing also, with this information, we have determined that it was the coroner the entire time. What a dastardly fellow. <laughs> yes. He was testing to see if this theory was correct about killing people and the weight of their souls. But he couldn't get anyone to volunteer, so we just took some of these people. <laughs> He's the great My. descendant of, what's the guy's name? <laughs> uh, D- uh, uh, Donald uh, McDougal? Yeah. Or, uh, hang on, let me double check. Yeah. He's a Duncan McDougal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The Dougler. Yeah. <laughs> the McDougler. <laughs> and then after thinking that, uh, we get this quote. The latest victim weighed 155 pounds before he died. Dread built up within Tom. Then calmly asked, did he lose weight or something? Uh, Yeah. About 21 grams, actually. <laughs> That's no, no. Yeah, story, no, please. <laughs> I beg you. 
the thing that bugs me about this even more is like to get the grammage. Yeah. That is zero point zero four six pounds difference. Yeah, and I know. All the time, if someone's weighing themselves, it's like I'm 180 pounds. Like you don't go into the grammage. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I, I. It would have been so much. Like I think it might have been worked better if it like he was 155, and then like they checked him again and he was 154 ish. <laughs> like. Yeah, but even uh, still, I know you even be on the still, higher yeah. side yeah. of 54. Or 55, yeah. you know, so you would still be 55. Yeah, or he was like, he was just over like 154.5, like, or something like, like it's really dumb, like, I, I, I really hate yeah. it. <laughs> also, yeah. the other thing with, like, deaths and all that, let's say you get shot or stabbed, guess what? You're losing grammage because your blood's leaking out. Yep. Yeah, exactly. You're losing quarts yep. of blood. Again, you're losing quarts of yeah. blood, uh, your 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 bowels are evacuating, with, uh, well, with, uh, which might also, like, drop the weight a bit. Um... Yeah. Also, I think yeah. like I don't know, like do you this is a really weird question. Do you urinate as well? Like do you just evacuate your urine as well on top of your your fecal matter and such? Probably. Well, Probably, yeah. Nothing yeah, to I, hold it back. So Yeah, so there's no muscle yeah, there's no muscle <laughs> restraint. So yeah, it just completely loosens. And so like that's where like all that happens. So yeah, like yeah, you just like completely like evacuate your bladder and your your intestines um when you die it's like so yeah that that the right there is at least a, a pound <laughs> or or so, or at least like at least half a pound i'd imagine mm -hmm. i'm not mm -hmm. a doctor but <laughs> yeah so yeah continuing on so my thought <laughs> process is like yep it's oh. it's the coroner yeah yeah it could be <laughs> one last uh, about the thing though is like us normally living well, our normal lives not being murdered our weights change yeah, we're constantly flex because yeah. we're constantly yeah. eating food, drinking liquid, going to the bathroom, so burning calories. <laughs> yeah, so um, the only way to quote unquote prove this twenty-one grams thing is if you get a measurement and then you are immediately killed without losing any blood and then immediately weighed again. Yep. Yep. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> it is very ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's such a stupid theory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then um, continuing on with the uh, weight quotes, D did all of them lose 21 grams in weight? He had to sit down as soon as he heard the response. Um, holy shit. Yeah, they all did. So at this point, I just started laughing hysterically at how bad this chapter is yeah yeah <laughs> i i gotta say like as much as I, i'm willing to partially recommend this story the entire investigate investigatory that's probably not a word the entire investigative aspect where like tom is with this is helping D detective Derek needs to be worked on or just cut out <laughs> Like yeah. just take Tom out of the scenario. Yeah, just take Tom out of the scenario, yeah. or even like replace or get rid of Derek and like, the detective stuff, and just have like have Tom and his friends like get attacked earlier than they than they do. It will make the story shorter, but it would get to the meat and potatoes that is actually good about the story, which is the the beginning and then like the near the end. <laughs> See, when you think about it, yeah. the whole thing with Detective Green and stuff, he didn't really like add anything to the story. No, or help at all. <laughs> so, like, yeah. spending so much time with him was a little unnecessary. 
Yeah. Like, I, and like, yeah. if you want to have like an investigative bit, like you can do that with like the kids, like having like, they're doing their own little like gumshoe things, like, like their own little, like, um, like they're doing their own little investigation, like as students at the college, like they can't get, and they can't get into access to places, but like it, they could still do some things and then like, or look into the game itself. Like actually a lot of the story isn't really about the game. It's mostly about the investigation of the murders. When yeah. it really should focus more on like the the investigating the game and why it's so weird, and then oh god, it's connected to these deaths that are happening around campus. Like, yeah, it I, I, like it really like the, the investigative part really need to be needs to be worked on <laughs> for the story. I think. Yeah. Um, and uh, back to the weight. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, we well, gamer mentioned blood loss. Mm-hmm. Well there should be considerable blood loss from each victim because they had their jaws ripped open. Yep. And their esophagus is like pureed or open the exact same way every time too. So it would be consistent. Yeah. Yep. Unless he was leaving like an arm inside of them or something so that they weighed exactly 21 grams after they die. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. That's the signature of the supernatural entity. He makes sure that they just weigh 21 grams less when they're dead. <laughs> it's a weird specific thing. That X, oh man, X is actually D- uh, Duncan McDougal. He's the demonic ghost of, of Duncan McDougal. Come back. Donic McDougal. McDonk. Damn it. <laughs> Oh wow! All right, and then uh, my last quote here for chapter six. Wait, won't we get in trouble for being out of class? Vicky asked worriedly. You are in the cafeteria. Shouldn't you have gotten there via teacher escort? No, then no one's following the stupid rules. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, because he is so specific about everyone has to walk with a teacher with, like, there's no way getting around that, and then we never see that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even just one scene of them having to walk to the cafeteria with a teacher, like, would cement that, okay, that's happening. But it's not once. Yeah. It's very strange. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Says it in my chapter six. Okay. Gamer. Okay. Um, yeah, we kind of talked about this, how, you know, the third murder and like a lot of people are died or dead now. And like the school's still running. It should evacuate the college now. Yeah. Yeah. But either way, we get on to learning some more and, um, Tom gets in touch with green who gives him some more backstory about, uh, the cult and such. Mm -hmm. This group started popping up all over the media, a bunch of psychotic oddballs, but they didn't seem crazy enough to warrant an arrest compared to this case. Though, I have my suspicions about them. They call themselves the Cult of X. And their theme song? First we're gonna rock, then we're gonna roll. Then we let it pop, go, let it go! X don't give it to you! (laughs) (laughs) Knock, knock, open up the door and squeal! (laughs) Mm -hmm. The non-stop pop-up of your 
uh, stainless steel. Esophagus getting ripped. <laughs> no, gonna... no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, what, what was the, was the first part of that? <laughs> like, uh, knock, knock. Open up the door. It's real. Yeah, and then what's the what's the last? Pop, pop, pop. Your soul's getting st- uh, your your soul's a steel. <laughs> yep. <laughs> there you go. Oh <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> As my second sing song you want in here, I am the bard of this recording. Yeah. <laughs> I'm helping. <laughs> you are helping, as you should. And then later on, they're looking for Alana and Lena, Alana, whatever, doesn't matter. Yeah, um, yeah. Eventually, they found a door to the computer lab. It was empty, quiet, the lights turned off, and all the computers turned on, and the screen's all glowing brightly in the dark room. Yep. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> First off, it's a trap. <laughs> Yeah, just I've seen this movie. I've seen this movie. We get out of here. Yeah, all the lights are off, all the computers are on, and yet you're gonna go in there? Nah. Like yeah. I would call out Alana's name if she doesn't answer. I'm out. Yep. <laughs> like, Peace. Either, either she's not there or she's dead. Either. Yeah. Either of Hell, those options, even, I do not need to go with. <laughs> even if I heard her voice, like it's like, "Help me, I'm here." It's like, "Nope." I'll call. I'll go. I'll go get somebody. Yeah. You can come out then, right? If you're there, don't worry. It's safe. You can come out of the spooky room. Yeah. We don't need to go. Uh, what's, what's that line from uh, Ace Venture? What a lovely room of death. Yeah. <laughs> like, Take that's... care now. Bye-bye then. Yeah. Yeah, that is the end of my chapter six. Okay. And then I suppose we move on to chapter seven. Um, don't make me laugh. I've never murdered a single human being in my life. What? Tom was confused. What do you mean you never? Exactly what I mean, smart guy. Why would I why would I want to waste such a perfectly good toy? W- wait, yeah, I, I'm I'm just as confused as Tom here. This is is this a genuine tw- plot twist? <laughs> like is is X not the murderer? <laughs> yeah, I was hoping it, it was gonna immediately turn into a buddy horror. Yeah. And then it turned out <laughs> like, my, my next thing is like it turns out Jeff the killer was here the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we do eventually get in this in this plot, like, and through a graphic example, that X doesn't perceive someone dying, like their fleshy body dying, as them actually dying because he rips out their soul, and the soul is un is uh is immortal. So like he can't like so like they, they he doesn't perceive the fleshy body dying as actually like him murdering somebody because yeah. he's taking their soul. And you know what? That kind of harkens back to a cool idea I've I've heard regarding Lovecraftian horrors mm-hmm. uh, and like cosmic monsters that they're terror when they're terrifying simply because they just don't get us humans. Like X's whole "I don't kill people," I didn't kill her. She's right here, see, and holds up the bloody soul, uh, similar to like how Amigo might take somebody's brain out of their head, killing the body. Um, so and putting them into a putting the brain into a into a into a metal like canister like device so that they can space travel because that's how they travel through space is through like by transporting their brains uh, like in a an artificial body and it going like see here are all the stars and worlds beyond your own why are you screaming <laughs> let yeah. me just let me just turn let me just let me just put the uh, the volume on mute <laughs> I'm helping I'm helping I'm helping I'm helping you. Ah! Mm-hmm. <laughs> So at that moment, Tom. Oh, I should say that's a that's the next quote. <laughs> he started going in the next one. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> I kind of like that idea of, but like, like, like the, the idea that like X doesn't realize that he's actually killing people, or he doesn't. That's just not how he perceives things. 
Yeah, I I honestly really like that. This is this is honestly the turn of the story where it went from me like slogging through the stupid investigative part that was like kind of annoying, with a little bit of like, some some little cool parts like the projector part and stuff like that in there, to like me actually starting to enjoy the story again. <laughs> yeah, because it became Lovecraftian. It became Lovecraftian, and we also like the monster, like the monster started getting more of that like monster another childish things kind of angle again, uh, in this. Um, and then we rare we, opportunities when like when you learn more about the monster, they're more interesting. Yeah, it's a more is more, not a less is more situation. Yeah, and and actually that kind of ties into the next quote I think I have here based on what I'm seeing in my notes. Um, at that moment, Tom realized that the battery power was being siphoned by this creature's very existence. In his left hand was a girl struggling in the air to be free from the creature's grip. It was Alana. The creature spoke. Tom saw his wide, drooling mouth move as he spoke in that hideous, fake sonic voice. An apparent hint of a growl lying under. What I'm talking about is that I haven't been killing anybody. I've, I've no reason to. If I kill someone, then that'd be one less human for me to play with. Pure and simple. And I want to play with every single one of you. God, this whole sequence, this entire scene with like their confrontation with the monster is so something out of Monster of the Childish Things games. I I kind of love it. <laughs> like, yeah, like I said, this is this is the turning point where I actually was like back in the game, <laughs> like back in the story. <laughs> I, I just right. wish that set that middle. I, I just wish we didn't have to slog through that middle bit <laughs> to get here. <laughs> um, and, and then we have this part here. Um, Tom tried to call Green, but the minute he pulled out, uh, pulled open his phone, no service. And then we got a little bit later, like a couple of paragraphs down. Uh, the cult of X has sealed every uh, has sealed every way out, and they probably cut the Wi-Fi to the whole school too. And they're all out there singing I'm, this song. X gonna give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, X gonna take it from me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I, I reference this because, like, it's like, oh, no, my another phones have service, and they mentioned like that they're that the they must have cut the Wi-Fi. It's a shame that cell phones don't always use Wi-Fi for for most of their signal. They use you know like cell towers and sat yeah, satellites and some of that. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. Yeah, that that was the one thing that like uh that's that's not how cell phones work. They don't just use Wi-Fi. <laughs> okay, here's the thing though. Yeah. It's entirely possible that this is just what Tom thinks. He doesn't know any better, Tom. That is true, yeah. And the cult just actually put up blocking stuff to block the towers and everything because we yeah. only have the information that Tom is telling him. That's true, yeah. yeah. They could have knocked out and somehow knocked out the cell towers nearby. And or uh or something of some kind. Yeah. Yeah, and he is a uh, a college student who is probably poor, so he's probably using w- what's called Wi-Fi calling. Oh, where that's true. You yeah. Yeah. call people on Wi-Fi. Yeah. So because you don't have to pay, he doesn't actually money. have a data plan. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, 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 like I, that. I I could maybe get through that. It's just like, it really bugged me. It's like that's that's not how stuff yeah. works <laughs> all, all, all the time. It it bugged me too. Okay, <laughs> I figured it would. <laughs> uh, actually, this is a good segue because, like, that's the end of my notes for for chapter seven. So, Mikey, all right. So, I'm gonna repeat a quote just because part of it is what hurt me 
Um, <laughs> as the creature walked closer to them, the computers that were near him started to go haywire. And Tom saw, to his surprise, that they started to shut down due to the batteries running out of power. Okay, hear me You're out. In a computer lab. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mo- most computer labs, at least the ones that I've dealt with, use desktops, which are hardwired and plugged in because yeah. it's typically cheaper to have a desktop and they're usually more powerful than a laptop. Most, yeah. yes, but I also Google this and there are some out there. I saw some articles of like this college buying a whole crap load of laptops to use in their computer lab, and it shows pictures of a computer lab, all laptops. So it is theoretically possible because it's been done. Yeah, yeah it, but it is more common for for desktops. I I'm with you. Like I was I was willing to let it go because it's such a cool moment. But I think you could easily fix it by just having like not deal with the battery power thing. Just have them like shorting out or like exploding or something. Yeah, or, 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 like, supply or something. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that that would have made me happy, but the this uh, story has an issue with laptop batteries, and it doesn't want to let it go. <laughs> yeah, it really doesn't. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you but... more have an issue with all this. <laughs> I mean, it, it, there's there's some problems with the the batteries of this, uh, like the use of batteries in this game, but or in this uh, in the story, but yeah, yeah, it's integral to and... a lot, though. Is it? <laughs> It, it really isn't. It's anyway. the one thing that they're trying to show that happens when he shows up is he drains the energy out of the area. Yeah, but I, I, there could yeah. have been a better another, there could have been a better way of like showing that because uh, like again that's not how how desktop computers work. <laughs> that would likely be in the lab. I know you just said like there there are like some computer labs in colleges that use laptops, but it's like generally it's desktops, not laptops. <laughs> but it's said yeah. in this that they're laptops. Because batteries, it just told us to us late, so we have to rewrite the whole scene. Okay, fair. It could still be, it could still be like retooled or like fixed to like be better. Yep. All right, and that's into my chapter seven. Okay, uh, gamer. Okay, what do I have left? So, um, this is like when the the uh, the creatures in there are like starting to murder people and quote unquote kills Alana and everything. Yeah. From within the creature's extremely wide maw, Tom saw hands immediately snake their way out, long black, writhing, as many shadowy hands as oh, as many shadowy hands grabbed a hold of screaming Alana, Tom could also hear Vicky screaming in terror. So first off, um it's a cool visual. Yep. Not what I expected at all, but nope. how would you expect extra hands in the mouth? It also now now that I think of it, it does also remind me of the of the final confrontation with Pennywise in the It movies, where Pennywise like goes from the clown creature to like a clown arachnid alien hybrid thing that like its mouth opens up super wide, and it's like true like the thing that actually kills people, like these like two like glowy tentacle things uh, are inside of its maw that like actually do the the mem- mesmerizing and killing of people. Yeah. <laughs> So it, it's kind it's very reminiscent like like the whole like morphology of this creature is very like Pennywise-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it's cool. It. Yeah. I'm I'm so glad it that it's weird like that. And it's not like he just grabbed and like ripped it open with his normal hands and reached down and pulled it out. That would be something yeah. like a lot more boring. 
yeah, it makes this makes it way more like, oh, we're seeing its actual true form. It's just this horrible like thing that's masquerading as this character. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yep. But that also all that being said, um, how is no one in the school hearing this? <laughs> yeah, really. Because <laughs> first there's like yelling and then loud crash as Tom gets like freaking Spartan kicked across the room, and <laughs> then there's like screaming and death, and then no one shows up. Yeah, I mean, like college college dorm or college rooms tend to be like pretty well insulated, but like not that insulated. <laughs> like this is in the college dorm room, this is in the computer lab. I mean, but no, no, I mean in college, like I mean college classrooms and so and like oh, computer okay. labs, like building the buildings are made to be like somewhat soundproof or like or like at least like uh, like muffled so that like for classes and stuff. But like, yeah, it's not that great. <laughs> yeah, and granted, this is like before or after like hours, but still. Like if this is all one building, these like blood curdling screams and stuff, I feel like it would draw some attention. Yeah. But then again, there's been multiple murders in this school and none of them have drawn any attention at all until they were discovered. Yeah. Like even Kyle was killed in his room and he has neighbors and they didn't hear. Yeah. So that's either he did it really quietly or this is some eldritch entity of unknown power and he's able to basically silence the area he's in yeah he's able to create a zone of yeah a zone of silence like a mirror dimension situation like in dr strange yeah and then in regards to the them being barricaded in on the other side of the doors what sorry on the other side of the doors was what looked like wooden boards someone had barricaded them in so they're wooden boards yeah it's not a brick wall they're no. breakable. Find mm-hmm. something in the school to break them. Also, like, if there's a large enough mob of people, them. a large enough mob of people should be able to like assert their weight on that door to put to keep to to to, to deal with it. <laughs> but yeah, and also like spoilers to later on, Tom uses a hammer in his room. Yeah. <laughs> Granted, the nails are on the outside, but that's still an implement you can use to hit the boards, if nothing yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, like Mike, he plays football, so that means he can run right through it, right? <laughs> yeah, well, clearly, he's a charger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that is the end of my chapter seven notes. All right, chapter eight. He had enough. He ran and he ran until he reached his dorm, his own dorm room. So this is when I realized that this entire fucking campus is one building yes yeah and it's just odd to me like it's like usually yep. again again we said it earlier but usually a college campus is not just one building it is multiple buildings across an a, a, an area that you have to walk to and from sometimes there are skywalks that connect uh various buildings but mm-hmm. and that is just from my personal experience like with college and stuff i think it's the same with mikey here um yep but like, yeah, I've I do, I've never really I've never really heard of a college that had that was all one connected building. Like even the dorms are con- are connected. Like that generally doesn't happen. Maybe maybe there are examples of that. And if if so, I apologize. But like my own experience, I, it was very hard for me to believe. <laughs> um, and moving on to the next thing that is dumb <laughs> in this story to me, um. He wasn't able to save his friends, but now Tom could rest, for he had to save everyone. Then he heard something. Battery power at 100%. 
what <laughs> the computer says that it when it's at 100 you know what fuck it i don't care anymore <laughs> that's not even the weirdest thing i've read today <laughs> yeah it was just so like re so ridiculous like it's like a it's like an eighties movie talking about the future with like all yeah. this stuff, you know, like <laughs> battery power at 100%. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, sure. I can, I can maybe Just, buy that. Like you know? <laughs> maybe, maybe Kyle does have his computer, like have, have a device on, or like an app on his computer that, that does like voice when the computer is at 100% charged. Maybe the computer it's not charged while it was off though. So the I... apps wouldn't be running. I don't know, man. Like I know you're trying to help. I'm normal. I'm in your shoes now. You're trying to help an unhelpable situation, and I'm telling you no. Yeah, fair. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna move to the next thing then. Okay. Uh, oh, all the fun and games you and I will enjoy once I bring you home with me. No, no, please. Uh, Tom whimpered and begged, tears streaming down his face. The creature growled and, and stared lustfully down at him. His, fang uh, his fanged smile more, ma more maniacal than ever imagined. Tom saw the knife, uh, the knife holder in the kitchen behind the monster. He had to be quick. Don't you mean he, he got to go fast? <laughs> Seriously, how has no one in this story referenced got to go fast? <laughs> <laughs> it's literally one of Sonic's like motto or like like uh, like uh, sayings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just it's, yeah, it's odd how little reference to Sonic there is in this. Yeah, exactly. But that's the other thing. Would it make it corny? I know because like, the character is trying to be. No, it wouldn't. Absolutely would not because it's trying to play the, on this as this character, right? So the the corniness actually would help. Oh, you want um, X to be saying the Sonic one? Yeah, yeah. Yes. If, like, Tom was saying it, it would, like, kind of pull it out, I think, because, out of the, mm. the creepiness, because he'd be, like, making quips and stuff. Maybe. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, and then, then we have this if, thing if here. He's like, little do you know, I just have to hit you once, and if you don't pick up any rings, you're done. <laughs> Fuck. It only takes two hits to kill you, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. How many think it'll take me? <laughs> Especially if they established that the creature had to like assert like some uh, limitations on itself because of the form it took, like uh, like it's sort of like the Gozer sort of thing. Like it, it uh, assumed the form of uh, this form uh, for its destroyer mode, but it, like it's bound to the limitations of Sonic. So like in its eldritch form back in its home dimension, it's like this immortal Im immemorial being. But when it asserts itself into our world, it has to take on this form, this more like this, uh, like a various form. And it just happened to choose Sonic for its, its plans, not realizing that it now is weak as uh, it has the same weaknesses as Sonic. Yeah. So again, like, it, it, so that's why, like maybe that could have been an MO throughout the killings is that rings were all like jewelry, like rings were always stolen from the bodies. Yeah. Like, especially as a college, it could have like like college rings, like the like football rings and some of that. Could have been the ring from the teacher, um, like all manner of thing, like earrings. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, it would, that would have been so good if that had actually been something in the story, but it, it's not. <laughs> um, but uh, I'll move on to the next thing here. <laughs> Speaking of weaknesses, actually. Uh -oh. Um, Tom was aiming his knife at the monster like a weapon, while the monster looked at the knife in confusion. Stay the fuck back, Tom threatened quietly. I'm warning you. Stay the stay fucking back. 
The creature looked at the knife and then at Tom before throwing his back <laughs> back at up. Oh, oh my god. No. Uh, before throwing his, his head back, <laughs> laughing his mad clown like laugh, barely standing upright as he did so, as if this was the most funniest thing he had ever seen. Is that really the best you can do, kid? Tom felt extremely awkward as the creature said this. Truthfully, he didn't really think any of this uh, through. Get real, Tom. I'm not a part of this world. How how do you even know that if that thing if that thing's really capable of killing something like me my, like myself? Are you really willing to take that kind of risk? I kind of wish that the monster was bluffing here and that the crux to killing him was knives, his one weakness. <laughs> Like very violently sweating as he's saying this. Yeah, he's like, like Tom, and then it's like, and that's when Tom saw a single sweat drop down the creature's face. <laughs> I like, I it would make it silly, but like at the same time, like I kind of like, I kind of think that would be really funny. It's like, oh no, knives, my one weakness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> or he just dies like like Sonic, like like just like flies up into the air and then falls down into the into the earth, <laughs> like in an X pose. <laughs> oh, of course he would. <laughs> well, that's how Sonic dies, right? Like when he gets hit, he like like does an X pose kind of, and then like falls up and then falls down like off out of the level through the world. Yeah, yeah. Or am I thinking uh, Mario? They both. Kind uh, of he. Do, I think. Actually. I think they do fall. Yeah, I think they fall through the same level. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that was that was my, my both like, Eldritch beings of the same. Uh, origin, yeah. both Mario and Sonic. <laughs> oh, oh no, that's uh, like so. X X took on Sonic's form, but then there, uh, we didn't realize there's another creature, a cosmic entity in in X's universe, it known as Y. y. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Mario. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God damn it! All right, so and then we get to my last, uh, my last uh, actual thought for for chapter eight. Um. The creature casually paced around the room, continuing his speech as Tom watched him. And this is in regards to like when Tom like threatens to kill himself, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, think about it, Tom. You're supposed to be the hero of this story for them, weren't you? You wanted to save them. Doesn't it seem a little selfish to want to take your own life instead of being alive like them? The creature's words struck a small blow to Tom. It's true. He wanted to save his friends, but... Why, I'd even give I'd even go so far as to say that's unbelievably cowardly of you, Tom. Your friends are still your friends are all still living in my world, hoping that you'll come to save them. And yet, here you are, choosing to abandon them, choosing death over seeing them again. It's kind of refreshing to see a monster in a horror story not trying to drive someone to suicide. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like even if it is because of malicious intent, it's still like, it's like whoa, Tom, stop! You have everything to live for. Think of your family. Yeah. Think of your friends. They're still living he's, in my world. He's like actually being a Sonic now because he's being a good guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't you know suicide's no good? Yeah, <laughs> that's no good. <laughs> think of all the chili dogs you could have after if you're, when you're while you're alive. <laughs> Oh man, like it's just like it's like a little—it's a dark theme, but like I was actually kind of like I kind of like that—that that X here is like actually like I know he's trying to like not—he's trying to take uh, Tom's soul. That's why he's doing this. Yeah, but like it's kind of refreshing that he's like trying to like stop him from committing suicide to like 
uh, and to get his soul <laughs> like it's usually in stories in, in movies and stories that are deal with like horror and, um, and a, a monster that drives you to insanity they're the ones that are driving you to ins- to to commit suicide and such. yeah they so, want you to do it yeah mm-hmm. but uh yeah that, that does it for my uh chapter eight notes so mikey all right um yeah my first note for chapter eight is in regards to wi-fi uh, I've been trying to call you for ages, but the Wi-Fi was down. What's going on? <laughs> they curse these people and their da- and their and their and their uh, their their uh, their Wi-Fi limitations to their cell phones. <laughs> get a goddamn get a goddamn cell plan. <laughs> it's just such a good deal, though. <laughs> it's free. <laughs> yeah. Um... You know how expensive it is to live in Durbland? We can't afford. So plans. <laughs> yeah, Durplin just has Wi-Fi for the entire town. It doesn't yeah. actually have cell phone service. Oh god, wait, so is Durplin actually <laughs> cool because they're like South Korea and have like ubiquitous Wi-Fi? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> and then my next quote here is in regards to the laptop. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom sat back up and slowly turned to see Kyle's laptop. It had fully charged. Um, wasn't Kyle's laptop screen damaged? And didn't the last time he used the laptop, he moved the power cord to his own laptop? The, he was switching them back and forth so many times. I lost count. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just it, it, the whole scenario is just so confusing yeah um but i guess it's a um a thing to get tom to open the laptop right so maybe kyle through inside the game was like siphoning any energy from a nearby power outlet slowly the charging city. it up <laughs> yeah to be able to turn it on Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then my my next actual thought here. Uh, Tom immediately brought the knife towards his own neck, and this reminded me of Blazing Saddles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It does actually. Yeah. I actually did have a note originally, but I removed it because, like, no, I, this is there's too. I have too many like just silly notes. I'm gonna remove a couple. I'm glad you actually covered it though. It's like, yeah, it's like, don't move. <laughs> I'm not repeating the, the actual line. <laughs> yeah, it, it, we shouldn't repeat it because no, but it, just, it, just go it, watch the movie. Yeah, go watch the movie. It is actually really fun. Just if a, if a little dated. <laughs> and. uh... That's uh, the end of my notes for chapter eight. Okay. Then I suppose we move on to, or uh, we go on to gamer. That's the end of my notes for chapter eight. Okay. On to chapter nine. This happens a lot. Cause I go last. <laughs> no, that's fair. Like it, it's, it will, cause you, you do, and you do contribute to like our notes. So like you're not. Yeah. Um, so I only have one thing here for chapter nine. A few days later, green was sitting alone in a bar. He felt guilty about letting all those students down. Tom especially. He drank his scotch as he remembered how terrified Tom was when he spoke to him on the phone for the last time. 
As he sat there trying to de- trying to drown his guilt, Derek's sister Sarah sat with him. I figured I'd find you here, she said. Look, I came here to give you a chance to strike back at whatever the, whatever did this. A group contacted me, Derek. They're they're called the SNTF or the Supernatural Task Force. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> legitimately like, like it's like yeah like uh, it's like it's definitely like uh, like I, I imagine that's how like the the sntf sometimes hires humans is they like it's the same way like like from how delta green hires like or gets agents is like hey you just experienced this horrible supernatural thing that you can't explain and it's like kind of ruining your life a little bit how'd you like to strike back at the mythos <laughs> um but yeah honestly like the kidding aside, our, our head cannons aside, the amount of collateral damage at the end of this story—an entire college, okay, most of a college campus worth of people was decimated. Would have happened, but yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, like that's why I from an entire college campus, like most of an entire most of a college campus, like the uh, were were decimated. Uh, this would need to be an impressive cover up. Or it's a world-altering event. <laughs> like now, as we've established, it's in Derpland, so like got to give it a pass. But I, I, it's kind of interesting how the story definitely plunged into a disaster horror with the ba- the just the sheer body count we get. Yeah. Like I, I, it was like it was it just like how how fast it ramped up the the kill count for for X was like phenomenal, <laughs> like and ridiculous. Um. And yeah, were it not in Derpland, like this would definitely need to be like incredibly covered up somehow, or it would just be like a again a world altering event, <laughs> like or like a nation altering event. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's my 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 actual thoughts for chapter nine. So, Mikey, you're up. Um, I have none. Gamer, you're up <laughs> for the last time. I actually have one. <laughs> Yeah, I can say words. Uh, <laughs> You've been saying words. To... I know. Uh, this is in regards to Tom's suicide. Yeah. Um, when he when like when the cops show up and see him and everything. In a way, sorry, I was hoping that when the cops got there, they wouldn't look at all the bodies, look at Tom's suicide, and they'd be like, "Well, he did it." I kind of thought that was where it was going to go was like oh my god that is this is like unfortunately the perfect cover for x (laughs) it was that it was like the one kid fucking somehow did it like it would be like it'd be like that it opens up a whole bunch of other questions but like if there's one guy who's clearly committed suicide and doesn't have the same unfortunately he does have the similar the same kind of mo's as the rest of them but if yes. he didn't have those mo's like if, he, if he had actually if it hadn't like left it kind of stabbed yeah because the ending here it also kind of le- this is why i was saying from earlier like it does kind of leave it ambiguous as to whether tom successfully killed himself before x took his soul because like his throat his mouth has been opened and his throat has been ravaged in the same vein as the others so it's like did his soul like did he manage to get rid of his soul in time yeah (laughs) but yeah if 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 sonic had like or if if x had not managed to like uh get him and like just gave up after he like knifed himself or like if after tom knifed himself like that is legitimately like it's grim but it's the perfect cover for like who done yeah. it for the cops? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he could have had her 
You could have had a report from Officer Craven. Uh, oh, or even better yet, that's why Derek is also at the bar, like drinking and stuff like that, because he's been he's been fired because he he helped. He was an accomplice, an unwitting accomplice to the murderer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it would have been so good. It would have been so fucking awesome. But yeah. no, it it didn't go that way. But it should have. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But at least, at least for Tom's like good name, I'm glad, quote unquote, he was um, like has his face ripped apart. Like, like that was good for him technically. Yeah. Considering the alternative where everyone would see him as a shitbag. Yeah. But even in that situation where he was a shitbag, um, actually no, he wouldn't have been. His soul wouldn't have been taken. But yeah, in this situation where he stabbed his mouth ripped apart, um, it makes me wonder if his soul is actually taken or not. And if his soul yeah. was taken and he's in the game now, if this story could potentially continue being almost entirely in game of all those people, all the people that were killed as Sonic characters trying to figure out how to get out. Yeah. Now this becomes a survive, a true survival horror kind of thing. And then what happens when they get out, do they get out and they're still their Sonic characters? Like what X does when he crosses dimensions? Yeah. Cause their bodies are gone. Like their bodies are destroyed. Like in the yeah, process, and then of all of a sudden, thing. it's like the Sonic movie. Like there's yeah. a Sonic character in real life. Yeah, I uh, darker yeah. means. Yeah, that would be really an, a really interesting like angle for us for a for a sequel to this is like mm. them them surviving in X's world and then escaping um into the back into the real world. Only that they aren't like it's sort of like dreamers, like various uh dreamer um campaign setting ideas for like the Call of Cthulhu mythos, uh, like the Dreamlands, where like. Usually, the only way you can enter the dreamlands is by is when you are like uh, is either a drug induced thing or like you're you're really vividly sleeping. And in some of the game ideas I've or some of the games I've I've, I've listened to of the dreamlands campaigns, um, the characters end up waking up not in their original bodies because they were killed by the people that drugged them, but in like comatose patients in hospitals. Oh, wow. Like they basically end up in a different body like that uh, from like in the vegetable basically the vegetable ward of various like hospitals so yeah i i i you could have that or like again like they wake up and they are in their their new their new transformed uh, uh flesh forms from like from x's world um similar to like what he looks like right so mm-hmm. so basically yeah it opens up the world to like having all these these suddenly like this uh these souls coming back to the real world in sonic bodies <laughs> yeah like in a cartoon form but in yeah. real life which we've talked about before cartoons in real life does it seems like it would be silly but because it's unreasonable <laughs> but then, for it to it, be a thing it's still horror it seems silly until you watch who framed roger rabbit because <laughs> like yeah that movie's mostly silly but it's also kind of horrifying when you look at it <laughs> well only the villain that no, not even the villain. Like, like, like it is. It's horrifying. It's still horrifying. Like based on like that kind of stuff, or tune, or or uh, or Cool World, which is even creepier because it's like people like like they're manifest. The cartoons manifest to our world, and then they start changing back to their cartoon form and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it is very because it, it's it's basically the difference between like uh, like it's sort of like how X when he travels to our world, it like it it doesn't like our reality isn't happy that he's here, <laughs> yeah. and so it's the same kind of situation. But yeah, it's. It's just so, yeah. I, I I really wish like, a maybe he maybe Tom ends up unfortunately getting uh getting framed for the murders of the entire college campus. <laughs> um, 
or be because like, like you said like it, it does kind of leave it that like ambiguous like did tom get uh, did, did his soul get caught or did he successfully uh stop or halt uh sonic uh nonic from from getting him yeah um, and if, if he was framed would that mean that the next story would be called uh who framed thomas miller oh my god <laughs> and it takes place of in there and they're trying to figure out how to get it out to the the world outside well yeah yeah well because at this point it would definitely be um uh derek and his sister like working trying to like figure out who is the actual killer because like as far as the cop would probably be taking over as the main character in his knuckles form yeah god it it has such a good potential like even as silly as that as silly as it is it does have a good potential for like another for for a for a decent like sequel (laughs) yeah to this this idea yeah Mm -hmm. but that is the end of my news okay well We've made it, guys. We're we're into final thoughts. We did it. <laughs> yeah. So reading this remake, I like to clear. I, I like the clarified ideas about an eldritch entity masquerading as Sonic to steal souls for his own like pleasure and 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 playthings. It it's been so many. It's been a couple of years since I, I since I read the first one. But I, I do recall this idea was there, but it wasn't as refined. It wasn't as clarified that like this creature is just using the Sonic persona to 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 get into our world or to, to as a as a way of like attracting people like to get to souls and stuff like that. It was it was more kind of delivered similar to what, what the characters like kind of jokingly say in this story, where it's like, oh, is he like some kind of like hardcore Sonic fan? That's kind of weebish. Like, or like it's very Yandere. Um, and like that, I remember in the original story, that's kind of what, how the story kind of brought it on was that X was actually a fan of Sonic and that's why he was entering our world as Sonic. But I think this is actually a better way to do it. Whereas like the Eldritch creature is just masquerading as this, this, uh, this pop culture character. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And using the medium of like the Sonic game as a way of like, so that we can, how we perceive their reality and like how it can like transition to our reality. Um, this story also just has Monster and Other Childish Things vibes all over it, as well as the same kind of horror vibes as like a monster movie, like Gremlins or Tremors or Monster Squad. Like it's got it's got darker tones, obviously, in it, but like it feels more like one of those fun horror monster movies, like where a bunch of kids or a bunch of a group of people or a group of kids specifically are trying to stop a monster from like wrecking their town or something like that, and it just kind of goes darker with it in this case. Um. It also kind of gives me the the same vibes as like um, uh, the one Digimon series where like the Digimon are like it's treated more a little bit more realistically or a little bit darker where like the monsters are like ripping through our re- into our reality and like electronics are cha- are like are screwing up around them as they manifest into our world. So yeah, there's there's a bunch of stuff that it, it was like giving me vibes about and I was I was kind of here for that stuff. Um, the cult angle even reminds me of like the cult for slender man in dark harvest uh which is a really cool slender vlog that you should all check out <laughs> um from back in the day where and they deal with like basically like what happens when a cult starts worshiping the slender man or the or in this case and start, uh, start like basically purposefully like attracting it to areas or like using to like sacrifice to people and such like that um so like that was really cool about the story like just the the, the vibes it was giving me with that the thing that detracts me for this story is honestly the detective side of things and Tom's involvement in that investigation. Like I just, it just doesn't, it never felt realistic to me. 
like it should have either been cut down uh and just had tom and his friends trying to investigate on their own in college like as as kids or as the students and stuff while all this like chaos is erupting around their college with all the various murders or we should like you said gamer we should they should have had like scenes where it cuts away from tom's perspective to derek's perspective or even sarah's perspective as as like and had we had like basically two two stories kind of going on at the same time one where it's the uh a friend of the of the first victim of the story and then the detectives that are also trying to investigate the um the murders and stuff that are constantly happening now the Um, thing that bugs me about all this is like this story is technically two stories there's a story about like the detective side of it and then the the college side of it and they're put together in one story but they're not meshing together well because tom is not helping yeah, they're forcing. They're forcing Tom. Yeah, anything about the game to the detective. So like, he doesn't. He isn't in the Sonic Exe thing because he doesn't have any um, exposure to the game, which is the cause of all this. And Tom knows that. Yeah, and he says he trusts uh, Detective Green, but I'm again <laughs> to like actually tell him about it because yeah. that's what could have been interesting in, in this is seeing the police procedural side on this and him not believing him at first but not having any other leads so he's like fine i'll 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 give you the benefit of the doubt and i'll see what you're talking about and then does he actually see um like x come out and attack or is x aware that there's a cop there and he just keeps it as a mundane spooky game yeah like then you could have that angle of it yeah like i kind of like i kind of want the idea of like Tom and his friends checking out the game angle and like not the reason why in like we they the, he encounters Derek early on like when when Kyle dies or when Kyle's yeah. death happens and like that's their intersection and then they go off and do their own investigations because the detective is looking into this cult uh, idea that he suspects yeah where and so we get the cult kind of investigation of like the two investigators so basically we get so if I was to make this a video like a, a tabletop game idea thing I would honestly think like the can like uh, it would be a mini campaign where every other session is a different like group of people. Like, so we have the one group that's actually playing call of Cthulhu or, D- or Delta green. Uh, and they're investigating the, the cult angle of the storyline. And then on the other, the, uh, the other week we have this, we have players playing as kids in like little fears or monster of the childish things or some uh, uh, like kid horror investigative kind of game setting where they're investigating from the college end of things. That's cool as hell. I know. I, I've heard it before. Like uh, people like talk about like how they want to run like call, like uh, a Delta Green game mixed in with a Little Fears game. Like start off with Little Fears, and then and then like next session or two sessions later, they bring in the kid, the characters that come in to like rescue the kids at the end of the Little Fears game, and then it's their adventure. <laughs> It'd be really cool if both games are entirely different players as well. Yeah, so I've, then, I've even... like one player group is like hearing about what happens in this other player group and then like whether you'd be up uh, the gm would be up for it or not by the end climactic showdown both groups are in there then it's a huge fucking recording yeah exactly people. You, i've actually heard that done too um uh, actually, the rppr guys um have actually done a, a dresden files campaign where they had the uh the a team or like the the team that does like all the talking and like and like uh bureaucratic stuff and then there's the b team that does all the uh the actual like field work and action stuff and like it's and they've had it like yeah every other week it was like a different group and it was like separate players because they had a huge mass of players 
and then at the end they actually all like kind of converged in for like a final like confrontation with something that's cool yeah uh, but yeah no i'd love to do something like that if if, if given the chance it's just like that that's a lot of work too <laughs> yeah you need player count you uh, need time you need schedules like yeah there's a lot that has to fall into place for that sort of thing to happen yeah but like this story kind of invokes that in the in uh, for this for that kind of like narrative yeah um and i just wish that it had done that with the story rather than what we got which was just shoehorning tom into the investigation part when he had no right to be there <laughs> yeah um, like green is kind of shoehorned into the whole thing as well like the, both the, of them are shoehorned pretty hard yeah green gr- either tom is shoehorned into the investigation or green is shoehorned into tom's investigation <laughs> like yeah and it doesn't it just doesn't mesh well with the story like so like for me the beginning was really good the big monster reveal and the climax were really awesome and cool like it got me back into the story the problem for me was that middle i like i remember reading it and just the middle part with the actual like investigation around the campus and like talking to Derek and all the like every, atrium, uh, like, uh, um, uh, like a tent, um, what's the word? Um, uh, where like they get the, the, the big gatherings, like all the students, um, what's that called? I'm losing. I'm actually like the assembly. Losing. Yeah. Assembly after assembly, after assembly, after every <laughs> killing happens, it was really just mm-hmm. kind of like, it, it was making no sense to me. And it was like really like slogging through the story. And it wasn't yeah. until we got the reveal at the projector and then like in the, in the computer lab that things like got back. I was like excited again um, for the story. Like, hmm? It felt like uh Danganronpa, that game. Oh yeah. Where it's like the characters are locked in this school environment and they're living and everything. And then every like day someone gets killed and then there's an assembly in the morning talking about that. Like that's oh my basically God. what this is. <laughs> maybe, maybe that was an inspiration, honestly, like that might've been an inspiration for the story um because it is a popular game yeah so um yeah so this is this is why i will partially recommend this story um as it has so much potential it just needs a lot of work especially in that middle section um and would also be great game fodder for like a monster another childish things game or like again like i said a delta green game crossed with another game where you're playing as like either the detectives or the investig or the or the kids investigating these murders so uh yeah that's my my final recommendations mikey the east ends for evil your final verdict all right so the thing that brings me into the story is having something set in reality yeah but for me the struggle was trying to believe that this sort of thing happened in reality. Um, the the laptop situation with the batteries didn't help. Um, the fact that this is all in one building, but it's not stated that it's in one building. We just have to assume that after it states that he basically walks to his dorm in it's in the same building despite being locked <laughs> into one building so he yeah walked outside to his door no he couldn't have he was bare everything was barricaded <laughs> right yeah <laughs> unless like it it would have to have had something where like he um like when he uh when he got up that morning like after he, like since he's the last one there he checked one of the air the one of the the uh the 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 end the exits and they weren't barricaded like or like something had smashed through them 
Or like the yeah. school itself is barricaded, and then the separate dorm room is barricaded. Like everything is barricaded, so people can't leave the buildings. Yeah, or like yeah, the yeah, like so, from one to the other, right? Somehow they've barricaded like the entire gr- like the college grounds. <laughs> yeah, that that's an impressive thing for a cult, for even for a cult like this to do. Yeah. Uh, now, a- as mentioned, if it happened in a high school on a boat, uh. It doesn't have to be Where? <laughs> we have there's a reference point. It's Breaker High. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then that would have been a lot better. And then you could have um, made it so that the computer lab um, was a bring your own laptop. So to see all those computers with their screens on but nobody's nearby yeah. like that that would add a bit more creepiness but you have to explain these sort of things oh my god <laughs> i just like i'm looking at the, uh, I'm, I'm sorry i'm looking at the cast for breaker high right now and oh, i know exactly <laughs> and i know exactly who the cast of like who who the, which cast member would be the different characters in this yeah <laughs> like ta- like ryan goslin would 100 be kyle uh tyler labine would be tom um scott uh, uh, uh mark would be uh would be scott uh, vicarious um, Vicky would be Terry Khan. Uh, uh, Roger would be Kyle um, Alisharan, and then um, uh, uh, Alana would probably be um, Wendy Kenya or Rachel Wilson. <laughs> yep. Like I found them. I got them all. Like like and like obviously like whoever uh, the and then like we got the teachers and like the, Derek and, and his sister and stuff would just be the the uh, the teachers and like the actors who played the teachers and stuff of like that in Breaker High. <laughs> 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 sorry continue <laughs> i apologize for my tangent yeah so the the use of technology annoyed me yeah um especially the oh no wi-fi's out i can't call anyone like <laughs> yep that there are there are cell phone specific towers <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, what else? And it being set in college, yet there's a principal that's calling assemblies for all the students on campus, basically. Yeah, and um, making that all the character, all the all the students have to be like taken by teachers from their dorm rooms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, th- th- that was the stupidest rule ever made. <laughs> in the history of this planet <laughs> yes <laughs> I was meaning to bring this up before the other stupid part about the um, the teachers escorting everyone the teachers are not immune the, a teacher has died to this creature <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so it's not like the creature is only targeting kids it kills everyone yeah please continue yeah so yeah the the assemblies that were there uh just didn't give me the college vibe yeah that the story needs but but if you'd set it in like a high school but it's like a boarding school yeah then i wouldn't have this issue <laughs> yeah, boarding school is what I was trying to think of. Like when I meant like a like basically not a public high school, but like a, sc- a high school that is, um, like 
paid for and so like basically it's like a mini college yeah but it's still got the high school vibe like that's kind of what this felt like yeah and then someone might actually care that somebody's the head of the football team or whatever yeah like but the the um what was i saying right okay i got it back so when i thought of detective green as being an alien after his uh words saying the laws on this planet <laughs> um then i sort of took that as him being a supernatural entity as well which began to sort of explain how, why he's letting uh, Tom see Kyle's body and letting Tom be the a deputy in the investigation um, because he's an alien and doesn't truly understand um, the human condition and why they're getting all strung up on uh, these people dying. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, but again, it, that's all just um, me having fun. Yeah. <laughs> Which you're allowed to do. Yes. Uh, now, that being said, when we actually get to the monster, the, the monster wasn't too bad. Like the, the hand coming through the, the projector screen. Um, was pretty good, although as we've pointed out, we can make that better. Yeah. Um, and having the monster be inescapable, um, and show that it's taking people's souls and whatnot, that was kind of neat. But he he took the entity took the form of Sonic, and does Sonic? Or does X even run in any of this? <laughs> he he like he takes no he takes a couple of, he takes slow steps toward or no he does <laughs> even when he so he takes slow steps and then near the end he like gets on all fours and starts running like a wild animal like an animal like so he's more like Sonic Unleashed yeah right yeah. he gives a werehog yeah <laughs> he does go on all fours in that I believe yeah. And when he leaps like a predatory yeah. animal against um, Tom in his dorm room. So. Yeah. It's probably more um, the lines of just him going back to his normal form, which is yeah. more like that. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole 21 gram scenario just. Uh, it, it's really dumb. <laughs> it's really, it's really dumb. Yeah. It's a dumb. It's a dumb theory. And it's it's not it's it's I, I, yeah. I, it's, it, it's interesting that they put it in the story, but it is such a dumb theory. <laughs> Here's my yeah. problem: it doesn't yeah. do anything for the story because no. there was no question that all the murders were done by the same person. They all had their I, like jaws ripped apart and their insides scooped out. Like it, it's I, clear that the same person did all these. So them yeah. losing twenty one grams doesn't add anything. It actually, it, I it, I know where they were trying to do it. It was, it was basically trying to establish that, yes, this thing is indeed actually, like, the reason why it's killing the people I do in quotes is because it's stealing their souls. 
That is the only reason that theory is in this story. So we can establish, so we have some kind of, I, I do again in quotes, a concrete evidence that yes, the creature is actually stealing the souls when it kills these people. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't help the investigation at all. No, it absolutely does not. <laughs> Long story short, this story is an investigation story. Yeah. And this but huge it, bit has nothing to do with the investigation. Yeah, it's just to establish that, like, what the creature d- is doing to these bodies. That's it, mm-hmm. or to give you a give you a a direction into uh, what it's doing or before it actually reveals straight up from the monster's mouth what it does. So, yeah, um, yeah. So, all this being said, there's way too much fluff and not enough action in this story, and there's way too much technology that doesn't make any sense. Like, why does the laptop have to be at 100%? Why can't he turn it on at 11%? Um, and stuff like that, that just... Uh, it took me out of the story, which is not what you want. Yeah. So I'm still not going to recommend this. You bet. Oh, fine, whatever. <laughs> it, it's understandable. <laughs> like I'm I, like I'm like yeah, it's understandable. <laughs> uh, all right, um, gamer, your final verdict. So yeah, um, didn't you say that you liked that you were gonna fully recommend the story? Yes, I did say that early on, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because here's the thing: comparing this to most other video game related creepy pastas. This is glorious. <laughs> Ow. It's got fucking fired. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. I thought so. Okay. So, <laughs> so like, and especially comparing this to other Sonic related creepypastas, I enjoyed this more than most other video game related creepypastas that I've read. And like, yeah, sure. There's some parts that are off and, yeah, it's long, but I at the end of the day, I don't hate that I read it, and I enjoyed most of the story. Um, it gives a lot of time to get to know the characters and try to see them figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you act, maybe it's just me, maybe it's Maybelline, but I actually care about the characters when they die, like the main four Scooby Doo gang. Like it matters when they die; they're not just introduced as characters for the sake of killing them. Because I've spent all this time with them, and yeah. you really feel every single time that they die. Yeah, it's it's definitely the the case of like w- when when a slasher flick does a good job in the first like forty minutes, building up the characters that you know are going to be the victims. But like, and and you're going to hate when they you're you're not just rooting for for Jason or Freddy or whoever to kill these people when they when they were portrayed well. Yeah, and when you get to well, know them, yeah, they were all likable. Well, uh, but I was rooting for Tom to get eaten because he's such a horrible friend to Kyle. Yes, but like all his friends, all his friends though. Yeah, like... I mean, yeah, he doesn't deserve death though because well, he did get <laughs> Kyle killed technically. Did yeah, he though? He... I, I mean, he would have helped. No, it wouldn't have helped matters. They're just considering be... like a teacher just randomly got offed. Like yeah, they're yeah, they're just might be. Also, yeah, how did he? How did that person die? Is like, she, is she a gamer? Like, <laughs> yeah, well, she her computer nearby was also smashed, so maybe she was also playing in Sonic.exe. I don't think so. I think basically what happened was Kyle bought 
the CD, he brought it to the, the college and infected the college. Yeah, maybe that, that's likely what happened. at that point forward, as long as there's a screen in the area, he can jump out whenever the hell he wants, game or not. Yeah. Which is actually explained at the end when he shows up at the computer lab. It's also kind of dangerous. Like, that's also kind of scary because like, I doubt that college is air-gapped. <laughs> Which means that that th- that that Sonic.exe is now uh, like in the wider internet world, i.e. the open the... internet. Yeah, he's now he's now in the cloud. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. Or, <laughs> or maybe the cultists are actually the saviors because they turned off the Wi-Fi signal so it couldn't get out. Also, maybe. they're quarantining. Hmm. That's why they. So the cult of wait, are you? Or is the cult of X secretly the good guys? <laughs> yes. Is it? Is this the? Is this the other? The, the secret plot twist? <laughs> you can actually see it. Oh, damn it. <laughs> that's why they're. That's why they're trailing Derek and Sarah at the end. It's like, oh god, we got another one. <laughs> oh yeah, because they have. Wait, did they get the disc? No, they have the. They have the. Uh, the note that was. Uh, that was left uh, for like with the package of the game and stuff. Yeah, but that means that they're probably going to look for the disc. Oh, yeah. Which means, oh shit, we got to track them down, stop them from <laughs> yeah unleashing it. Sonic Unleashed. Dana Sonic dot Sonic Unleashed dot exe. My God, amazing. But yeah, uh, <laughs> um, back to the actual story. Uh, <laughs> I, I liked the reveal of what um, the the Sanic monster was, like his visual look. Yeah. Uh, his method and reason of killing people. Oh, it's so cool. It's all so good. And like, to my eyes, this story doesn't deserve all the negative tags that it got. Yeah, like, yes, it is as long as, your pe- as my penis, but... Yeah, that one's fine. But like all the other ones, <laughs> but all the other ones, like honestly, it's not that bad. And like, I also want to preface this, like, before we get too far. Yes, I kept like referencing, oh, this reminded me of this thing, or this was giving me this kind of vibes. It's like that's I was saying that in a good way because like that's what you want to have invoked in a t- like when you're reading a story is you want to have good visuals. Yeah, and that's what it was invoking because as as a fan of horror movies, like I'm going to know I'm going to have various kind of like reference points. So, yeah, like it was it was really effective, like when when uh, when these scenes were coming in with like the details of like the creatures, like kind of truer form popping up when it goes to eat somebody's soul (laughs) or take their soul away. Like that's yeah, it was really cool. But for sure. He was good in that aspect. Mm -hmm. But again, I'm I'm with you, though, cultist, like the middle is a little bit of a slog and there's some weird stuff going on. And like you could honestly cut out a lot of the story and not change it for the worse yeah if it went he did the game like showed his friends the game (laughs) friends the game and then then he came out and attacked after and finished it all off god it's it's just there's like entire story worth stories worth of wording in between each gameplay session yeah which seems a bit much to me yeah there's there's a lot where they, they just like man that was really fucked up what we just saw so a weekend went by and I was investigating the like it just like yeah. like time passed suddenly like for like uh, we're like they don't we're like he's investigating it but like no one's talking about that immediate threat that just happened to their brains. Mm-hmm. But like yeah. But yeah, um all overall in my eyes like 
it is a good story, and I want I want to say like this is out of all the Sonic stories we I've read at least this is the best one I would say, um, for better or for worse. So I'll still recommend it, but like I I'm gonna I recognize the parts that have to be changed. So I'll 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 tone it back to a partial recommendation because it does need a decent amount of editing and changes to the story to kind of make it flow better or get through it quicker or cut out stuff that doesn't make sense, change mm-hmm. stuff that does make sense, that kind of thing. Yeah. It needs more work, but the story itself is good, and I like it. And yeah. it has good fodder potential for making a sequel, because there's a whole other universe inside X's world of these people living, and we kind of only get a glimpse of what that is through the gameplay, but is that different for actual people living there? Because when you're controlling a game, you only have so many options. If you're yeah. physically there, it's like you're in a VR simulation of that world. You know? Yeah, because also when you think about it, like when Tails is like like running around, like being controlled by by Tom, and then he dies and, and is tortured by X in in that game, that that Tails is probably another soul that he's torturing. Same it with might with Fiona, Fiona the Fox. Like I wonder if Fiona the Fox was actually like the teacher, because like it was a, a I think it was a woman uh, that was the uh, the teacher. Which I mean, it wouldn't matter because like it could be a dude that was also in like just in a a female character's body but like yeah yeah like that that could have been that like it, like that could have been like that character could have also been like because like now her like it's like please help me get out of here could have had the double entendre of like it's not just the characters asking that because they're in, they're restrained and in pain it's also because they're a so uh, they're they're the soul of a person that has been brutally turned into a sonic character yeah and i wonder if another way that this could be visualized is like He's playing as Tails, right? He could be playing as a video game representation of Tails that moves in the same way that a video game character does. But to every and everyone else in that world that's been taken by X, they see it as a player character moving around like a player character would. But they're yeah. moving around like normal people. Or to even and amp up the so, more fucked up. So they can see that, oh shit, he's getting another one. You know? that or even more fucked up like they're like the tails person is one of the souls that has been taken but he's like trying to survive with the rest of like the ones that are in the world and then it's like oh shit and he just suddenly gets like all changes and it goes like it's all rigged it's like oh no i'm being controlled oh god oh god (laughs) and so then he just starts getting puppeted like by like kind of like that movie uh that that video game movie where um i think it's called gamer where like you play this video game that's like uh, on a, through a computer or through a console, but you're actually controlling a person with a chip in their head that allows you to control their body and nervous yeah. system. Like, mm. yeah. They both are creepy. Yes. And it would be cool if in the video game that Tom plays, he runs into NPCs that are like moving around very naturally and responded, responding to him in ways that a video game character wouldn't. You know, like yeah. it's not scripted. He doesn't have to hit A on to talk to them. They're just moving around talking normally. Yeah. There's just a lot of ways this could be better, but the story itself is pretty good. So I'm still partially recommending it. But yeah. Okay. Uh, well, so looks like we got um, two partial recommendations and a non-recommendation. Again, like it's it's not bad. It just, it needs some work. <laughs> like a lot of work. But mm-hmm. it Ain't bad. Ain't, ain't half bad, at least. <laughs> um, the concept of it is great. Yes. Uh, it's definitely, it's certainly, I, I feel it's been refined from the original version of the Sonic.exe story. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, that was definitely, like, some points for it. Uh, but 
Believe it or not, that will do it for this week's episode, <laughs> our nine-year anniversary episode. So uh, if you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. We're all on Twitter. Mikey is at the E stands for evil. The gamer in yellow is at the gamer in yellow, but without that W at the end of it, because his name is very long. Yeah. And much like the story, <laughs> long like his penis. <laughs> <laughs> my name is long like my penis. <laughs> I'm going to get, I'm, I'm, that's going to be your bit. That's like the yay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> that, no good. <laughs> um, and I'm at Review Cultist. And much like Amusing Moose, who sent us an email for this uh, to, to suggest this story, you too can suggest a creepypasta or an SCP or a spooky thing. You creep it, we'll peep it. Yeah. yeah. And you can ch- do that uh, at aldente rigamortis at gmail.com. That's A L D E N T E R I G A M R T I S at gmail.com. And if you'd like to help support our show financially, you can go to Patreon. Look up Aldente Rigamortis and select the package you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tiers, special episodes, early access, extra content. To our patrons that are helping support the show, thank you immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, the last nine years, we very much appreciate it. Uh, and to our listeners and the authors of these stories, congrats, you've made it through the gauntlet <laughs> by listening to this entire fan. episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, and with uh, without your authorship, the people that rate these stories and post them online, thank you immensely. Because without your without that, we really wouldn't have much of a show. I'm honestly kind of sad that you, the only way to access the story is through the Wayback Machine. Like, if there is another location for the story like out there that somebody knows, please send it to me, and I will put it in the description below. Mm-hmm. Um, but as it is right now, I will leave the Wayback Machine uh, archive.org uh, link. So, until next time. I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. These tens are evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well. <laughs>